And welcome to I Like to Movie Movie, the podcast about movie movies. My name is Garrett Smith. My name is Dan Scully. And uh, today we're bringing you one of our favorite episodes of the year. Yes, year. the thus far The thus far. 2019, of 2019 thus, thus far. far. First so, six months of the year, what's your favorite shit? Your top ten? Let's oh do yeah. it. I'm so excited. we've got a couple of yes. guests with us. So uh, oh, I always forget how you want to be credited, Andy. My, my name is Andy Elijah. You do your intro. Tell us about <laughs> yourself, Andy. <laughs> Well, hello, my name is Andy Elijah. I write, I'm good friends with these folks, and I write for Cinema 76. And this is actually my first uh, time that I've been on the Midway episode. So oh. thank you. I'm usually on the end of the year episode. Yes, so thanks are. a lot okay. for having me on the yes. Midway Point thanks episode, for being here. guys. It's great Excited. to be here. Yeah. Midway Point is like a fun one because it's like, I feel like everybody's kind of seen different shit at this point yeah, in the year, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, uh, well, there's less so. of that inclination to be like, these are the good things that you have to yeah, like. Yeah, and yeah. I know we try to fight against that, yeah. but like, it's there. Yeah. It's well, a bit more all over it. the place. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm interested to see where everybody's at. And uh, I also want to introduce, returning to the show again, Jacob Harrington. Hello. I'm very happy to be here. Welcome back, buddy. I'm glad we're keeping this short last year. I want to apologize for talking too much to all your listeners last year. <laughs> Dude, <we laughs> no, you're every word you yes, said. Yes. Don't get ahead of yourself. I'm very man. excited to be yeah. here, though. This yeah, is don't start promising them a short episode. Yeah. Now. <laughs> You're going to regret that. Who knows later. what will happen? But I yeah. do want to go home and play Red Dead Redemption. So let's wrap it up. Let's keep it, keep right, this let's on get the road. All right. Number one. Let's skip, <laughs> nine, let's skip 10 through 2. Number one. I like, number 10. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption. Uh, number yeah, nine. Yeah, it's Red called, Dead Redemption. <laughs> number eight. Deadwood movie. <laughs> number seven. Red Dead Redemption. Well, here, let's Red l- Deadwood Redemption. Let's toss the show's plugs out right away. Yes, and then yes. we can just kind of like dig in. I know you have a story. I have like a story that I just have to share with the movie world. So yeah, find us on Twitter, Facebook, Gmail. I like two movie. It's numeric. Too. Um, we're everywhere on the internet. You can find us. Subscribe to the podcast. Let us know what you think, what you want us to review, things you want us to talk about. Uh, we're interested in hearing your thoughts. Can I plug my yes, you dying can. podcast? Yes. <laughs> I'm it's still only dying because you regularly I care less and less. Yeah. I, did one, so I did one this week and I really enjoyed it. It's just like up until I, I'm doing it, I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. <laughs> and it's like, if I, I can't stop doing it because if you stop paying, people can't listen to old episodes. Yeah. yeah. You're so dumb. I'll stop eventually. But for now, I'm like, I'm just going to do well, one. Everything stops eventually. Sure. I'll eventually. I'll die and then the podcast yeah. will stop. Everything yeah. dies. Your baby, podcast is like that really sick grandparent that they yeah. give three weeks Garrett to live and I but just like keep surviving. The whole time and, and, and then they and spend like two thirds of you know your entire life savings in like you know three weeks and then that's yeah. just dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole time Garrett and I have known each other, I've wanted to stop doing yeah. it. But and what is the uh, what's the name of this this based on nothing? There we go. Thank you. I almost <laughs> forgot <laughs> to say it. Well, I just want to make sure I got it. I don't have anything else to plug the whole time. I've been on based on nothing two or three times, and every time the intro to the show has been used saying that you're going to end it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> over. But these guys will all be on in some version over the you, years. You've never had me on. So. You'll be on. You'll be uh, on. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you something to live we'll for, Jacob. <laughs> Actually, don't, don't ever go on. That way he has to keep it going. Yeah, 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 I, like, I told Andy I get it on before I go. So I'll, yes. I'll keep yeah. on. I'll, I'll continue to cancel on you at the last minute. <laughs> sure. Perfect. Sounds good. Perfect. Anytime that you book with him, let me know and I'll invite you on our podcast. Okay. And then you come do this. <laughs> like, sorry, I'm on their podcast. I mean, it's like reality television. Cancel, so yeah. yeah. Someone did cancel on me last week, though, and it was almost the final straw. It was almost <laughs> just like, fuck this. Fuck. Like, like, this is everything I hate about doing it all in one place. But yeah, it's great to be here. That's so funny. Oh, thank you for coming. Yeah. I love podcasting. Keep so your much. podcast alive. I like it. 
Thank you. I love that you always end your like whining diatribe about how you want to quit podcast by going like, and I, I love podcasts. I love it. I'll never Are stop. you a Libra by any chance? No, Aquarius. Because okay. it sounds like you're a Libra. <laughs> I'm a Libra. What was the uh, Todd Barry used to have a joke where like people were like, oh, so are you confident? No. Are you uh, nice? No. Are you you know socially anxious? Yeah. And they're like, okay, you must be a Libra. He's like. Yeah, because that all sounds like me. Now, maybe, may, or maybe it's a uh, maybe a uh, oh shit. I'm like, say maybe a uh, maybe a uh, astrology's bullshit, or maybe more likely, I don't know my own birthday. <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, are you sure you're not a Libra? And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, anyway, I blew that joke. Yeah, that's but, fine. Um, <laughs> I uh, I smoked a little on the way over, and then I started drinking. Andy, can you pick your phone up off the table? I think that will keep oh, it from being it, real crazy in the microphones. How is it sounding? Now? Are we all Much trying better. to kill a bug? Is that what's Are you serious? Yeah, wow, you're good. You're good, man. They really it really makes a big difference. So, like when I used to put my I phone on my amp when I was playing a show. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Sound like. So I went to visit my parents the other day, and I I love my parents, but it's funny because we are we're very different people. You know, they're very conservative and uptight. I'm a fucking maniac, and so it's just <laughs> like, but uh, you know, it's they whatever. Live in but I'm New very Jersey, good right? at like not having enmity in that regard, where I just go whatever. Like I'm just gonna deal with it because you're my parents, and like I exist because of you. So my dad tries to talk movies to me. And it's funny because he likes a lot of the things I like, and he likes a lot of other things that are just terrible. Um, the only movie that he actually likes is Goodfellas. <laughs> but, you know, he'll talk movies to me. It's from New Jersey. Like, I watched this movie the other day. It was called Sea of Love. It had Al Pacino in it. It has uh, John Goodman in it. He's like, oh, and uh, Sam Jackson actually, he like stands up in one scene. And I knew it was him, but he's never in it again. In the credits, he's credited as Black, black Guy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. so it was crazy. And anyway, he's like, and... It was crazy because De Niro's in it and he's trying to catch a killer wow. and blah, blah, blah. And he's going off. And I'm like, oh, this is. And first, I have that sprig of doubt because they've only done Heat, Heat Righteous and Kill and Godfather yeah, yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only the first two of which were, you know, where they're actually on screen together. Right. And so I'm like doubting what he's saying, but I'm just like, whatever, it's dad talk. Yeah. And But he couldn't remember. Sorry, he didn't remember that it was Sea of Love. He just was describing this movie. Yeah. I was like, are you describing Righteous Kill? Because I knew that was <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the movie they're in together. Bad and he's movie. like, no, no. And I'm like, is it Heat? And he's like, no, no. So I start looking it up, and I eventually land on Sea of Love by way of like Sam Jackson, that you know, black guy story thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at this, but I don't see De Niro in it. He's yeah. like, I am telling you, De Niro is in this movie. I'm like, sure, sure. You know, like, that's, maybe. I, I, I haven't seen you. it. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. And then, you know, we get home and I'm reading up on, you know, I'm re- reading up on the movies. And the movie that he was describing the cast of, but not De Niro, was definitely Sea of Love. <laughs> the movie he was describing the plot of was definitely Righteous Kill. And that's where he got uh, Robert De Niro from. And so my dad is the type that, even when he knows he's wrong, will dig in deeper, mm-hmm. just heels in the dirt. And of all things, this is the dumbest thing to dig the heels in the dirt. Because I was like, oh, you know what? I think what probably happened is you're describing <laughs> yeah. two movies, uh, different plots, but sir. And he's like, no, I know who Robert De Niro is. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not saying you don't know who Robert De Niro is. What I'm saying is I think you probably watch these movies pretty close to one another. And as we all often do, confuse them. Yeah. And he's just like, no, no, no. I No, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely. It was Sea of Love and De Niro's in it. So we're looking up everything. He's not in the trailer. He's not in the cast list. So I was like, I, th- I think maybe what I said is what happened. And he's like, I think maybe he probably agreed not to be credited <laughs> for like some kind of union thing. Wow. And that's why he's not in any of this there material. Union but I swear he's in the movie. And yeah. I was like, all right, let me see the remote. Yeah. So I take the remote and I look and like, 
he's watched a couple movies recently on his smart TV. Yeah. And back to fucking back <laughs> was Sea of Love and Righteous oh, Kill. And I was like, God. I see both of these back to back. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And it's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, a, Pacino like only wrong. ever looks old or young. There's no yeah, yeah. like I could totally see this happening. Yeah. And he like would not have it. So was <laughs> he like, just right, decided well, that they were the same movie. I've never seen Sea of Love. Let's watch it. Yeah. And so he didn't pull it up on the TV, but he started pulling it up on like his tablet. Mm-hmm. And then at that moment, stars stopped working. I'm doing some pretty aggressive <laughs> air quotes. Oh, they stopped working. And that was the sign I took of like, I'm just gonna drop it. Yeah. Because we're never gonna get to actually watch the movie yeah. to prove it. And I don't. Uh, apparently, I do care. Yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah. going off like yeah. a month later. But it was just the funniest thing to me because I'm like, That's what's so the one thing that I know? <laughs> what's the yeah. one thing that I care about? Yeah. It's movies. <laughs> you, if it was tools or football, you're the guy. <laughs> but I'm the guy for this. You got to listen to your guy. You is your, to your guy. Is your dad a baby boomer? He's a boomer. I, I, I kind of. Could you tell? I, I mean, <laughs> I sort of. Well, I mean, obviously, just from the timing, but. I feel like that's sort of a quality of baby boomers is like not wanting to admit when they're wrong. I and just, just like don't double, think good double like... digging down, double digging it's down, more, double digging it's down. It's less shameful to them to be to be wrong and stolid about it than it is to be wrong and just oh yeah. I have better information. Oh, now. oops, yeah. My yeah. dad Sorry. is very stubborn. He doesn't know how to do very basic technology things like use the search function on Netflix. And <laughs> oh, he's yeah. a smart man. No baby boomers like, know how to use. Just like we learned this shit like age five, and he's dumb as shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, my, my, my parents. Yeah. No, I, I love my dad so much. I love my dad much. too. He'll like, never. He really is like. There's nothing, probably more than anything in the world. He has shaped who I am because I feel those tendencies too. I just love when they're highlighted like this, so I can try not to do that. But I love you, Dad. But that was fucked up. <laughs> righteous kill. <laughs> and really you're wrong. Sucks. You described righteous kill, and you called it Sea of Love, and I have the proof. I, I've kill. seen Sea of Love, and Robert De Niro is not in that. He's not in that movie. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to back you up there, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate had, it. Had to do Will a double dig down. Dad? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be your dad. Yeah, I you worked at a movie theater when Righteous Kill. You my kill son, out, son. It's like the second Robert De Niro Pacino movie, but it's very bad. And, and it's, it's right supposed to be feel? terrible, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, and it's, then they did 88 Minutes, too, which also No, sucks. no, no, dude. He's not in that? Just Pacino. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, you're th- Jacob, <laughs> no, you're you want to De Niro, De Niro is thinking, in 88 Minutes. Yeah. You're thinking of C.L.O.S. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. God damn it. I Double dig down. Pull up the IMDb. He said that, don't you think I know who Robert De Niro is? And I'm like, I am certain you know who Robert De Niro is, but I know where he isn't. Sure. He's not in the and it was so funny because, like, I could sense he was teetering on being really mad. Yeah. And I was teetering on, like, should I go full into this bit to <laughs> yeah. see how mad he's going to get? And then I realized, like, this could actually be a problem and he's my ride to the train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's just bump the price. This all reminds me of that dumb Beatles movie that comes out, like, next week. <laughs> y- like, yesterday. Like, like, what if, what if. In a my, world <laughs> where a sea of love and or just like every, the same movie. every movie I see has Robert De Niro and an uncredited appearance in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no one else seems to get no it. Who he is, but someone comes up to that guy, they're like, Hey, what's up? And he's like, You talking to me? And they're like, That was brilliant. What was that? And he's yeah. like, Robert De Niro. Who? <laughs> Robert De Niro, yeah. Robert De Niro is in oh, the Oh, taxi Marvel like Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah? No, anyway, taxi driver. <laughs> like Martin anyway, uh, yesterday yeah, looks. He's the guy who directed Aladdin. And he, ah! <laughs> yesterday looks pretty bad. Can we agree yeah, on yes, that? Yesterday's going to be awesome. It's dumb. No, I'm very into I <laughs> don't even know if I've seen the Danny trailer. Danny Boyle. Mm-hmm. 
Did he direct Rarely it? lets, yeah. lets he directed me down. It? Yeah, yeah. I take it back. Now I'm interested. I, I, legit, <laughs> I legitimately did. I thought it was like a... Danny Boyle my heart in ways that... He that rarely like, lets me he down. really is. I mean, he made a fucking train spotting sequel. And it was good. That's probably was, better than the no, first one. Like, not a lot of people saw Holy it. It was shit. legitimately it was, good. It, it was, was great. He bought the rights to the title T2 to yeah. call it T2. Good rules. He rules, and he left James Bond because he's like, "Fuck that! I'm not gonna like." Well, yeah, I, I truly Gordy didn't know he directed it, so now yeah. I kind of feel bad. It still looks dumb, but maybe it'll be <laughs> it looks dumb. But come on, Danny Boyle, but sure, I like Slumdog yeah, yeah. Millionaire. Like that movie, if you described it to me now and I didn't know what it was, I'd be like, "That sounds fucking stupid." That movie rules, and it's I like, like uh, 127 hours a lot. I haven't watched it in a number oh, of years. Steve Jobs is really fucking good. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs rules. Steve Jobs is great. Oddly, like disliked by a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Movie. I saw that the same day I saw Crimson Peak. I went back to back, and it was a great day. At the Crimson movies. Jobs. Crimson. <laughs> Steve Peak. Steve Peak. <laughs> I don't know. Steve Peak sounds like a Steve Peak is a good character. Yes, what is Steve a very Jobs' good name? Was Steve, Steve Peak. Peak. Yeah. And this is my new computer, the Pear. This <laughs> is a pear with a bite taken out of it. And then it. instead of pairing your devices, you Apple them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's right. our show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Andy, say, how do you want to be credited again? Uh, <laughs> Andy Alleg. Let's start the All clock, right. gentlemen. Who wants to go first? Oh, yeah, let's, let's, let's we have what's to keep the order. It? I mean, it's oh, always okay, the I'll same, start. man. That's your okay. chair. Okay. Okay. Go All right. go and then way. go around. All right, that sounds good. I, uh, I will start with my number 10 of 2019. This one, I really, really... Oh, you know what? I forgot. We can't do that. We have to do our caveats first. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Do we? Just my criteria caveats? was it had to have stuck with me, it has right. to have moved me, and it has to have made me think. But most importantly, I just really had to enjoy it in the moment. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Um, I also want to say I got rid of any and all comic book movies like of that sort. I just mm. never put them on my list. But I, I will say yeah, that Shazam that is the oh, best Shazam. the best superhero <laughs> movie since probably Spider-Man 2, the Raimi one. I totally uh, granted, Man of Steel Shazam. I love, but Better I understand that it's not the best. I think I'm just, I, those are kind of existing outside of everything. But I would actually say... It's up there with Dark Knight. I forgot about those when I made that statement. But I like Shazam. Well, Shazam, Shazam was yeah. very good. I like good. Shazam a lot. I, um, my list was made totally on instinct. It was just the stuff yeah. that I lo- like, loved so much that loved I kept stuff. wanting to go back. And so I, I, I will say that I had a very hard time with Destroyer, but ultimately landed on that land. That was nah, a 2018. It's a trash movie. Great movie. Sorry. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> trash movie. Okay. So that's my caveats. Yeah. Are we going to do honorable mentions at the end? Yeah, yeah we'll we'll do honorable will. mentions yeah. at the end. It, it caveats for your list before you get started? Um, I just decided to count everything at this point. Yeah. I At the end of the year, I probably would actually discount like comic book movies, but... In the in this case, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll I'll count comic book movies." Sweet. I just counted my favorite. Well, whatever stuff. I've yeah. seen so yeah. far is what is I enjoyed. Available. I don't know what my bias is against comic book movies, but I think it just comes down to like you know I loved them. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that I loved yeah. them. Um, I there's I've, we've all talked them to death, so I'm I don't want to talk yeah. about them, so they don't make my list. Fair. We doing it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Start that clock. Uh, my number ten is a movie that I can't wait to say in front of you, Andy, because you tweeted last night that you found it frustrating. Oh, nice. But I very much enjoyed Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Oh, the, I, uh, I saw the first like hour of that yeah. and then slept. What's really? interesting to me about this movie, <laughs> first off, I think that uh, the portrayal of Ted Bundy by Zac Efron is, is really, really awesome. Very good. But I think that Lily Collins, I believe is her name, yeah. is tremendous in it. And I love true crime. And I struggle with true crime because as I get older, it starts to upset me more that these are real people, that I'm mining entertainment out of yeah, their pain. Yeah. And so I, I feel fucked up about it, but I still chase it. I, I love it. And this was the first movie that I've seen. I don't want to say reckon with that, but it it was accused of being that before anyone saw it. 
And then once we saw it, we realized that it's just from her point of view. And it's a whole story about how hard it was for her to believe that this guy is the monster that he is. There's something inherently interesting to me about putting a true crime story into a lifetime shell. Mm. It feels like a lifetime movie. It plays like a lifetime movie. Its themes are handed, handled in a hammy way like a lifetime movie. And that really worked to squelch my misgivings with my love for true crime. I just thought it was super entertaining. So extremely loud and incredibly gross and shocking. <laughs> um, that one. Everything is illuminated. <laughs> I, haven't seen yeah, that. I, I feel bad that I missed it. This one's pretty fresh with me. And I just thought, man, of all the stories you could tell about Ted Bundy, this is the story that you wouldn't tell. Like, Fair enough. The story about like his, his girlfriend who he's still in love with. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's like kind of about her in a way, the narrative. Because that's really why don't I like it because it's about her. But it's but it's not enough about her. Like it doesn't really commit to anything, mm. which was really frustrating to me. And I kept on waiting the whole time. Like, okay, like as as sort of in poor taste as it would be to actually portray the crimes that Ted Bundy committed, um, like you know, in this film, like at least. That would be something. Like mm. I, I just feel like the movie never really. Thing is, Joe Berlinger <laughs> did just before that the documentary Ted Bundy thing, which right. I understand is, is like very aggressively about him. I yes. did not watch that, but to have this companion piece, I, I just think there's something so interesting about just keeping it about like his allure to a third party. Right, and I think that's cool, and I think that having it be a a, a companion piece is interesting, but also like a very strange 2019 yeah. issue. Oh, yeah. We're mm. like, oh, you have to see this movie in addition to the documentary that's all about him. Well, I still and literally, I was watching the credits, and when and midway through the credits, when like the whole like post footage ended, it gave me five seconds to decide whether or not I wanted to start the documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I couldn't get my remote in time, and then it started like for me. Yeah. But yeah. it stuck Please, with me. Please, Netflix, let me watch the credits. Yeah. It Come stuck on. with me. I, it's one that I, when I first watched it, I was like, that was pretty good. And then in the week yeah. since, I just kept Z thinking about Zach it. Zach Efron nice. is really good. He's yeah. having a good year. I like him a lot. So my it's number something 10. for him to do. Like yeah. We don't know how to use him. I, I think for a few, I'm, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, I think for a few years, people wrote him off because he's a Disney guy. He's a fucking good actor. Yep. He is. He's really good. Um, my number 10 is Under the Silver Lake. Yeah, baby. Directed mm -hmm. by David Robert Mitchell. I love him. I um, forgot to consider this when I made my list, so I just left it off. That's fair. I forgot until today, but it's a good movie. So, I really, I can't wait. It comes out on yeah, Amazon next July week, 1st. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't weeks. wait for you can't to wait. see it so we can talk yeah, about yeah, it. You'll yeah. like it a lot. Real quick IMDb plot, because that helps me kind of get my bearings. Sam, a dis and disenchanted young man, finds a mysterious woman swimming in his apartment's pool one night. The next morning, she disappears. Sam sets off across L.A. to find her, and along the way, he uncovers a conspiracy far more bizarre. So it's a really, um, it's like a pretty long movie, and two and a half hours or so. Very strange. Um, not for everybody, but I think if you like movies like The Big Lebowski or Lost Highway or The Long Goodbye, any kind of like weird L.A. noir films, like you'll definitely like this one. Inherent and, Vice. And, and it, oh, certainly Inherent Vice. Um, and I just I find it actually like pretty emotionally like touching. Um, it, it really works with like like the dissemination of information extremely well. And there's there's like some moments that that really will stick with me like for most of the year. And it's just a really it's a weird movie. I think even though it's weird, like it's weird in ways that people won't like, but it's weird in ways that I really respected. And I don't think you can discount just like the general artistry that's on display. David oh, Robert Mitchell has really come up with great ways to use digital widescreen as like 
Like with It Follows, it's essential that that movie has a very deep focus widescreen because yeah. that's how the horror works. Yeah. He uses it for paranoia and Under the Silver Lake. Like digital widescreen fil- you know, filmmaking is a kind of new thing. Mm-hmm. He really is good at it. Mm-hmm. Really good at it. Oh, I nice. like that. That's I, a- I definitely did find it like it seems like a departure from It Follows, but I do think that like thematically there are definitely some things in common. Like he seems to be really interested in like young people dealing with like grappling with mortality mm-hmm, if that makes mm-hmm. sense yep. like yep. oh shit like i'm i'm still young but also like i have responsibility yeah, i can yeah. wake up tomorrow yeah. and just be old you know or, and, and i have yep. responsibilities yep. i i'm vulnerable that movie got fucking buried and it's a shame i wish it had gotten a real release it's very it seems, good same, same. and it seemed what a weird movie for a24 to bury of yes, all the brand. movies that they release you know movies. like yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That movie, fuck, that is one of the best scenes of the year. I mean, it's on my list too, for sure. Uh, we'll talk I, about I, it. I, the thing about it, I thought it was a horror movie when I was watching it. It is a farce. It is yeah. like a, a psychological. But it's farce. paranoid as fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's so paranoid. Oh yeah, but it's mostly funny. Andrew Garfield's like a great. A, a lot of people have also said it's like a very horny movie, and that's true. That's very true. <laughs> there's Super like there's up. a really intense sex scene in the first like eight minutes. Yeah, and you're like, wow, okay. Yeah. And then there's just horniness throughout. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. So. I'm going to talk about it later. Great. Let's talk about <laughs> it later. Which What's 10? your number 10, man? Number 10 is Triple Frontier. Oh. I fucking love Triple Frontier. I haven't Frontier. seen this yet. It I kind of want to. It is a decidedly B movie. Like yeah. the one that was released on Netflix. Um, it's a bunch of big burly dudes in, in military gear. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Hedlund and Charlie Hunnam play brothers, which is hilarious that casting. Totally makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I don't know which uh, one of those actors is which. Ben Affleck is the great one that acts better. Is uh, what's the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Garrett Hedlund's a little bit. He's the better one. Uh, ben Affleck is very good in it because he's very tired and angry and pissed off. He yeah, look, he's, he's it's a he's, it's a very that's fitting the only he's time playing that Ben he's Affleck. Any good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the the, uh, uh, the whole cat. I like it because it's like a very tactile men on a mission movie. But near the end, so the whole movie is they have to, they're trying to steal a bunch of money from a drug cartel. They get the money, and then the best section of the movie is now what? We got to fucking move this money oh, yeah. across the continent. The money the itself continent. is a problem. We have, to, like, we have to get it over the Andes Mountains and get to the ocean. Yeah, the money is a problem. Like the, the heist is cool and relatively easy, mm. but it's like Ocean's Eleven. Okay, you got the fucking money. Now, how do you, what do you do with it after? Like, yeah, I've heard it compared to like Sorcerer. I've heard it compared to. It's very similar to Sorcerer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a bro version of Sorcerer. I love Triple Frontier more so much. I want more movies. I think that that conversation came up on our Sorcerer episode. Oh, maybe it did. Maybe that's why That episode came out around the same time as Triple Frontier. You would love it, Garrett. It's just like the stuff where they're. In like the 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 rock Andes uh, foothills. That's the stuff that sticks with me. Yeah, I want yeah, them to see a Star Wars the, movie the, in the that mule? in those mountains or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, was yeah. it a horse or a mule? It's a horse, I think, or a mule. Yeah, yeah. That's an image <laughs> that I thing. can't shake. I really want them to make a Star Wars in that like the Andes foothills locations they use near the end because it looks like an alien landscape, like big boxy boulders. Oh, that's cool. That's like one of my favorite things about Sorcerers. The yeah. end when they get yeah. to what looks like a sort of alien landscape. Yeah, Triple yeah. Frontier is like a B. That's cool. B dad movie, but I love it. Great I really want to see that. That sounds it cool. Is a lot of fun. And it's on Netflix, right? That's yeah. like a yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's I could watch that tonight. for a long time. Jennifer uh, Catherine Bigelow almost made that with Tom Hanks and Johnny Depp and like Whoa. Right after the Hurt Locker. Whoa! And it, so it's been around for a while. But it came out good. Flavor. Yeah. You know when I learned that because I. I liked that movie generally, but I just felt it, you know, it just didn't quite connect with me that way. But when I learned that factoid about it, I was like, I think I like yeah, it a little it's better. It's been around forever. Because I just started to picture it a little bit classed up. And, but uh, I kind of like that it's like low class. J.C. Shandor, good director. I don't like a most yeah. violent year, but he's a good I director. loved a most violent year. Very boring. Not, I don't hate it. It's just very boring. <laughs> <laughs> most boring year. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, it's actually not that violent. <laughs> I must say, too, like, I, that's an honorable mention for me, like probably number 12. And I fully agree. Like, um, it, it's 
really good, uh, very good procedural. And I feel like it's a movie that Catherine Bigelow would have made in like she the early, it. but yeah. but she would have made it like sure. in the early nineties. Sure, like this sure. would have been a great movie to make like after Point yeah, Break. Yeah. One but, more but thing. But now gonna... she's like, oh, sorry guys, I only do like docudramas. <laughs> and, and and she needs it to, been awesome. to do like a comeback after Detroit. Bad it's movie. Like so hyper Point Break two. Last so thing good. I was gonna Return say, of... you getting the title <laughs> of the Zac Efron movie. My girlfriend and I just always intentionally get movie titles wrong. Like, uh, yeah. can you ever forgive me? We're always just like, how what, how could you do that to me? <laughs> Let's watch <laughs> Inspector that, Pikachu. That, that, that. <laughs> That's a better title. Yeah, it's Inspector Pikachu, Pikachu is really it is a good. better title. Yeah. <laughs> I right, care. You got 15 seconds. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I'm good. Pretty it's good, fine. Actually. It's fine. I got this. Good. Yeah, we are doing good. So my number 10 is Happy Death Day to you. Oh, yeah, nice. Great I movie. really liked Happy Death Day way more than I thought I would. And it seems like a movie that does not need a sequel at all. And uh, that director, whose name I can't think of now, um, oh, yeah, I've got it right here. Name? Hold on. Christopher Landon um, really had like a good idea, like a strong idea for a sequel. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly like... You know, it's. I, I guess I don't want to spoil it for anybody necessarily, but it's like the the he finds a way to do a sequel where one, it kind of breaks the genre, but still like has fun with that genre, and then two, he just doubles down on the the um, emotional core of Happy Death Day. Like, yeah, the reason Happy fair. Death Day works is because there's a, a decent emotional story there for like Tree. She's like mm. a really decent character. And he really uses her range very well, not to. Like yeah, he's controlling. She does great. a wonderful performance in both. She's movies. incredible. Like it's so in depth. Yeah. yeah, she's so good. I, I'm actually surprised we've not really seen her in other stuff because yeah, she's, she's done like so a strong. Teen things. I, and I think she maybe does TV or something. I feel like there's like a TV show she Probably might star in or show. something. Yeah. Um, but she's fantastic, and I just Jessica Roth. Is Jessica her Roth. Is yeah, the... and she like they. There is a really amazing thing that they use the very silly premise of this movie for. To like, and I didn't actually see it coming, and I should have. That allows it to have this like really good emotional core that totally made it a worthwhile sequel, and I, I just was very impressed by it. I thought it was like so fun and funny and weird, and I, I just really liked it. It ran into the criticism that I I only half felt uh, until I settled into that movie because I think that's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I think Happy Death Day is perfect. It's so good. And I think Happy Death Day to you is a perfect sequel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I at first I was like, oh man, this is not the slasher movie right. that I. And then it occurred to me, I was like, if they just made another slasher movie, this would this would be pointless, right? And so if you want to make this Back to the Future too, yeah, I'm in. And I had kind of heard that criticism before I saw it, mm-hmm. and so to me, I was actually impressed by how much slasher is still in it. Actually, yeah, for yeah. being what it for being what it is, where it does totally break the slasher genre, it actually maintains a lot of slasher elements. Mm-hmm. And and just puts them through the the other genre lens that it's doing and and I don't know it was very fun like by the end of the movie this is kind of a spoiler but not really they kind of just imply that like every single person in the town that she lives in is a fucking psychopath yeah yeah, yeah. like by the end of the movie everybody has been implicated as like some sort of crazy person that might yeah. be capable of murdering a bunch of people dude that movie rules it's really fun and funny I really liked it that I, was a that was an honorable mention for for me yeah I Better, tried yeah. to go see that on Valentine's Day with my girlfriend and I got a flat tire in the Cherry Hill Target parking lot. Oh no! <laughs> oh man! So we saw it like a few days later. But you, it, were you just like, it ruined "Happy that. Death Day" to me? <laughs> this is a horrible day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do our number yeah, nine. That's a good movie. Garrett, what are these Rebel um, Empire things sitting by the watch? Oh, do you want some? stickers? I would yeah. love some. Would you like three yeah. hundred? I was going to say, do you want like a lot of these? Yeah, yeah I will. 
I have all of these old Please Rogue One promos. They've been movie movie <laughs> prizes for You've been years. Stacked, Hell motherfucker. Years. Thank you. And we yes. gave as away and hundreds of them to yes. people. As, as you guys know, I live in a Star Wars toy museum. Oh my god! <laughs> you have like three inches to move it looks because there's toys <laughs> yeah, encroaching <laughs> upon your living space. These will continue to be prizes at movie movie shows well into Dan and I's sixties. There's so many of these. You, I, that thing caught my eye. I was like, oh shit, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do our number nine. Let's hit it. All right, my number nine is a movie that I know is not on anybody's list because this is a movie that was very, very hyped. Everybody thought it looked awesome and then everybody but me thought it was meh and it exceeded all of my expectations. But I fucking, I live for Velvet Buzzsaw, y'all. Oh, man, yeah. Velvet I, Buzz. I, like I really like Dan Gilroy. I I I thought Nightcrawler was tremendous. That was rocks. my favorite movie the know, year that I it remember. came out. I think Roman one? J. Israel Esquire is like I seen so underrated. I think it... There's a movie that you think it is, and it's very not that, and mm-hmm. so I think it's jarring, but it's very good, and it's the best I've seen Denzel in ages. Yeah, because it's the first time that I like forget that it's Denzel. And oh, that's it, cool. It reminds you why he's one of the best ever. Yeah. But enough about that. Velvet Buzzsaw. I love it because it is a body horror, multicolored, crazy riff on just how fucking stupid pretension is, uh-huh. but also how fucking necessary pretension is. <laughs> and it's made by a guy who like went in the business and in reading about it, like went insane researching yeah, he's art. He's got a weird career. He's yeah. he's a but he like for this movie he researched art, did all this like fell down rabbit holes of chasing after artists and following the culture without ever buying anything. Yeah, that was his That's big cool. thing. Is he yeah. was a like a mental art collector. <laughs> and so he just got into it ship. and riffed into and if when you think about his career he's a guy who has kind of contended with all of the powers that be he's adjacent to the born series yeah you know uh, tony gilroy right. is his, his brother, his brother. Yeah, who yeah. did rogue like, one which is what i was thinking he, of. he's, he like, the, another he's like the too. tony to the ridley of tony gilroy dad it feels. is like an editor or cinema something like that someone. it's like a whole family but he's dad. seen all of it so he has all of the authority he's to make to fun Russo. and he's married to renee russo oh yes. i didn't know that that she's great in everything girl and then yeah now she's definitely not anymore Oh, she's the because best, she though. She turned 35. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did You're not allowed the, to do on that. On the Dennis no. Leary roast, she did a... Uh she was like good friends with him and she did a, a video segment where it was her like in a fur coat all naked and sexy and being like oh remember that time we fucked uh, Dennis Leary and then she pulls open her shirt and has a very very well done prosthetic penis on <laughs> and it was yeah it was crazy <laughs> Renee was just a cool lady as yeah, she, she does some re- She's but good in anywho movie. Velvet Buzzsaw the reason why it stuck with me is I think Jake Gyllenhaal's performance Jake Gyllenhaal's in that, amazing in that movie fucking crazy when he gives the speech where he's losing his mind and trying to get one person to believe that something supernatural is happening yeah. <laughs> and he's just pushing and you're up against these people that are so fucking flaky but so fucking reality based that it's impossible to to get across to them that there's something supernatural happening it's it's hilarious I, the fun, maybe the funniest joke in any movie this year is the way he reacts to that one guy that he crosses paths with like at different like art oh, showings yeah, yeah, yeah. there's just this, this is Ned Ryerson yeah, yeah it's like there's a background <laughs> character that just every once in a while will just pop up in a scene that he's in and every time Jake Gyllenhaal immediately loses his mind no matter yeah. what he's in the middle of he's just like I fucking hate that guy it's and so like funny trying so hard to be polite like, yeah. it's all about putting up appearances we always talk about themes in these Identity is such a huge theme this year, and this was the first movie that like tapped into that to me because all these people have these fake identities, yeah. and then magic murder art starts happening. To them. <laughs> There's gross body horror. Tony Collette ruled. The yeah. kills are really cool. In that movie. Kills the kills are cool. The, the paint the envelops her. Yeah. His last two performances. Did any of you guys see Wildlife with Carrie Mulligan? I did not. No. I want to. Great movie. Very you know. 
bones and like nails and tomahawks. Yeah. It's just very like like emo- it's like a like a '80s adult drama. It's like very family drama based. It's hard to watch. Like I, I don't want to mm. watch it again. But it was very good, and he's good at it. I would like and to before watch that. It. He's fucking balls to the wall and saying in Okja. So he's just making yeah. some real uh, fun. He's stuff. awesome. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was such a fun performance. So it just, yeah, sure and that's why it stuck with me was mostly because of his performance. But across the board, Batty Bonkers performances, that's a way to win me over. Love I that. forgot that one. Yeah, yeah good movie. Yeah. So my number nine is Ma. Ah. Which I think we might hear about later. Andy, Maybe. I'm just going to do it now. I'm going to match with you on our number nine. Okay. Oh, I'm my. also Ma for Let's number nine. You just bought another couple minutes. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yep. Let's just do it together. Yeah. So, so I yeah. really enjoyed Ma. Go ahead. Loved hit it. Ma. The, the, um, the plot description is a lonely woman befriends a group of teenagers and decides to let them party at her house. Just when the kids think their luck couldn't get any better, things start happening that make them question the intention of their host. See, so yeah, it's a really good movie. Um, I think it's probably trying to kind of, there's some part of it that wants to capitalize on the get out crowd. Yes. And doing like a Blumhouse, like horror film about race in America in mm-hmm. 2019. And and it definitely is that a little bit, yes. but but it's also much trashier yes. and more exploitation based. Yes. And I just loved it. Like me too. I saw it with Dan. That's a good movie. Man. Um, a few like a few weeks ago, and I just it's really stuck with me. Me too. It was a lot more poignant than I expected. Mm-hmm. Like I knew it was going to be like a fun trashy movie for to see with a big crowd. I did not know that it was going to be like also a poignant film about what it's like to be the other. Like you know, mm-hmm. Ma is played by Oct- Octavia Spencer. She's great. Uh, she's incredible. She's yeah. why you go to that and movie. She's having so much fun. She's, she's having awesome. a blast. so good. In it's it. great to see her do like a character that that it's it's almost kind of a riff on the type of characters that she usually plays, yeah. which are like mm-hmm. people like black women who are there to kind of serve the white people. Yes, the white characters in the movie. Yeah, Alison Janney's character made movie. me think of that every time that right. she that yeah. this is the Isn't character. That crazy? That, yeah, Alison Janney's she's in it first for, like prominent post Oscar role. No yeah. she was and she's uncredited, yeah, and she just shows up and like yeah. and she kills it. She's it like she's so out. good Wait, as that character. So she's uncredited. She's uncredited. So like De Niro in Sea of Love. Yes, exactly. You can argue with your dad about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a great movie. What, what did you like about it, Garrett? I honestly pretty much the same thing. I, I you know, be, because of all the exhumed events we've been going to and stuff. Like I, I just, I think I'm more in tune with sort of like exploitation and and how those movies can be fun, but also kind of dig around in some things that other movies are either unwilling to or don't really have enough to say about to like really like land and make a point. And I think exploitation movies kind of uniquely allow for like some very trashy, like kind of just like get people in the seats cheering movie making while still actually going like, but also like there is like something going on. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, and it's not necessarily That's what's frustrating about message movies. Is yeah. That sometimes you're like, Oh, you, you really sent that message to me, but I don't care about the movie. Well, And also, I and don't know if grindhouse goes the other way. Yeah. It's like, I love this movie. Oh shit. I'm thinking. And I don't think that exactly. Cause I don't think that ma has a message. I don't mm-hmm. think that ma has a, a particular, this is specifically what ma is about and what we want you to understand about the black experience through ma. Ma feels like a movie that is just kind of like asking some questions it doesn't necessarily yeah, have answers for rich. to get you thinking about class and race and yeah exactly thematically rich thematically like a good way inquisitive yes, what do you yeah. think about that yeah I like that <laughs> there we go yeah. Yeah, would it, you agree with that Andy uh, yeah I, I completely agree like it's not you know I, I, I kind of came away with the feeling that it wants to reach like a pretty wide audience yeah. and, it, and it definitely like a lot of the exploitation films that I see at exhumed events mm-hmm kind of function like that where oh my god this is so crazy and like yeah. dan said oh and 
now that I've already bought in, now I'm buying into these characters. Like yeah. Ma is is still very much about its characters yes. at its core. Yes. And that's what makes it so good. Mm-hmm. And it's it and then of course you cannot help but take away like a strong message from that about, you know, like the thing about it, you're so you're so connected to to the character of Ma. Yes. And like I, I mean, I think her name is Sue Ann in the yes, movie, Sue but Ann, like yeah. she gets called Ma. It's like a whole riff on like the Mammy yes. archetype, yep, right? Yep. Which and I like when she kind yeah. of embraces that she's Ma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's like, like, all right, well, if this is how you guys are going to see me, I'll play the role. Yeah. Well, and it's also, to Ma's house. it's yeah. a deeply weird movie. Yeah. And, so and, strange. I, and, and there's tons of like crazy shit that happens. Oh, like, how good is uh, Luke I mean, Evans in it, too? Oh, he's he amazing. He really puts on a it. nice, sleazy He's really good. But it, it's, it's weird in a way that I loved because for literally like an hour, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Yeah. Because there was a lot of stuff where I was like, this is funny to me, but it's because it's kind of bad and doesn't really make sense with like what else I've seen in this movie so far. And then the end is such a like rip roaring exploitation. Like we're just here to uh, like have a lot of fun with this like weird premise. And in doing so, like you will have to think yeah. about like who Ma is and why she's living the life she's living. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah. It now, just, now that we've set up this very like yes. this very like you know beautiful deck of cards, we're yes. gonna have a blast ripping it the fuck down. Exactly. You and know, in we're doing just gonna, so, we're just burn it down. In doing so, you will be forced to go like, okay, so why is Ma doing like? Wh- you know what I mean? Like, and how do I feel about her? Yeah. What do I think about? Where you her? spend the first hour going like, I don't totally understand these decisions. You spend the last half hour going like. I don't know if I necessarily understand them any better, but now I want to. Like, I really yeah, need yeah, yeah. to like figure out what is driving this like person. You know, mm. it's uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Hell yeah! Super now fun. I asked this question to everybody who's seen it because that's yeah. an, it's I an awesome it. movie. I feel, I feel dumb for missing it. All right, well, I'll, I'll ask this. Oh, you, you'll I'll, I'll like dude, it you'll love it. I think so you'll enjoy it. I just watched yeah. uh, Snowpiercer for like the first time. Fucking oh amazing. man, oh, isn't that great? I love. You never update your letterbox, dude. I need to. Yeah, he's about to quit letterbox. It's the last letterbox. Yeah, sure. Um, do you get the sense that there is a director's cut of that movie with more exploitation stuff missing? Sure. Because uh, yeah. there's certain threads in that movie that I felt were cast, and maybe they're just set for ambiguity, which I uh, can appreciate and enjoy, and I guess have to take it as. But I think there's something more with the lead kids having had like a single deceased parent. I think yeah. there's more about Ma integrating historically through generations of this town. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um I can see why you would need to cut that. But also in the trailer, there are like a couple like quick flashes of shots that didn't make it to the movie. And I, I'm just the movie I think the movie works because it is lean and mean. Yeah. But I want to see that director's cut. That's I am, what I'm I'm curious to say. too, because I do there's I, I sort of said that there's like some unintentional weirdness in this movie that I really appreciated by the end, but I do some of it I definitely think is the result of editing. Mm. And, and not necessarily like over editing or have it just like yeah, having just to correct figure it, it out it and stuff. There's definitely stuff that feels like I don't know why we're driving at this because eventually we don't really do anything with it anyway. Exactly. Like the stuff exactly. with her sister well is kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and very specifically, there was a scene where suddenly the main character had the earrings that she had lost in her ears. But then the next scene, she was still missing the. That was still the. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, still the still plot of the next scene that like she was that trying so to find much. the earrings. Yeah. So like, it was very clear to me that. The plot, there was some shuffling done of the plot of that movie. Probably I think. in service of the pace, which I think yes. Mon nails. It yes. has a great pace. Yes. It, it moves and it's what? Like, what is it? Like 90 minutes it, long? Yeah, on it's the tight. It's like 100 it's minutes. Just, yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's really tight. It's clean. Yeah. 
Jacob, give us your number nine. Do you guys remember how Amazing Spider-Man Two had all these things about Peter Parker's parents and like oh yeah, 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 yeah Spider-Man yeah. in the trailers? None of it's in the movie at all. Yeah, I love when that happens. Number nine, <laughs> or when glass. the helicopter was trapped between the twin towers <laughs> yes. and then nine eleven happened like that day. Oh sure, we got so we got to move it out. Yeah. Uh, number nine is Glass. Critics, oh, Glass. And, uh, movie I saw with you. Shyamalan. Yeah, Andy and I saw Glass Honorable together mention. with my girlfriend. Uh, in my Shyamalan's on his own fucking level. First of all, he's a hometown hero. He was Woo! probably at that explosion last night. Go birds. He was he probably was filming probably. it. I think they were. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. they were filming Glass too. <laughs> yeah. um, that movie's so fucking weird and subversive, subversive of what everybody expected and wanted from it. And yeah. you, it's not perfect. It's definitely got some issues. Like if I wrote it, it'd be different. But that's why I like it because <laughs> yeah. he fuck as a Dude, singular shaggy work of as art. fuck in the best way. It's a big <laughs> yeah. old wet dog that you yeah. just hug nonetheless. It's yeah. so yeah. good. Uh, he fucking he just really made like a out there weirdo movie with that because like. The scene near, we've all seen Glass, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. The scene near the end where Bruce Willis and uh, the Beast finally fight. You, I expected like a Marvel fight, like yes, yes. and it's just them grappling against a truck. It's so unlike anything. Yeah, else. And it's a, a lot of movie. like locked first person shots yeah, throughout yeah. that too. There's a lot of very intense close perspective in that movie, which yeah, is yeah. kind of interesting because yeah. superhero movies are never about like those close perspectives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I thought that was thing. kind of interesting. Yeah, because it's so all leading up to. I remember thinking like, okay, they're gonna square off here, yeah. and then they're going to that tower. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. my right. superhero yes. brain was like, take me to that tower. Did anything happen with the tower? No, nothing at all. It was totally a teased set piece right, that it subverted. Right. It was beautiful because I was at, at the end of the movie I was like, wait, they never made yeah, it to the tower. about that tower. And it's a good thing they did. I know. Okay. I, sp- I spent yeah. a lot of that movie going like, is Shyamalan about to make his die hard? Yeah, like, is yeah. that why he's setting this tower up? Like, I really thought that was like a thing Fuck he was you, doing. Fuck you, now I hate Glass because I, I want that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I think it could have been better but I, I like it the way it is. It's weird and it's, it's so unique. Good. It's unlike most movies that get made. He, uh, he self-financed it. He self-financed his past three movies because he doesn't fucking need Hollywood anymore. <laughs> I just like that he's he's doing his own weird shit. He's, he's got an Apple man. TV show coming out soon. Oh, does he? I, I love everything he's That's doing cool. right now. Yeah. Uh, that movie rules. Great Bruce Willis performance. He showed up for that one. He did. Oh, everybody showed up. Everyone. Yeah, everybody's good in that movie. I think Samuel Jackson doesn't talk for like the first hour. When he yeah. finally does, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that the, movie the a lot. Color work also, that the, is good too. Yeah, great it is. Because the first one, we were like, okay, they're doing a comic book thing. But yeah. We didn't really know what a comic oh, book. Oh, it looks, looks like. very comic booky and, and it's shot super well too. Specifically, not because it was the trick was there yeah. was a surprise yeah. sequel. So this was the first time that Shyamalan really was like, I can actually play with comic book visual sensibilities. Yeah. Even if I'm subverting plot and thematic elements. Yeah. Glass got very bad reviews. Obviously, in 20 fucking years, everyone's going to be like, why did he get trash when it comes out? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought he was unbreakable. Yeah, just, it's going to be like another thing that gets reevaluated by him. But yeah, what a weird, good, just, just unique movie. I love it. I love it. I'm glad yeah. that's on your list. Um, the yeah, part where Mr. It Unbreakable falls out of the wheelchair and Mr. breaks all his bones. <laughs> or Mr. Glass, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like, like Mr. Unbreakable. I like how he's so, yeah. he's so scary. And then it's like, oh, he is pretty easy to actually take care of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to call push. Mr. Glass, Mr. Unbreakable. <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm like when you call a giant guy tiny. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are one and the same, and that's what the movie's it's about. It's unbreakable yeah. over here. Why are you calling that? Because if the wind blows, he dies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I love Shyamalan being weird as fuck. We shouldn't try to rein him in. We should let him, oh, let him do get what he weirder wants. and do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Even his worst movies have things of value in them. For sure. Lady the hardcore Water's happening very interesting. Uh, the happening's silly as fuck. I can't like exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> he may have been backpedaling when he said, like, oh, we were trying to throw back to like Larry Cohen's eco-horror. I was like, don't care. Bought it. Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally in. Needed. Yeah. 
any any vessel through which you can get Mark Wahlberg panicked and reciting the scientific process or scientific method yeah, that as a way of centering himself yeah. during a time where it's way too urgent of a situation to recite such a long thing. I'm in. I love it. I love it. Dave, what's your number eight? Fuck, I'm sitting here talking over everybody. It's my goddamn turn. It's fine, do it. (laughs) Okay, so my number eight is a movie that I think only one other person in this room saw. It played at Spring Fest this year. It's called Wild Rose. Oh, I've not seen that. I want to see that. I have very very good reviews for it. It is so wonderful. Um, I'm excited for it. It's a a Scotland woman who has issues. Oh, yes, I've heard about this. uh, Just having a rough go of it, but she has the voice of an angel, and she loves country western. And there is a like small country western scene in Glasgow, and so she's doing very well there. And so it's her chasing this opportunity to become the next big thing. Mm. But unlike you know things like A Star Is Born that really go, oh man, she's doing it, she's doing it, and the fun comes from that. This the fun comes from the fact that it's very realistic. Like you know she's not necessarily going to get her shot, and as she's going through you know the motions of doing this you just start to really fall in love with this very flawed and complex character. And it all leads to a very arousing ending that is not untrue to the tone of the movie, but is like very fulfilling, very real. I, I fucking cried yeah. during the last thing. That was I, Andy and I held each other in the <laughs> Prince Music <laughs> Theater did. and cried. I And the the actress, I, I struggle to remember her Jessie name. Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley. First off, she's my wife. I lo- I'm in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, really she's in that yeah. movie Beast, which is on Shudder, which mm. I highly recommend. I oh, caught I it at the Ritz that. last yeah. year. Yeah. It's very good. And I didn't know they were the same person uh, up until like right when Wild Rose started. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's, That's cool. It's it's a really wonderful movie, and I don't know. It's, it's just a knockout. Everything I've heard good things rules. about it. Yeah. yeah, It's actually my number six, so oh, we can go ahead and do great. that now real quick. Um, yeah, I oh, very much agree sure. with you. Um, as as like, I, I just it's kind of like this year's Sing Street. I would say mm-hmm. like oh, so I still far. See that? Oh yeah. Well, I, I just sort of feel you like just double sold there. there that much. Well, it's just like a feel good movie about people who start pretty low, and their one dream is like doing something with music. They they you know maybe they want to be famous, but they just they just want people to see them. You know, mm-hmm. they just want to be recognized for their passions and their talent and. It is just, it's just so good. It's like so the, good. The music is great. It's just a really fun movie, and Jesse Buckley really sells it. But I think it's also, it's not like, it doesn't come across as twee, where everything's like so all. saccharine. It's very it's real. It's very real. There's times where I did not like her, where I was like, what the fuck are you doing, you idiot? And you know, right. she, she's being an asshole. But mm. like that's why she's such a good character, because you work through that with her. And you understand why she is where she is. And Yeah, you and, see, and it kind of questions the, the whole idea of like outlaw country, like, well, how many of these people who play outlaw country music in Nashville and have a big a big career for themselves? How many of that oh, have lived that life? The segment in Nashville is like uh, one of the that's most. That's one of the best of the year. Things. Yeah. So how many how many people who play this so called outlaw country have actually lived that life? Well, here's a woman who's literally an ex con, like she's literally out of prison and literally wanting to become an outlaw country star. Like she's living that life, and Can't of course, then when it actually comes down to trying to live that life. You know, it's definitely different than she thought it would be. And I, I mm. love the ending. It's it's a perfect balance between like living out your dreams and like making and like making a realistic choice for your life, mm. you know, and, and which, and which makes it all movie, the more heartwarming in the end. And it's another movie that fits into what I think is a big theme of this year is about identity and all the way from like what you're saying about her living the outlaw life. But also in terms of like a country western scene in Glasgow, Scotland. Yeah, like what the fuck? There's is a that? very interesting idea mm-hmm. there. That's an identity that people adopt is of that, of an identity from the 
Western United States mm, that mm-hmm. is in and of itself an adoption of a much different mm-hmm, lifestyle mm-hmm. than it than it thinks it is. Yeah. It, there's so many layers of that in there, and it's just I love yeah. it, man. That was, it's it, just such a wonderful movie. It's very it's just a real surprise. Like you'll go in. I didn't expect really anything from it, and I was really I was very much like totally sucked in. I expected fun. it to deliver exactly the movie that it that it subverted. Is awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Similar to a Star Wars born or completely no, very, no, I would say different. a lot more cool. down to earth. Yeah, much cool. much cool. more grounded. So yeah, good things about it. So my number eight is the Beach Bum. Oh, Sweet. that's Karin. one of my honorable mentions. Okay, um, I'm gonna get into it later. Yeah, sure, sure. Cool. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, yeah. So, so we we I'll I'll make it brief then. Feel good. Oh, no, go on. Um, so it's about Moon Dog, played by Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> who is basically like has married into this extremely rich family in, in the Miami. role he was born. His yeah, best to performance. Play. He should and win his second Oscar for Moon Dog. Is so good in this. He's movie. amazing. Um, and so it's only like the second Harmony Korine film I've seen. I saw like Spring Breakers like two days before I saw this, just to like catch up. Mm. And it seems it's very similar to Spring Breakers, and it's kind of like sort of like a nightmare like a it's like a fun nightmare about america basically yes um and like i i think i wrote like if spring breakers was like or i don't know maybe somebody said like on i don't know if this is my idea or somebody else's it's your idea but um it's like if spring breakers was like molly this is like some some other drug i don't know maybe acid (laughs) i feel like this is like candy flipping oh yeah no this is like this is like america with like you know all the holes in your brain from doing too much (laughs) and and it just it's a very absurd film um i i feel like i went in expecting to really like enjoy moondog and like him and have a good time with him but i think i generally found him like to be extremely disgusting he's a, <laughs> he's, he's a bad person <laughs> i mean and he has no self-awareness whatsoever he's, i would party with him though like, yeah he's a fucking I, of course person. everybody would yeah, yeah. but it's but yeah. it's sort of about it's just about like american excess and mm-hmm. like the super rich and basically about how like if you actually want to like live poor in america and enjoy yourself you have to be rich yes, yes. yeah, yeah, really yeah. Well like the only people who mission. can enjoy being poor in america are rich people yeah and that's yeah. exactly what moondog does he dude you just depressed the yeah. shit out of me yeah. that is a really yeah. fucked up sentiment like, and that is a hundred percent what that movie's saying <laughs> definitely oh yeah. my god yeah i'm gonna save it because it's later on in my list but that's that and spring breakers are the only two harmony Korean movies i genuinely like he's great okay, gummo, gummo disturbs the shit out of me gummo's crazy all his movies are good but those are the only two those are his most accessible yes they are yeah yeah and uh, I mean Snoop Dogg's in it. Great, uh, great. Jimmy, I Jimmy would Buffett's I would just pay to watch a, just a documentary about Matthew McConaughey, Jimmy Buffett, and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, what those out. days were like. I, uh, I would I watch an entire movie about Martin Lawrence's love for dolphins. <laughs> oh my God, Martin Lawrence! <laughs> like that is that's the day. hardest I've laughed in yeah. 25 years. That yeah. was like this, the song they're playing on the boat is like a real song Jimmy Buffett and Snoop Dogg recorded, and it's really good. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's on the soundtrack. It is. They're both completely on the yeah. same wavelength. And, yeah, and I agree with you. I mean, this is like an honorable entry for me, but I like really liked this movie, and that was like very specifically what I liked about it was it was like. On one, you get a very good feeling out of the movie because the movie is very entertaining and fun, and there is something very appealing about this carefree lifestyle. But the movie is so clearly about like, yeah, but there's only one kind of person that gets to enjoy this lifestyle yeah. in America. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? Dark and it's and yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and he literally. I mean, like, spoiler alert here, uh, but he literally, he's literally basically partially responsible for his wife dying in a drunk oh, yeah. driving accident. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all he can say about her is, is oh, she gave great fellatio. Yeah. Like, that is literally she the only such... nice thing he can say 
about his wife who up until she died i'm like oh he loves her deeply yes, yeah. but he does not grieve her one but tiny she bit she loves like, him so much she yeah. gave you a great fellatio yeah. Yeah. anyway part of now time to go to rehab <laughs> i think a very important interpretation is that he is spiraling from grief the entire movie and so i oh, read it i think he's yeah. I, I mean because i think he's like he's always crazy i think we're seeing him at him at his most crazy i just think that <laughs> I, he's I, I, I didn't see <laughs> i don't think the Maybe he is, but the I, movie I'm not saying it's there. Know that. That's just how I interpret it. I don't it. think the movie yeah. knows yeah. that. But Isla maybe. Fisher's awesome in it. Yes, yeah, she is. The she's one so thing good. that I like about her performance is like when she says she loves Moondog, I believe it. Believe it. Yeah. Like she loves she the does. fuck yeah. out of him, and that I think purchases a lot of his behavior for me because I'm like, th- there was something to love here. We just don't see it because he's he hasn't showered in it. Uh, I have. A, you know? I also <laughs> have a theory, real quick, that um. So Stephen Silver on Public uh, Film Critic is like this movie's about Trump, and I and I don't disagree with him. And the way that I think it's about Trump is that I feel like Moondog typing on the typewriter is like Donald Trump writing his tweets. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's my theory. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's nice. Are we running? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're what, running. What about on you, time. Jacob? Good? I just want to say before I do mine that this beer I'm drinking, Hemptails Citrus Gold, is disgusting. <laughs> it's not good. You shouldn't put hemp in beer. Doesn't work. Hemptails. <laughs> number Rangers. This is number eight, right? Yeah. Can I try it? I feel yeah. I always feel like a like a rebel whenever hemp gets involved in my, my life. Number eight, I crave it. My number eight is fast color. Uh, Ooh, you would all I love it. I've heard a lot I about really it. Really, really, really I haven't good. seen it yet. Oh, that's fucking it's disgusting. It's like a hundred and <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's like an hour and forty minutes. Reminds me of a, it's very similar to Midnight Special. I'm sure you guys remember. Oh that. well, then I'm sold. It's very I'm similar sold. to Man of Steel. Lots of like characters looking at the sky and grassy plains. Sold. Um, it's like it's it's the category of films that's like. Science fiction films that take place on a in farm, Kansas, yeah, like yeah. Looper. It's yeah, it oh. looks a lot like Looper too. Uh, it's got a, gr- it, you know, it's about a, it's about a girl's superpowers who's on the run from the law and she hides out with her daughter and her mother who also have similar powers, and like it stays very personal. It only hints at the bigger things, like it hints at these grand ideas about humanity and superpowers, which I love, but it keeps the the emotions grounded with the family. David Strathairn is fucking awesome. Oh, he's, he's good in everything. David Strathairn rocks. He's the man. Love uh, I don't. I think it's Gugu Mbatha-Raw. I don't want to mispronounce her name, Gugu, but she's, you got it. You, she's Gugu excellent in it. Yeah, Fast Color is so good. The last thirty minutes is what is like you know a a, a sci-fi finale to a movie as you've expected, but not like you've ever seen. It's still very just. It made me cry. It's very beautiful. It's a great, great movie. Very like uh, grounded and tiny. I loved it. It feels like an indie movie and it rocks. I loved it a lot. Sold. I really want to see it. it. I ran out of time because like, I had to watch a lot sure. of child's play to catch up. <laughs> uh-huh. and the, the, the title, uh, Fast Color, the ending of the movie is visually dazzling, like really cool shots. That's cool. Yeah, I loved it. Do you know the name of the filmmaker? Shodi. I look it up. Is she... It's a lady, right? Yeah, I can figure it out in five seconds. That's dope. Anyway, great movie. Like I said, David Strathairn could get it. Uh, David Strathairn is, my, is our dad. Her name's Julia Hart. Julia Hart directed. Did you just say David Strathairn can oh, I'd get fuck it? Him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd fuck him, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm in. Sexy Yo, dads. Yeah. He's Yo, good. good night and good Hot luck. dads. Good movie. So uh, my number eight is, uh, I guess, one of the caveats on my list. I, this movie gets listed as 2018, but I don't think it actually comes out in Philly until this Friday. Uh, so you can go see this this Friday at the Ritz. If you want to, it's called Diamantino. Diamantino. Uh, this was on my top I believe 10 it list. Was. Of, well, top 15 of last yes. year. Yeah, I, I wanted to see this for a long so time. I'm so glad you loved Diamantino. Yes. Diamantino's crazy. It's directed by Gabriel Abrantes and Daniel Schmidt. Uh, Daniel Schmidt, I should say. Uh, and it's, I, I don't even know how to describe this movie, really. I kind of don't want to because it's more fun to discover along the way. 
it is about a soccer star uh, who seems to have been raised for celebrity. Like, he seems to have been raised exclusively to play soccer as good as anyone can ever play soccer with no other knowledge of anything and ha- and does become a soccer star and is then coddled by celebrity to continue knowing absolutely nothing about the world. And then in one of the opening scenes of the movie, uh, while he's on his yacht enjoying <laughs> his rich lifestyle as a star soccer player, a refugee boat floats by his yacht and suddenly he's confronted with the outside world and how horrifying it is. And rather than continue to live in his coddled celebrity existence, although partially because of the circumstances, which he finds himself in, he dives headfirst into trying to figure out what do we do about refugees? How do I, Diamantino, soccer star, solve this problem in the world? It's, you know what though? I would say even even that declarativeness yes. is almost a mischaracterization because yes. he is so purely motivated yes. by good. Yes. The yes. celebrity means nothing to yes. him. He just needs to help the refugees. Yes. He, he he's so pure. He's a good he's person. So he's like a good person that dumb as a boot. Doesn't know anything. Yeah. He's, and ki- he's kinda like Forrest Gump in a way, you know. Ki- yeah. It's like Forrest Gump. Have you but seen no. this? Andy? It's Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we saw it, it for at over Philadelphia a year. Film Festival back in October, and yeah, and yeah I, I almost didn't it. see it. And then it was you and Ryan talking about the needle drop that occurs in it that yes. sold me. There's an and, incredible uh, needle drop. Yeah, <laughs> it's so fun and funny, and it's like really funny, and it's very bizarre. It's like it's absurd in a way. Dan, you and I have talked about this movie. We interviewed the director on the show. You I did? am a knife with legs. Not oh, Dan Montino. Yeah. <laughs> a movie called I am a knife with legs. Still be impressed. That'd yeah, be cool. Bennett Jones uh, rules. Yes, he's awesome, and it's. And it is similar to that movie, I think, in that it is the highest level of absurdity. It is like most decisions that are made in this movie have nothing to do with like metaphor or anything. Mm. There, it is just for the sake of absurdity. But because it is about our obsession with celebrity and the effectiveness of celebrities in and on the world and true world issues, like not just uh, uh, not just the refugee crisis, but like it's literally about the fact that like so many nations are becoming um, isolationist mm-hmm. uh, and how that's affecting sort of the global economy of not just like our money, but our sort of like spirit and goodwill for each other in the world. It's it's really fascinating the way it like very much made me think about the state of the world in ways that no other movie this year has, even though it is just a fucking totally it's absurd, bonkers. really funny bonkers like movie. Kind of like Ma in a way. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. It is. It, it, it is yet. A, there are a few, I would say, exploitation movies on my list this year, and this is one of them, I you think. You can see that as, as an exploitation yeah. film. I mean, there's... It's Danger Diabolic yes. by way of Zoolander. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, very Zoolander. And there's yeah. there's really... But also, there's no real movie that's really like it. No, either. I've, I've never yeah. seen anything like yeah, this. Yeah. It's totally strange and, and weird. It's and so funny. It's really funny. There's, there's an equal mix of like colorful, like Austin Powersy humor, yeah. As there is like just, just sandpaper dry deadpan. Yes, yep. And it is so his the reason why I love Diamantino as the character so much is that his deadpan most deadpan comes from like people looking at you like are you serious? Yeah. His deadpan comes from complete and utter cluelessness yep. fueled by pure good and love. Yeah. I've never seen it's amazing. Like it. It's amazing. His performance is like incredible. Incredible. Yeah. It's I so funny. I see it a lot uh, for like over you know, a year. You told me about it. Love it I'm Jacob. sure. Yeah. You told me about it when we saw Sicario too. I think you had just seen it and I was like, oh, yeah, it sounds yeah, great. Yeah. I've been looking forward to it. I think you would dig it, man. I'm so sorry about Sicario too. What a what a gross movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was a rough one. I told my friend like Sicario 2 is going to be good. They 
can make a nope. good sequel out of this. And she was like, no, no, no. And then I texted her. I was like, yeah, you were and right. And now Donald sense. Trump thinks that that <laughs> was yeah. a documentary. When, yeah. they, when they resisted the urge to make the S in Sicario a two, I knew we were, <laughs> we were fucking. Two I dumped that beer by the, down the sink, by the way. Disgusting. Yeah, that was really, it tasted like <laughs> like when you try to like burn the res out of a bowl. Yeah, it, it was like really shit. gnarly. You were like, I um, want to like this, but I just can't. The this one's is great. Better. You and I are playing by comedy yeah. rules, and it's like, it's so good. The people listening at home don't know that we have set a Minute timer yeah. for yeah. each slot. Yes. And so it's a struggle. I'm straight up lighting my friends right now. Like, gonna, stop talking about movies. Right, here we go. <laughs> my number seven is the movie that I thought was going to be the one that didn't come out this Ooh, year, okay. but did come out this okay. year. I don't know if anyone saw it, but if you haven't seen one cut of The Dead, oh, I haven't you yet. love yeah, movies, you're alone on you should one. go see it. Jill and I watched that great movie. Was it when? fantastic? It was Damn great. It. It's, it's I, online. So pissed. I found it on the sidewalk. Another reason why it's why why I feel bad about it is because I watched it when it was on Amazon Prime. And it actually was not officially yeah. on Amazon Prime. So yeah, like I feel very badly about it and I want to spend money well, on it. But first, I just want to talk it up because it's like, I don't want to say too much because you should go in completely blind. Yeah. I kind of know the premise, but I, I've heard great things. Com- I mean, even yeah. if you don't go in completely yeah. blind, it's still like, but it's a very viewer uh, in- integrative experience. Yeah. And so it is a comment on found footage, but at the same time, it is. It's using found footage to, uh, it's kind of a love letter to movies. It, yeah. it really is. And it, it speaks to the collaborative nature of movies, as well as like the absolute madness that a movie requires in order to even just get it completed. Yeah. And this is a movie that does that over the course of a very prolonged stunt that is filled with just beautiful genre references and all of the genre stuff that we love of a zombie attack. Yeah. But is about... Like, it really is about family and about family in terms of this is what it should be when a team works together. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. have a common goal, you can get anything done. And it's going to be a fight, it's going to be rough, but you're going to do it. And. You know, in a world where I think we need to start dissolving the the auteur theory from a lot of filmmaking because it's so goddamn collaborative. Yeah, this being a love letter to just like crew rules. Oh, like I like a that. Really fun movie to make. I'm yeah. Sure, oh like, yeah. Right? But and so I hard like how, too. It's, it's very so hard. impressive. Yeah. Uh, it gets the premise rolling in the first like ten minutes. Like it wastes no fucking time at all. And then it changes the premise twenty minutes after <laughs> yeah. that. And even though um, it's I've been watching a lot of foreign films. Like obviously. I'm a dumb American. I can only speak the one language, but uh, <laughs> they're they're less intimidating intimidating to me now. Like you know, if it's yeah. good, I can fucking look at my. I can pay attention for this one. Feels like that one was very easy to pay attention to and fun. It's similar to Edgar Wright, in a lot of ways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Totally. We just had a crazy <laughs> knock at the door. So you know, we're I'll just all gonna get murdered. <laughs> yeah, there was Murder a knock house. at the door. Um, but no, one cut of the dead is is really really cool. It's a uh, stunt movie that rules. Sorry, Garrett's fielding we're, a, we're a making, front yeah, door yeah, thing now. Seeing who's at the door. Who we should ask well, them what their favorite movies are? Yeah, let's ask them. <laughs> one of the cut, one cut of the dead is very good. Uh, I like anything that's like uh, 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 so many good movies come from other countries. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I used to just discount so many other movies that because they're in another language. From? I think is it's Korea. It's the Philippines. Okay, I believe it's a Filipino film. Unless I'm wrong. One cut of the dead. This is. Shinichiro Ueda is the name of the filmmaker. Interesting. And I hope I nailed that. It's Japanese. Ah, Japanese. I was wrong. I take it back. Are we good or we in I, Yeah, I feel terrible. I have to like like apologize on the air to my neighbor who I just told I can't come help with the mouse she's terrified of that she found on her floor. Oh, no. Because oh, no. we're wow. right in the middle of this. Dude, I mean, can we pause it and do it? Take a break. Yeah, I'll go do it. I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I can, I can go take care <laughs> of it. Right, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back. So, 
a final thought on One Cut of the Dead is you should really just read nothing and go watch it. If you love movies, I think it like loves you. So watch it. Let's, Check let's it out. Let's be good Those neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go be good neighbors. So we <laughs> fucked them up. That's better, though, because every time I find a dead mouse... Well, I, I never find a dead mouse in my house. It's all it's on a glue trap, so it's yeah. like... I always find dying. a dead mouse on Spotify. Um, <laughs> I thought it was Dead Mouse 5. Jacob really appreciated that. Timing oh. beats material every time. Law of comedy. You can, you can attest to this. There you go. Material no, is shit if you yep. don't have timing. Yep. And timing can be everything even if you don't have material. Yeah. It is a fact. That is a goddamn fact. Perfect. Proof positive right there. I made a goddamn Dead Mouse pun that was lazy and uninspired. It wasn't good. And, and you're dying. It was <laughs> Anyway, tell your dead mouse. <laughs> no, no, I think that's it. I think I'm done. I think I'm moving on. That's perfect. Good, good. good. Well, I appreciate well, that, actually, gentlemen. Andy, Thank it's you. your turn because yes, I just seven. did my seven, so it's One your seven. One cut of the dead. My number seven is uh, Knock Down the House, which oh. is a documentary on Netflix, also <sighs> seen at Philadelphia Film Festival. I skipped Fest. that for the stupid noodle bitch movie. You, st- you skipped oh. that for Pasta Bitch. Fuck that movie. Yeah, fuck Pasta Bitch. We'll get to that later. Uh, we'll no, we or, won't. No, wait. We no. will not. Let's just go. Okay, fuck so that movie. Me and Dan went to the... Philadelphia Film Society's Philadelphia Spring Fest, which was really awesome. It's a weekend of movies that basically played at Sundance and other. It's like you know all the indie stuff that comes out. In the I spring saw a great movie summer. there with you guys. And yes, yeah, you were there with us, my friend. And so one of the movies that we saw, <laughs> uh, that me and Dan saw, was a documentary about this um, pasta chef named Evan Funky, and the movie is Ooh. called Funky. And it's really, it's a truly horrible movie about a truly about horrible a, about person. About an ass I already hate hole. the two details I know about yeah. it. I mean, funky. I mean, we, <laughs> and the movie's called funky. me and Dan, I've like, never we seen food, a documentary but, yeah. purposefully miss the point of its own documentary. <laughs> like, there was a thread that opened up that was so compelling, yeah. and instead it was just about, like, how this guy's good at noodles. So, <laughs> and, and he was a fucking asshole. He wasn't even, like, a good subject. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fuck you, you farfolly bitch. Yeah. <laughs> fucking asshole. It's a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> and at the end, I just lean over to Dan. I was like, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in a movie theater. Anyway, so. Um, <laughs> but I, I saw that and chose to skip yes, the movie that you're exactly. lauding so that I could go get lunch. And I should have exactly. skipped Noodle Bitch. And you should have known that you don't movie. eat lunch at 7 p.m., Dan. That was your first Wasn't mistake. it 7 p.m.? Yeah. Well, it's just, <laughs> dude, but I was doing all day festival. Yeah, lunch is what you make it. Lunch, <laughs> yes. if lunch you really, is beer and popcorn. Lunch is whatever yep. you dream it. I Man. believe lunch that day was when you taught me that you can get quesadillas at Chipotle for cheaper. Yes, <laughs> my friend. One time uh, at a film festival, Dan just bought a can of SpaghettiOs and opened them up and ate them in the movie theater. The only thing nearby, within walking distance for the time between movies, was a CVS. Yep. And so the only thing that resembled food for when I was a vegetarian at the time yeah. was SpaghettiOs. <laughs> and, a can. and they were fucking good. And then I watched some that fucking gnarly zombie Dan. shit. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Dan That's had a homeless the, yeah. meal at the film festival that we were at. <laughs> I mean, you are like, kind of homeless. Garrett's when you're got at like a sandwich festival. and shit and yeah. all this stuff. I remember I was eating that and like a thing of salmon jerky yeah. I found. <laughs> it was yeah. fucking so I mean, it, fucking not awful. like my sandwich was good. It was like a terrible dry but it was sandwich. Food. But it was food. <laughs> like it's, it's it didn't more come from a can. Food. It didn't come from a can I couldn't heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's one of those foods that like my mom never bought for me growing up. Because she knew it was trash food. Oh, and yeah. I was like, Mom, I want SpaghettiOs. Oh, why yeah. don't you get me Chef Boyardee? You know why they're why don't you get me Lunchables? Come on. <laughs> it's fun. And, and then finally one day she actually like, okay, fine. Like, yeah. you want SpaghettiOs? Here's some SpaghettiOs. And she bought me a can. And I was like, 
this is disgusting. <laughs> like, as a nine-year-old, I was like, this is terrible. Please. Even if it was shaped like Ninja Turtles? Because that's how they got me. I, I don't Something know. Something about anyway. eating the Ninja Turtles I, made me I, I, I don't know how we're talking about SpaghettiOs now. Oh, we're yeah. talking about a documentary. Yes, Because please. fuck the noodle bitch yeah. and fuck SpaghettiOs. All right, so knock down the house. You saw it, Jacob? Yeah, it's great. All right, so it's a documentary about... Um, it was filmed, like, in 2017 and 2018 about five women who were running for uh, first time uh, against incumbent representatives in the uh, 2018 midterm elections. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all running as Democrats, all running against incumbent male representatives, mm-hmm. and all are pretty progressive and all driven to run because, like, you know, all first-time everything politicians, sucks. all driven to run because everything sucks. Yeah. Um, one of them, then this is the great pull of the movie, is one of them is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, right. who they started following before she got really famous, when she was just yep. like a bartender. Before she became conservative's yeah. number one enemy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Before, before she, she became, became an acronym. Yes. Yeah. 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 AOC? Before she became AOC, um, back when she was literally just a bar back in in like a taqueria in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And you you literally see her just like filling up the ice bucket. And yeah. that's just like, they're like, okay, we're, we, you know, we're following you. We're, you're one of the people that we've picked. Yeah. And so, so it's one of those incredible documentaries where, kind of like Wiener, if you guys saw oh, that. Oh, yeah, Wiener was ago, phenomenal. Where you're like, oh wow, you're actually capturing sort of like history unfolding. Tons of access. And, and it does the really opposite cool. of what Noodle exactly. Bitch does. Well, well, it's a posi- It's kind of like Wiener, but it's a obviously a very positive, yeah. optimistic <laughs> yeah. version of that. Wiener turned and out real rather well, than well, <laughs> rather than capturing the downfall of somebody, some you're impulse control the rise issues of somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just it, it's very so. Knocked on the house. It, it's one of those. It, it's very inspiring. It's way more than just like a puff piece for these candidates. It's definitely about like this moment in history. And it also definitely make you like kind of hate uh, incumbent Democrats. And it's currently on <laughs> Netflix, correct? On Netflix. I, I have point. to catch up so I can purge that good. fucking ravioli asshole. You'll, ne- you'll never think about pasta bitch again. Uh, I don't know about that. I've heard this movie's very good. Yeah, but I just, I just really do love it. And um, very pitch. touching. I cried a few times yeah. while watching it just because right these women's stories are, are really really poignant yeah um, and, i used and, to be a yeah, barback really and now I'm, I'm an office drone and she's a fucking <laughs> she has a she check mark on twitter yeah. there you go good pick, man i hadn't thought of that one yeah why well, it stuck with me and, and and then um a few weeks later it came out on netflix and and my fiance she was started watching it and i watched most of it again with her it's, it's yeah. just that good what can about I, you can, wait i need to i need to soap bo- i need to drunkenly soapbox for half a second yeah whether you love her or dislike AOC, I think something very important about her is that whether you agree or disagree with her policies, it is 100% very, very clear that what she is espousing comes from a place of actually wanting to help. Yeah. Yeah. And I think politically, that's what we should be chasing. Yes. So, yeah. You'll, 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 you'll like, I don't think there's any way to watch this movie and not like her a whole lot more, yeah. personally. And like you said about Unless you're an asshole. I do like her. When they released that video of her dancing, everyone yeah. was like, this will sink her. I was like, I love her 10 times yeah. more yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is so cool. She, there's like, very few actually good politicians in in America. That movie, I think they're she's all good. Truly altruistic. Good people, yeah. And and the sad thing too, I mean, not not sad necessarily, but but you know, the TV it's five women, and let's just most of them don't succeed, right? Mm-hmm. But it's about like, but all of them have a really good fucking reason to run, and mm-hmm. all of them are personally mm-hmm. driven, yeah, and really have a personal stake That's in cool. politics. Maybe they'll have so another cool. go of it with Let's extra so. press from from Let's hope so, my friend. I don't have a lot to say about this one. I'll keep it short. That's perfect. I'm almost <laughs> obligated. I thought I was like, should I put it on here? Fucking Avengers Endgame. Like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Did you put I'll it on your list? list? Yeah, it's, number it's seven? my number seven. I, like I put it. It's on my list too. I'll remember the d- the day I got. I had off from work that day. I got up. I got 
you know, I did some stuff to enjoy the to a movie enhancers, and then I biked to the theater. <laughs> it was raining. I'll remember this day. For You're the talking rest about of my life. crack cocaine. <laughs> yes. Okay, Correct. just yeah. making sure we're steroids, on the same page. crack cocaine, yeah. Yeah. All, all the good shit. <laughs> An entire ports. Uh, I'll just remember Richard watching Rico. this movie for a long time. I'll, it's fu- it's probably my favorite Marvel movie now, except for like That's Winter good. Soldier, which will always be. My number one of the earlier phases. It's definitely my favorite Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. I'm as tired as the MCU as everybody. Like you know, I'm very. I get very burnt out on them pretty quick. More so. I used like three or four years ago. I loved it. I was all in on it. Now I'm like, oh man, this thing's gonna. It's just a lot. Keep mm-hmm. trudging along forever. It's a lot to deal with. Endgame's really fucking good. It they had it to a lot. stick some sort of landing. Yeah, and I think it serves. I that. think yeah, they did well. the whole the the way it's plotted out. Like all the time travel stuff. But it takes place like. It, in the movie, you know, they disappear and come back a minute later. And but in the movie, that's like an hour of screen time where yeah, the shit yeah. happens. I love the the victory lap of sorts it takes through the past Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. The best scene in the movie is Thor talking to his mom. Yes, it's oh, amazing. Rene Russo. I did, yeah, Rene Russo because they they wasted her in Dark World. They were like, let's <laughs> yeah, bring not, back not Anthony and Joe Russo's mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Could be. laughs> Uh, it, yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It pays out like a fucking slot machine to quote yep. Griffin Newman. <laughs> the ending, like the, the the final battle is fucking tremendous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole cap standing up against Thanos by yep. himself thing. Yep. That fucking kicks ass. Him holding Thor's hammer is literally 10 years in the making yep. for a, a five minute moment that everybody in the theater went it crazy rules. for. Yeah. Uh, the part Peppers where... in a suit. Peppers <laughs> in a suit. Yeah. 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 I never, I, I never thought I'd be like, oh fuck, Gwyneth Paltrow kicking ass in a movie because yeah. she's weird as shit. Um, it's, it's just really good. I think it, they really fucking nailed it. I, there's stuff I don't like about it. They threw one too many women off a cliff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the cliff fucking killed more Avengers than Thanos did. I don't like some of the, the That's stuff. That's a very with, funny way to say <laughs> yeah, that. It, really, it really, never occurred that to me. Cliff that cliff has a high KD. Thanos is not actually very good. Yeah, Thanos didn't do a great job. Yeah, Thanos is kind of a purple. Bitch. Cap's ending at the very end. I don't like Anthony Mackie. He's not going to be a, char- a good Captain America. He's really? Gonna, he's oh a jerk in real life. God. From what I've heard, allegedly. Okay. <laughs> not he a very compelling actor, at Chili's once. I was not there, but I worked there at the time, and the woman who served him said that he was there with his wife and child, and they were polite and quiet. Look, maybe he's a saint. I don't know. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I just as a counterpoint. That mo- that movie. I'm not know, a Libra, I, but the Libra. <laughs> <in> sure. <me>. <laughs> I almost didn't put it on here, but I really think it earned its fucking spot. That last yeah. hour is yeah. fucking great. It really All is. All the performances are great. Downey Jr. is un- undeniably excellent. In they it. finally made a character piece. Like for all the yeah. whining I yeah. do about Marvel movies, they finally gave me the yeah. movie that I'm always whining for. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, I yeah, it's like I definitely applaud that. That, that movie was very like good. Like I said, there's bad parts. The whole Women saving the day, like the part where the movie's like, look how many women are oh, in this yeah, movie. Yeah. Can you believe it? That part's what horrible. a bittersweet. <laughs> I agree. Because yeah. you're like, you're like, finally, and then you're like, wait, I can't say finally unless we're a decade yeah. deep. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's, yeah. It's like very, okay, yeah. you got to, yeah, you should have more than five. And women that in feels, your movie, I know, and that also movie, feels yeah. like Disney going feminism, yeah. cha-ching, oh, it's, like oh, just yeah. like it's cashing. Oh, in there's on nothing like more for sure. But from what I understand, like. I, I mean, nobody didn't love that part, though, right? Like, I, yeah, I know, like, I know. Like, we all it's knew so that cool. they were It's thrilling to, to have, us, you know, and, and, and it's we thrilling all to have, loved And it. I would never want to take it away from anybody, but also an enormous corporation that's going to own your life within five years yeah. is well, just cashing well, in on woke. Like is, is it bad that when around. that happened, my, yeah. my only thought was still just, Pepper's in a suit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. loves Pepper Potts! Her suit looks really fucking cool. It's so cool. Uh, yeah, that that's fucking my favorite rescue. Avengers movie. I think they really fucking knocked it out of the park because I've always just like the magic of the first Avengers is something I was waiting for them to top. Yeah, I that's think they true. Did I think they they found that magic. I yeah. think they really did. Infinity War fucking sucks in comparison to Endgame. Yeah. Infinity <laughs> War is like a is a not I even agree. a half a movie. It's like a quarter. You want to hear my yeah, my true. Avengers Please. rankings? Please. Is Endgame is number one. 
Ultron is number Ultron's two. Ultron's good. I Ultron's fucking good. And then the original is number three, and Infinity War is four. But Infinity War sucks ass. I think I might agree with your your ranking there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, I could talk about it a lot, uh, but we've all fucking seen it. Yeah. It's a it's a good movie. Uh, Chris Evans fucking kick. He, they gave him plenty to do, which yep. they didn't in yep. Infinity War. Very good movie. Cl- yep. Cliff bad. Movie good. <laughs> <laughs> and also Cliff, as in the fucking guy who didn't die. Yeah, yeah. So oh, double yeah, entendre. Yeah. There's one <laughs> double Cliff in there that I think is delightful. And I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, uh, Mark Ruffalo is the is everybody. Dude. Mark oh, Ruffalo. That was important movie. to me Mark because Ruffalo's I really thought they miffed him for the I, last few, I, and yeah. he was yeah. back. He he fucking showed up to play in that one. Anyway, I'm done. Yeah, move on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm so it. happy that's there. I, I have very little to say about this movie. I just re- I like this movie way more than I thought I would, and I can't stop thinking about it. And I can't wait to watch Alita Battle Angel again. Oh fuck you! But Tori is really pissed. Tori hates Alita Battle Angel, and and like. Like for all all the smart reasons you could hate that movie, uh, but man, did I just I had so much fun watching Alita. I'm with you. It, it She's just got the face of an angel and a body built for battle, baby. Yeah, dude. It's like, <laughs> oh my god. It's like it's all the stuff I like. It's like a total fucking like dumb She's B brilliant. movie that was clearly written 20 years ago. That's the thing I actually kind of like about it. Like the yeah. reason this movie works for me is because the, it was clearly written 20 years ago, yeah. and they definitely didn't fucking touch it. Yeah. They they literally just made. It's a 20 year old movie yeah. now. It, you know Cameron what I mean? Was like, I we can't that's make why it works, yet. though, because it, it doesn't go into formula. Like, that's a movie that I knew was going to go to blockbuster formula. And even though like it had some dated, uh, just like dated moralistic Tons coding, of, yeah. I, I was. It's just a blast. You know what it is? It's a, we are we are in a period of making a lot of movies that are that want to make you feel like you're watching a movie from 20 years ago. Sure. Yeah, 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 right. Like we're capitalizing we on yeah, that, and, and this this shit. just is a movie from 20 years ago. Yeah, just made shiny for now. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just I really enjoyed it. it. It's not great. It just is a really fun it's B fun. movie. I'm with that you. has amazing filmmaking. The the effects Show me in that it world are in unbelievable. A yeah, yep. I, yeah. That world is so compelling. Yes. Oh, yeah. it's Star Wars. It's Indiana. It's fucking Casablanca. It says like this great. It really has. Like a yeah. Casablanca feel to yeah. the downtown yeah. area. Yes, the, the, that world rules. The, the villain is an entirely CGI character that you can tell is CGI because he's made of fucking metal yeah. that has a human face and otherwise is totally made of metal. And it is a real human face. I have I've never seen anything like it. It is like there should be floating no. head. It, there should be floating head, and there's none. none. I want to like, see. It's remarkable. It's the most photo real CGI I've seen since like District Nine. Y- yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's really I, I liked a lot about that movie, and it's just a fucking blast. I, you know, Did I'm I would with love you. to watch yeah. any and all available behind the scenes footage of that movie just for like how <laughs> how do you shoot a fight scene where like it's it's that movie like in Marvel movies. You know, I I know a lot about filmmaking. If you told me to direct. Something that had the slightest bit of CGI, I'd be like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Yeah, how yeah, do you, yeah. How do you put something to camera that's like, so do you done? Want to in just post? tell you what to make yeah. in the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That? that movie, like they, you, James Cameron wrote that shit or got the rights or whatever, yep. like twin, fifteen years ago, and he was like, yeah. we can't make this yet. The technology's not good enough. Yeah. And then he was like, it's good enough. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> it looks yeah. fucking great. It's yeah. a gorgeous movie. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's a movie made like it's like you're watching a computer game. It, it's like you're watching a like one of those like play alongs or whatever. It made yeah. me want to play video games, and it's just brilliant. Also, shout out to Rosa Salazar our hometown hero and she's she really so good in silver this spring movie, maryland man. baby she's from my hometown cool. she's <laughs> she starts, really good she in this starts movie popping up in like yeah. the later uh maze runners movies that are dumb that i have a fondness for and i have yeah. like such a big crush on her so tell her she i rules. said that well i i don't know her but I, I but we do have like a, when you're hanging out with her andy <laughs> <laughs> tell her that i am in love with her we do have completely uh, superficial from back before she got really famous i i did when when she first started showing up and stuff I, I did see I did uh, not stalk her, but I did look up her Facebook 
creep. she was from Silver Spring. We have like <laughs> creep. Anyway, we, we do have like ten mutual friends. So, oh, there we go. Can I say one thing about Avengers Endgame that I forgot about? Yes, yes. please. Okay, so in the first movie at the Battle of New York, the big space worms were yes. so hard to take down. Yes, there's like a whole Hulk and Thor have to team up to take one down, and then in uh, Endgame, a Giant Man just fucking decks one in the face. <laughs> Wait, who? who? A, a giant oh, Man, giant, Paul oh, Rudd yeah, is yeah, Giant yeah, Man. Yeah. At that moment in the theater, the guy next to me who hadn't made a sound fucking blew up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, nice. he was having a blast. That's a badass <laughs> moment. It is such a rousing. Yeah, I movie. think I cheered on that part. Like, I like that that movie made me involuntarily clap like a seal. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, I couldn't control it. That's Disney's ultimate goal: is yeah. to just everybody. Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. All right, let's do our number sixes. <laughs> I just want to say the the scene where they're going up to the floating city yes. in Alita, and there's like the security <laughs> razors going yeah, down the rope. Awesome. I think about that all the time. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I love that. Well, do you think there's gonna be a two? I Maybe it's like right don't. there at that I monetary amount so. where yeah. if if it, I think it depends on avatars. If J, if avatars make tons of money, James Cameron can make like he can just make. I decree. Yeah. Is that what two. the sequel to Avatar is going to be called? Avatars. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Trick should be Avatar <laughs> Battle Angels. Avatar is dollar sign. Avatar three. <laughs> Avatar Resurrection. Yeah. Avatarethius. I don't know. Um, okay, number six is you knew he was going to make it on this list. I've been I've been enamored with this filmmaker, but uh, dragged across concrete. I oh, never mind. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, this this is another honorable mention for me. This is honorable a tough cut. I thought about putting it on here. one that I, I considered cutting because it's one that didn't necessarily stick with me. Right. But it's one that when I force myself to think about it, I go, oh, man. Like, that it's so like, good. It's like heat, man. It's so good. Like, it is just a slow I think about the ending a lot. Super yeah, dense yeah. movie awesome. filled with these, like, amazing performances from actors that, that I, I want to like and that have issues. <laughs> they and make it hard. Yeah. But, but the thing is, like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a forgiver when it comes to this kind of stuff. I've, I've known a lot of alcoholics. Yeah. So I'll just say that's where I come from. Yeah. And, um, but it's... Regardless of that, this is one of those movies where I just, I just cannot even fathom what it took to pump out this script. Yeah, and uh, Zoller is constantly pumping out these dense, uh, poetically written, like really good prose scripts. Yep, and then is able to direct them and do all the. It's amazing the workload that he's, he's doing of such un- a high quality, unmistakable style. Like unmistakable you know, you know style it's him from the moment it starts. I think yeah. that's actually probably my my best entry point for it is that I don't know of any other filmmakers working like him. I agree. And you could say yeah. that there's certain elements of his work that's derivative of things like he, Michael Mann, that. yeah. But yeah. I, I, it's hard to even call him derivative because he's he's massaged it into this thing that is wholly his own, and it's so just my goddamn brand. He's and it makes me happy to see Riggs chewing some scenery again. <laughs> yeah. what, whatever that means yeah. to you beyond Look, that, you can have it, yeah. and and I am not going to fight you on it because the dude was a monster at one point. I, yeah. But I think that that he's very entertaining in that movie. He's, he's really great, good man. in his. His but voice sounds Tory great Kittles, too. Yes, that is like yeah, one, a great that's performance. performance you're right, you're like right. of just, and that's someone that I had never heard of. It's funny because at the time I was like, he looks exactly like Jesse Smollett, and he's gonna like oh. just be that. He's gonna ride that recognizability <laughs> wave just from that. It's like this guy's good. Um, his, his performance he's is excellent. so the good. Last scene in the movie has stuck with me a it lot is. because yeah. of his performance. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it really comes down to that is a movie that is the biggest hurdle for me was my god it has to be this fucking long and it breezed by oh yeah despite yeah, yeah. being purposefully turgidly paced I, I don't even know how to describe it it's it, movie rules it's you, a lot like uh, that Nicholas Winding Refn show Too Old to Die Young I, w- like I would like glacially to glacially paced bad people doing bad stuff and it just works it moves uh, what's his name uh, 
I'm going to call him Black Dynamite. Michael J. White. Oh, Michael J. White's great. Yeah. And, and he's great. Yeah. He's great. But the one thing I love about Zoller's movies is that nobody and nothing is sacred. Yeah. He will introduce a character that you go, oh, I recognize that character, and then cruelly murder them <laughs> right in front of you. later. Yeah. yeah. Solely yeah. for the Ooh. reason Ooh. of just raising Crushing. the stakes yep. to be that much more fucked up. And I, I think that's a window that's becoming harder to fill, and, and he regularly fills it in ways that are impactful for he, me. That movie rules. You'll yeah. like this, Dan. He, he like, where there are a lot of filmmakers that are adapting pulp novels, he's just making pulp making novels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as movies. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. The, he, uh, he's the great. final big set piece of The Warehouse or whatever is so tactile, and, like, yeah. and everything leads to another thing. It's it's really well done. It's real really good. intense, too. It, like, it's really intense. intense. It's not as, like, sc- scarred into my mind as Brawl and Cell Block 90. Yeah, I like that one I think yeah. But better. it's still really good. It, like, is. it, it still really fits in his. I do whole feel like this is him softening his edges a little bit in terms of craft. Yeah. Because whereas it was much more exploitative for Bone Tomahawk and Brawl and Sub 99, this is more textured like a heat. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. got softer edges, but it's still clinical. Yeah. I really appreciate yeah. watching him grow, uh, even though you almost have to have a complicated relationship with all of his work. Yeah. But I, I'm welcome. I'm open to that. So, yeah, yeah. I'm weird one. It. I'm curious what he's going to keep doing. Agreed. So my number six, uh, that's what we're on, right? Yep. Is uh, I already said it, Wild Rose. Um, oh, yeah, right. I won't, I won't add too much to it except to say that, like I said, once again, it's this year's Sing Street. So if you want a really feel-good movie about music and dreams, watch this one. Oh, I like that. What's your number six, Jacob? My number six is High Flying Bird. Oh, I haven't watched this yet. I no keep one's seen it. it. I really it. want to. I've, I've seen it, and I bet Dan has, like too. Um uh, why don't you tell? Why sure, you about I love for one. I love <laughs> Soderbergh and basketball. Two of my favorite things. Like Soderbergh <laughs> okay, is one of my favorite directors. He's retired and is now uh, unretired. He's not retired. Does it, I mean, did you watch the Nick? No, the never, Nick, never Nick trust was, someone that yeah. says they're retiring. The Nick was anybody that announces excellent. their retirement yeah. is wrong. Daniel Day Lewis will be back. We need him. Yeah, back. yeah. Uh, Soderbergh is just so fucking good right now. Like, like Haywire side effects and I need to see um, Haywire. Haywire kicks ass. It's yeah, just Gina I think Rana I would like it a lot. Bleeding men for an hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love every Soderbergh movie. Guy's got no bad. He's got some better than others. His, like Ocean's Eleven is a fucking masterpiece. I ten out of ten love that movie. Uh-huh. Uh, Ocean's Twelve is even better for uh, for the, the scene we've discussed so many times that breaks reality. I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> uh, wow. High flying bird. So I, so it's about the NBA lockout in 2011. Yeah. Andre Holland, who's a great actor from The Leftovers, whole movies. It's just like a wait serious point. He's not. No, he's not in that movie. Andre Holland. No, he's not. He's not in the sure Leftovers. No, no, he's in the leftovers. No. Leftovers he's the neighbor. Is the movie. What I miss? No, that's another. Guy. Someone please IMDb uh, Andre Holland. It, for it's me. another guy. I promise you. Uh, no, he's you, from you Moonlight. Might be right. He's from Moonlight. No, the the. the you're right. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. Isn't Andre Holland Holland no, he's in Flying not. Bird? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Who right. am I thinking of? That's the neighbor. I in forget leftovers. the guy's name, but it's another guy. I thought that was that was it's Andre Holland. Uh, it's about the NBA lockout. So the whole movie is professional porn. People being really fucking good at their jobs what and talking fast talking high flying bird. bird. Oh, I haven't seen this. Zazie, yet. Zazie, Zazie Beats bird. is excellent in it. She's great in everything. The whole cast is great, and it's also it's also about fucking class and capitalism. It's about how the NBA owners exploit the athleticism of mostly black men, mm, so they can mm-hmm. make tons and tons of money off of people working way harder than them. And it, uh, I think the catchphrase for the movie is like the game on top of the game. The whole movie yep. is the manager guy trying to fucking wheel and deal and make shit happen 
Great movie. The, really name, good. the name of the guy you're thinking of is Kevin Carroll. Jesus fucking Christ. Never. They're two different guys. I'm, fam- two, I'm, I'm, a sh- I'm gone. I yeah, gotta yeah. go. No, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed but, for myself. No, I do I do like that. Um, I thought that was the guy from The Leftovers. Nah, yeah. who, who was a great performer. Oh, yeah. Both great performers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 I love that this cast. Good. It rules. It's yeah. definitely the best. I Well, I mean, Tangerine is great, but it's definitely a really good iPhone movie. Oh, yeah. Yes. Also shot in an iPhone. It looks great. Incredible. Yeah. It's not a detriment to the movie at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's just people being really fucking good at their jobs which is a, it's like that's why uh, I like Chernobyl so much is yeah, people yeah. like Dude, I'm doing the task I'm watching that tomorrow. It's what's good about his heist movies. Yes. Yes. It's yeah. just watching everybody's you're watching good. masters uh, do their That crap, movie yeah. has a has a bit yes. that I love where his manager gives him an envelope and says don't open this until you really really need it. The huh. whole movie uh, he, he's holding it he almost opens it and his, at the end his girlfriend opens it and you yeah. find out what it is I won't say it's like yeah. a fucking stunning beat to end on it's oh that's really, cool. Really cool I like that movie. great movie Wanda Soderbergh <laughs> I hope, it, I hope it's Rosebud <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Soderbergh just can't do anything wrong whatever someone should give him like, like two million see Unsane whatever he wants yes great Great, great movie. Loved it. I really also want to see it. Surprisingly good performance yeah. from uh, Jay Farrow. Yeah. Really showed up. No, in interesting. I, he's, I don't he's, want to say surprisingly good. I don't dislike him, but I just didn't know him I to understand. be an actor. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Logan Lucky, too. Fucking great. Like, yeah. he's on Logan Lucky's fun. He's been on a hot streak You would like Logan Lucky, years. I think. I bet I would. Yeah. 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 Uh, my number six uh, is a Netflix movie that I just was surprised like how much I liked it. I really loved The Perfection. I knew you were going to say that. Have you guys seen The Perfection? I have, yeah. It's good I watched about 30 minutes of it and I quit. I did not like it. I'm surprised that you quit at 30 minutes. Well, so here, but here's what I'll say, Jacob. I wanted to play video games instead. Here's what I'll say, though. The the thing that is, one of the things that is so good about this movie that I liked a lot is every 30 minutes, it's an entirely different movie than the one you were watching 30 minutes ago. So like, even if you were getting like exhausted, because I honestly, I kind of hear you. The opening 30 minutes gets exhausting at a certain point. There's like a point where it's like, I get what's happening. Like, we don't need to keep going down this path because I know what path we're going down. Right. But the movie does give you a reason to have gone down that path and then go literally diverges, diverges again, diverges again, diverges again, like over and over. Keep showing your toes. To the point where it's like really, really fun and crazy where it ends up. It's another exploitation movie. This is very much working in the vein of like hardcore exploitation, but with a just a very 2019 lens on what exploitation could be yeah. or do or function as. It's like an American version of like a French new extreme yes, song yes, or something. Yep. Like it that, reminds me know. of something like a Martyrs. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, with yeah Brian sure. from Wings. <laughs> right, yeah. Brian By the Hackett. way, Stephen Webber. Stephen Webber's Weber, fantastic in this. Yeah. I, I know him best from the It audiobook. So uh, okay, that, fair. So, so having listened Good to pull. him, his voice for like seven or eight hours so Wait, far. He did the eight audiobook? On Audible, he did at least. I, I yeah. mean, that's the one I listened to. Okay, yeah, His Stephen voice Weber. for Pennywise was so good. Yep. That's yep. like my favorite so Pennywise that was, iteration. That was one of the weird things no about watching this way. movie. So I actually know him best from the from TV Wings. adaptation yeah. of The Shining. I mean, oh, from Wings, yeah. but the TV adaptation of The Shining is the thing I really know him from. Which is funny because this is very, I mean, it's it, not quite King, but He's definitely like he's playing he's a weird king. He's got to play a similar mode here, yeah. and I think he's to me he's he's like rising to the challenge here, where I'm not crazy about him in the TV version of The Shining. Uh, and here, I think <laughs> are you he's... crazy about anything in the TV version? Of the no, Shining? not really. But uh, <laughs> which I still have never seen. But it, I'd like to. it's seven yeah. hours long, and it's pretty. Huh. Yeah, it, I mean, it's worth watching if you're just like 
I mean, I think I have to before Doctor Sleep comes out. But yeah, anyway, there, moving there, on. Yeah, there's interesting things blew my mind. But anyway, Doctor Sleep is going to be so fucking good. Yeah, the the perfection is wonderful. The performances are Sorry. incredible. The fi- it's fine. The filmmaking is like really, really good. I think it's like very. Str- it's one of the Great better looking. Heart. Yes. Great. It's body one of the heart. better looking Netflix movies I've seen. I think too. Oh, yeah. It's just like it looks good. It, it sounds good. That it's, final shot is like one for the record. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's yes. So good. Yes. It's my one issue, but also what I love about that movie is there's so many rug pulls that I think it hurts. Personal rewatchability, sure, but it yes. enhances me wanting to watch someone who hasn't seen it watch it. I'll tell you, know you I mean? there That's is a good point. There is a filmmaking choice that I strongly disagree with in this movie that, like, I think contributes to what you're talking about, mm. where we have to rewatch all of the events that we've already watched mm. yes. once they give us the answer. Oh yeah, they should I, just let it roll. I don't need to. Do, I don't need that. I totally yeah. can understand and put those pieces together myself. And if not, it gives me a great reason to watch it again yeah, and yeah. have the new context of the new information yeah. I have. I yeah, think that's an interesting I think that's choice, but I think you're right. I do not like that. I like strongly disagree with that choice. That doesn't have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of wonder if they're just doing that. I was wondering if that was just like an intentional nod to Funny Games. Yeah, oh, I, which yeah. I've never seen. The way that so oh, there's there's baby. a moment in Funny Games that is very similar right. to what you're talking about. It's a punchy and, TV moment, but purposefully. And, yeah, yeah. And, and and it works in Funny Games, but this time it sort of uses it for to like reveal some it, extra information which you probably like you said you could have put that together it, on your own it just feels like uh hey for those in the back that weren't paying attention i'm i'm i mean i'm watching the movie i'm not you yeah. know what i mean and i it get, felt like an excuse to just do something heightened it feels like rewind but it and, feels know. like that weird thing and i know this is dumb because i'm sure they don't actually have input like this but it feels like a weird netflix thing of like we know you watch a lot of stuff passively so like right. just in case, we'll explain it all yeah. for you. So just in case, here's like that, an though. overbearing like explanation of what yeah. just happened. I, I definitely you know. think that's part of their their pitch or production process. Like they're, they're might, giving it, filmmakers notes about that it. Might like that. It yeah. might be. It might be because it it feels that way in this movie. But yeah. and, anyway, I really Yo, like this movie though. This movie I, definitely it, like, it's really fucks. really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there that is. I it left a very strong impression yeah. in in a year that quite a few movies have left strong impressions like this for me, and and this one like really really stuck with me. I liked it a lot. Awesome. Right on. Yeah. I've got to go on the record. I was a thousand percent wrong about Andre Holland. I'm mortified. <laughs> hey, it's, you know, that's my like, honor I made has a been taken from me. From white man to white man. We got to do better. I'm fucking I, I can do better. Anyway, the other you Kevin Carroll is very better. good in The Leftovers, and Andre Holland's is great in uh, High Flying Bird. That's good. Apologize. That's fine. We all it gave you shit. a great reason to talk about both of those actors. Sure. And, and yes. uh, Kevin Carroll rules. Andre Holland rules. They're both awesome. Dan. Number five, Her Smell. Her smell totally is. I'm wearing the something she shirt right now. This movie is totally awesome. I haven't seen it. I I feel like from five down, like they're all just perfection for me. Mm -hmm. But uh, her smell is one of those amazing movies that is like densely packed the way Boogie Nights is, where it's Mm. just so much fun as an ensemble, but it's centered around just like a demented performance. (laughs) And Elizabeth Moth, Moss at Moth, (laughs) like a moth to a flame. (laughs) Elizabeth Moss in (laughs) Elizabeth. Yes, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, the, uh, you mean Ma- the best, Mama li- the best actress of her like generation? A, she, re- but this is seriously yeah. like a performance yeah. where if you deny what you just said, you're wrong because yeah. this performance yeah. proves it wrong. Yeah, she plays a character that at some points is in a, like a fucking monster, mm-hmm. um, and at other points, like is just a human being, mm-hmm. and she bridges that gap. And credit to you know writer director. Why am I blanking on his Alex name? Ross Perry. Alex Ross Perry, who Jeez. I've never seen any of his other movies. This is his best one. But this it's is the phenomenal. one I, the first I've only seen one. one I've really found that most people that that don't really have a taste for him like this movie, and people yeah. who have a taste for him seem to be like more lukewarm on it. But hmm. it's just this amazingly dense world. 
you you pointed this out. There's like a network of bands <laughs> yeah, in this movie. Yeah, there's a fake band and it's lore. It's so cool. Yeah. But they're all like really interesting bands and a whole world. I don't know. It's just a whole world, and it's interesting that you say whole because oh. this is evocative <laughs> of like a Courtney Love style yeah. image. Yeah. But different story entirely. And it very different band too. Like different very style, different, different sounds. Like uh, Slater Kenny or like the, yeah, yeah. the Kenny Kill. Yeah. And it's like, like what if Courtney Love she was is as in good. Slater Kenny? Yeah, 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 sort of low key. <laughs> but she is as good as like credit to the music in this movie. She's as good as her character, like at music, as her character would need to be to earn this type For of sure. crazy batshit. Okay, I'm so self absorbed because yeah. you're like she actually is like there's, a there's brilliant four songwriter. Musical yeah. sequences in the four movie musical sequences. One that'll punch you in the gut. Yeah, yeah. Three, three of them are my three favorite scenes of the year. I'm it's gonna, incredible. This yeah, movie, the piano this movie's scene. gonna come up for me later. I me love too. this movie. Fair it's enough. a masterpiece. Well, then too. I'll just leave it at this because I'm sure we'll get into it. It is a movie that that just has a full roster of just these bullying performances. It's got Deep from, Bench. It's got Dan yeah. Stevens yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah. And Dan Stevens is he's he's going to smash you know, your heart and stomp on it. You've sold me. I'm already watching back. it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Eric man. Stoltz yeah. is in it. And he's yeah. so oh, good. Oh, my God. Why is he so IMDb good? Because I was like, where's this guy been? He's directing like CSI and making millions a year. Oh, really? And he's fucking phenomenal in her smell. He's well, incredible. he rules, and this was this scratched my Vox Lux itch from last year. But even that cheapens it because they're just different they're movies. They're very it's, similar, though. But they are similar. similar but yeah. they're yeah. going for different goals and different aesthetics. But man, this movie's just—if you want a rock and roll movie, like this is fucking rock and roll. Yeah, I love it's it. Fucking awesome. Her the, smell is is a masterpiece. Just yeah. the part it's in her um, in her performance. There's a part. There's two. She like does these weird like sing song rants. There's oh, a part yeah, where yeah. she rants for like three minutes and then goes, that sums it up in one big lump. Yeah, <laughs> there's, oh, yeah, yeah. there's another part where she shoves Dan Stevens and she goes, hibbity, hibbity, that's all, yep. folks. <laughs> she drops a, in one of her manic rants, I don't she even drops remember a, that. oh, I don't think so, Tim. Yeah, it's a and delirious she's definitely referencing yeah. Home Improvement yeah, 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 yeah. because <laughs> she references Home Improvement twice. It's She really gives like a, a manic performance that seems... It's as if lightning is striking her and speaking out of her mouth yeah. at all times in the movie. It's unreal. Dude, I've had reservations unreal. about her because of Scientology. And yeah, I, I, I got passed through with Tom Cruise. Like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, fucking yeah, love Tom yeah, Cruise movies. Yeah. This They're was the movie where I'm like... I love a lot of man. people who believe some stupid sure. shit. Even, yeah. um, just, Michael Pena, dude. Her smell yeah, shut me right the fuck up because even if she 100% believes in the space cult, she fucking showed up to act. And like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. credit where credit's I think you're right, though, when you say like, when we look back, it's like, who are the greats of the generation? She's already like gone and done it. She's She's done it. Plus, like, eight years of phenomenal acting on Mad Men that everybody will remember. I mean, I would say that's kind of, like, I judge her predominantly by... Handmaid's Tale and Mad Men. She's you know just yeah. incredible. I forget that she's on. A, she's um, the lead of a TV show yep. right now. Yeah. And, and about a cult. And I would yes. say, I know it's true. It's very strange. But yeah. also, every time she shows up in a movie, she owns it. So yeah. I mean, she can do no better. So What's my yours, number five. Wait, number six. Number, number five. five. Sorry, I don't know how to count anymore. My number five is Avengers Endgame. So I'll make it quick. Oh, nice. Um, I love it. Yeah, I uh, definitely top five Marvel for me. Um, this is like the movie. It was cool this year because I realized. This is the year that I realized that I genuinely do really love the Marvel Universe, which oh, it took me like several years to get to this point. I like fell out of yeah. love over time oh, with interesting. it, as yeah. opposed to the other way around. Well, I sort of like started pretty late in the game. Like yeah. the first Marvel movie I ever saw was Avengers in theaters oh, okay. in 2012. Yeah. And then like over the years, I, I, I didn't follow like the timeline. I, I would see everyone that came out in theaters, but then fill in the missing blanks. And I don't know. And then this year to like... Before I saw Endgame, I rewatched like four or five of them, and I was just like, "Man, you know, I these are these are really enjoyable I think as a whole, movies that I they're have all, it's like an incredible accomplishment, grown a you know? surprising attachment yeah. to, and mm-hmm. the, and it really surprised me because I mean it's not in like my top favorite things or anything, sure. but like 
but it's a really it's a really pleasant thing to be a part of in my opinion like mm-hmm. we just, always talk about how samey they look but yeah. in the in the macro level every single one is just a new piece of the experiment yeah sure. yeah, 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 yeah it's, yeah. TV, right. it's the tv experiment. model just with 100 million dollar movies yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and i la- i mean i did everything in this movie i laughed i was yeah. in awe yeah. i really connected characters like i mean I, these movies are so funny like yeah, in, in, in an era excellent. when broad comedy isn't all that great anymore, yeah, yeah. like these movies are, are, they're not broad comedies at all, but they are so funny. Mm-hmm. And, comedy and, and comes the, from character. The, this movie exactly. is very yeah. The comedy yeah. is all character driven. Yep. And and I these characters are just so incredible. The part where Hulk gave Paul Rudd a new taco made me very emotional. Oh, yes. right. yeah, yeah. I, I was it, it made me laugh and then I was like, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> and and plus when you really boil it down though, this is a this is a one of the biggest movies, the second biggest movie of all time, and like most of it, and like one of the characters is doing a Lebowski cosplay yeah. the entire yeah, time, yeah, 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 yeah. and then there's a whole lot of it that's just about weird physics and time travel. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a very weird fucking movie. Yeah, it is. And yet it totally Name a movie, works. Time heist, and I'm and gonna watch it a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, 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 I love yeah. it if it, it was called Avengers Time Heist. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just so good. It's I had such a good time. I saw it on a Sunday morning at nine thirty a.m. Yeah, and the yeah. theater was full. Yeah. And it and I loved it. Yeah. I, I I wish I had kind of seen one of the maybe the rattier late night ones that maybe some of y'all went to. But it was still like oh also I sat behind a family or I sat and then a family sat in front of me. <laughs> who had a sick baby a baby with a runny nose was sick but i was like oh my god three hours of this but you know the baby was fine it was totally chill. Oh, right that baby. Baby. That, that's yeah. my little story i hate in theaters when people talk at the screen or to each other or look at their phones but in end games the most i've ever experienced yes. it when people are fucking everybody was riveted or yeah. exclaiming yeah. Yeah. that fucking rules engagement yeah. rules yeah, yeah. When people so exciting to perform for the rest of the cloud yeah, yeah. That's that's so. Yeah. Yeah. when i saw yeah. Us, yeah. someone made a big noise in the first 10 minutes and everybody was like Shh, everybody shut oh, that yeah. guy yeah. the fuck up but yeah the whole the whole crowd was completely riveted the yeah. whole time like i said I the guy yeah. next to me didn't make a peep and then he blew up and it was delightful yeah. to, to and that's amazing yeah you love that what's your number five jacob under the silver lake Oh, uh, no, this movie's very flawed. I get why people don't like it. It's about a crazy dirtbag. Like, uh, <laughs> Andrew Gar- Oh, by the way, the Amazing Spider-Man moment is great. Yes, yes, it right. is. Yeah, uh, it's his best performance. He's great in it. He's very, he's very dirty and uh, and sad and broken. Have you seen Silence? Uh, yeah, really I good. I think he's really good. He's in fucking silence great too. in Silence. People forget about Silence. I watched that the day of Trump's inauguration. It was a great day. <laughs> um, let me think. Under the Silver Lake. So, so a thing with movies like like Drag to I, I wouldn't. I don't want to go on like a PC rant. I'm very. I'm a social justice warrior. If that label can be applied, <laughs> but you know, movies can depict horrible people without making wanting you to side with them. Yeah, like Under the Silver yeah. Lake is depicting a broken loser who who thinks the world has been unfair to but him. But there's a reason why he's a broken loser. Sure, sure, and sure. You find out a little bit like it's, he, he he's got terrible. End. He's pretty horrible toward women. Like he's definitely a misogynist or just a oh, he's he's a maniac. Like the lead character of this movie is a fucking nutcase, <laughs> but. He, uh, the journey he goes on of just like f- stumbling upon a conspiracy <laughs> and everything that he finds in the conspiracy is either part of a grand conspiracy or his own fucking delusions confirming what he already believes. Well, the conspiracies that he finds also have everything to do with stuff that he just already yeah, has stuff lying around from his, his house. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, uh, like finding a map on like a Nintendo magazine. It's, uh, it's, it's the best what? LA movie ever. Like my friend that lives in Silver Lake is just like, I don't like this movie, but I like where it was shot and how yes. it makes fun of LA. I, I've seen There's a couple I wish of I remembered this movie when I I made my list because it is really fucking there's good. There's a part where he, I mean, for one, there's a part where he decodes secret lyrics and songs, which is fucking cool. 
There's a part where he's at a party and you overhear someone saying she's the youngest showrunner of all time, producer, actor, director. She's just really an old soul, which is just like <laughs> I a completely super funny that. jab at That's LA. Incredible. I've seen it like three or four times. I really fucking liked it. Have you um, ever seen LA Story with Steve Martin? Yeah, great it's movie. great. Yeah. yeah, so you yeah. should. Yeah. And I, I love, we mentioned Inherent Vice Enjoy and it, like Noah. Lost Highway, just long paranoid journeys, like, de- par- like journeys into your own paranoia and like the depths of your mind. The ending of the, like, the last 30 minutes, the mysteries the answers to the mysteries the movie poses are super fucking satisfying it's yeah. scary like really makes you like shit makes you think you know great movie super flawed kind of reminds me of Chinatown in that way in like, Chinatown the yeah. larger story as it starts to coalesce you're like oh man sure like this, this is probably is happening crazy. in some yeah. way yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very flawed movie it, I get why people don't like it I loved it just like a, a weird a huge movie with huge ideas yeah, that's a fun movie to watch when it's rainy outside yeah, on man. a Sunday mm-hmm. it's like a total like jump in and swim around in the and, movie and I, it's really funny it, it's uh, it's this is really funny and fucking weird it's a weird follow up to It Follows like it's not as good as It Follows but I like it way more than It Follows it Interesting. Yeah, you'll love. It. I cannot wait for. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm very excited to see it. Why do you think? Real quick. So uh, another weird thing about the movie is that apparently it's set in 2011. Why? Like uh, one of the many weird things about this. I movie. don't know. I don't Why know. is think, it set I in 2011? That filmmaker is obsessed with period, but not in any sort of like aesthetic way. Because I believe his first well, like, movie it was like a flashback. His... It follows exists out of time. Yeah, yeah, time. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah And yeah. I think that's something that he enjoys fucking with. And 2011, what is iconic in your head about 2011? I can't think of a thing. Yeah, I think Bad it's year. very much an out of time moment. It's, I, I think it's, it's an anniversary of 9/11. I was gonna say it's a <laughs> decade after that, 9/11. I mean, that's the only thing. I got. That's a weird like that is yeah. a depressing yeah. benchmark. My, my, <laughs> my my low key theory, and I don't know if he was going for this at all, but it just reminds me of okay, 2011. Obama's first term. Mm. Trump is just about to come on the scene. Ugh. This is a movie about like a uh, like a sort of loser, paranoid white guy who can't really leave his home. Yeah, there's a Ma- lot of maybe stuff it's about like low oh, key about right. yeah. one man. It's kind of like one man's like emotional journey is like a country's uh, descent into fascism. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's, like it's, it's definitely totally about like, the people that get red pilled online eagle. by conspiracy yeah. theories and lose their fucking minds because he just goes down the rabbit hole. But he's never I think you answered right your own question. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think it's really. But also like. Yeah, that's you're like, like oh, after answer. this movie, yeah. this guy turns into this guy is like a shit posting edge lord for sure. Mm. But, but also, uh, what's his name? Before Andrew? there is such a thing, Andrew Garfield. I, no, the the director. What's his oh, name? Oh, uh, David Robert Mitchell. Can't fucking wait three, to see what this three, guy does next. Three first yeah. names. Because his second movie is ambitious as I'll fucking get at. So I yeah. can't wait to see what he does next. Poor Garrett. He's Actually, got this is his seconds. third movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Garrett. Sorry. Yeah. You, yeah. Wait, real quick. Did you know this is his third movie? I didn't know. The this first one's called Myth of the American Sleepover, which I've heard Which is supposed good. to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Like have you seen, seen that? that? I have not I've never seen heard. That. I've never I've seen it. I've heard it's really good. I don't know why I haven't. Uh, I feel like this is going to come up again, so we don't have to talk about that much because I'm assuming more people will have us on their list. It's my number yep. five. We'll have great uh, movie. I, yes, it's just great. Uh, the performances are really great. The filmmaking is really great. The storytelling is really great. The music is really great. It's it's a great ju- movie on all levels. Yes, it is just a great movie. I personally uh, did not feel as strongly moved by it as I was by Get Out, and I know that that is not the case for everybody, um, but uh, I really like it a lot. And I do think that um, this movie very much rewards the sort of long con, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where yeah. Get Out is very immediately arresting and... You sort of feel very pointedly like I know what you want me to know from your movie. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Us is like two months later. Oh, now I know what you want me to yeah, know yeah, from your yeah. movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's, have you watched it a second time? I have yet? not yet, it's a and I'm very much looking forward I to it. it. It became clear that, and and I don't mean this even in a hyperbolic yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. 
every single line yeah. plays into the class theme. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, unreal. Yeah. It's a blast to rewatch. It yeah. literally opens with a guy offering, like, if you leave now, you can win this prize, yeah, or yeah. you can game up to the bigger prize. Yeah. It's yeah, like literally yeah, like yeah, down yeah. to that That's level of just innocuous character interaction fits the theme. Yeah. And, uh, j- a, just shout out to Elizabeth Moss. Who's, who's I was going to say, to bring her up again. Like two, yep. perform- two amazing and, performances. Yeah, in yeah. One she's month, great you know? in this movie. Yeah. 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 Her, the, her and Tim Eiker are fucking so great. So funny in this movie. Oh, it's yeah. so funny. They're great. Yeah. They're like both overplaying it and underplaying it, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they need well, to I've be... I've met those people. They need to be a very particular stereotype that they are... that. They they're great. They're they're very good. Oh, I don't yeah. want to. I don't mean to humble brag about meeting Tim Heidecker. It's very easy to do if you live in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tangential to the comedy scene. If either of you listen uh, to his music, yes, oh, yeah, his yeah, new album's funny. fucking great. Yeah. All his music's great. I will give great. it a listen. Yeah. He's very uh, funny. So uh, yeah. So I, I just I us was great. We're sure for sure going to talk about us again. Yeah. Good. So uh, let's let's do number fours. All right. Well, this is going to come up later as well. But number four is a movie that a lot of us saw at Springfest. But the art of self defense is. Absolutely amazing. It's fantastic. Um, as as a modern man reckoning with the idea of the male ego, and as an adult who spent much of his childhood uh, doing a lot of karate, there was a lot in this movie. I have a second degree black belt. A lot of people I, don't know yeah, that. I, I, I took taekwondo growing so up. So you know. Yeah, this I've movie was relatable. It a was moment of martial arts in my life. One of the Incredible. reasons why I left karate Andy, is I would I say got, I haven't either, by the way, and I have some belts in taekwondo. <laughs> Yeah, I I can't do karate. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I did yeah. karate, <laughs> but uh, when I when I left karate, yeah. one of the I mean, a lot of, there was a lot of reasons why I did. You know, I was mostly bored with it, but a lot of it was like these heroes that I idolized. I started to see behind mm. the curtain. A yeah, little bit. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I started to work at the karate school, oh. and then I realized like, oh, karate is a world where nerds can get power, <laughs> and it's I nerds who it let the way. power go to their head, and. Not to throw every sensei I had under the bus. Uh-huh. A lot of them are great people, but a lot of them preached a lot of shit that they did not live. Yeah. And uh, that bugged me when I was that age. Yeah, and so yeah, watching yeah. this movie, I was like, man, it's crazy how just plain on its face, my misgivings that I grew to understand a decade into karate were available right up front. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, it's just, it's a very timely movie. It's a very funny movie. Yes. I think its aesthetic is completely unique. Yeah. I think that, what's Riley Stearns? Riley Stearns. Riley Stearns is really a truly unique filmmaker. I agree. Does some very good visual stuff uh, to capture. I've never seen a camera create the feeling of someone standing too close to you and not realizing it. <laughs> Or someone standing too close to you and absolutely realizing it, <laughs> yeah, 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 as well as he That's did in the art of self defense. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. It, it, but it doesn't make it oppressive to watch. It makes it slimily funny. It is great, and uh, Alessandro Nivola, yeah, he's amazing in this movie. performance of the year for yeah, me. He's amazing yeah. in this uh, movie. Amazing. And I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, the I, details I, in the background, the gun joke with the the rules, it's so good. I, so uh, that belt gag is the driest motherfucking so piece funny. of comedy ever, and it kills yeah. me. I, we are going to talk about it later, but I just what I would describe his sort of like filming aesthetic as is like uh, discomforting, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like it's very funny, but you are just you're not uncomfortable. You're like it's like discomforting. Yeah. It's like do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I like, know exactly what you mean. It's so interesting and strange. I really like it. And and Faults is another movie he made, which is also excellent. And has a similar feeling. And that's a movie that is all about the permanence of indoctrination and how hard it is to break. And this is a movie about how easy it is for indoctrination to just like adapt itself onto you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's very interesting thematically to tie to faults. I but agree. It, more than anything else, 
I don't think I have laughed harder at anything than Martin Lawrence and the Beach Bum that I did in a, in a, all of the art of self defense. It's just incredible, and that's another one. The role Jesse Eisenberg was designed uh, in a yes. lab to play. Yes. Well, and but the funny thing about it is, like, he hasn't been as good. And I mean, he is so incredible in this, and it's definitely his best since like the Social Network, which yeah. is another role that I he like was him born a lot, to play. And he's really good in uh, End of the Tour. Oh, I love him yes. too. Yeah. I I think he's actually he's a great actor. He's very he's good, actor. and I actually think he's pretty much good in everything he's ever been in. But there, he's true. been in a lot of movies that I think have failed him. As it opposed it to depends on what the role is. Yeah. yeah. If you go but, to Barnes and Noble, you can pick up collections of his short plays, and <laughs> cool. I've paged oh. through them. Highly recommend. He's a good yeah. writer. So cool. he's a thoughtful dude, I, but he's like very funny. Yeah, I, and I do think the thing with him is he plays these very affected characters, and that works exceptionally well in this movie. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a thing that. Um, he's good at and and serves. I think there's a little bit of. I mean, at least just speaking as a dude, there's a little bit of almost all of these characters in me. Yes, and so it's very fun to see it commented upon as someone who you know. It's just another dude, so it's like yeah, he gets it too, and so it's just a great reminder of how quickly any personality trait can go to excess. It's it's, and it's just so fucking. It's so funny. Do any of us know when it fucking comes out? Because I didn't. I haven't seen it. July twelfth, I think. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay, so go. We should all go see it again. Yeah, I I would see it again. I loved it. I I have thought about no other line as much and as fondly this year as the thing about. I'm gonna fuck this up. The thing about. Uh, the foot being a fist. Oh, what, yes, yes, yes. oh yeah, yeah, it's you, like you you will punch with the power of a foot or something like that. But right? it's like when you when you punch, it will be like a kick, you know. Yeah. But I love no, 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 like it, we found this guy and it looks like he was beat up. He was definitely uh, he, was, he was definitely uh, punched. But the thing is, all the wounds are like kicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I loved watching that movie with Dan and Gary with both yeah. of you because. Just seeing, hearing you guys react to certain things and getting like little windows into your minds and <laughs> yes, what yeah. is funny to you yeah. it's such was a really truly related, a pleasure. Like relatable movie, I yeah. think, for a broad swath of people because it yeah. really is a story just about like, oh, what's the word? Like when you, when you get a little bit of power and you just embrace yeah. it. Well, this it, he's was... kind of a he's he's a bit of a cousin to the character in Under the Silver Lake of mm-hmm. uh, Sam. It's like it's like this guy is kind of a he's a loser. He's a and, little more pitiable and. Than... He he is, and he but he's our protagonist. He's pathetic. He's a loser, but also like you kind of but you relate to him from the very beginning, so you can't help but like uncomf- discomfortly relate to him yeah, throughout yeah, the whole yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. Where you can say, "Sorry, sorry." Oh, it's okay. And it's yeah. like it's fucking dark. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it gets yeah. real fucking remind, dark. Jody Hill is the closest thing I can yeah, think of, like tone wise. I I stopped being able to really laugh at it in the last hour. To yeah. be honest with you, I was yeah. like. Either I'm all out of laughs, or this just got like I'm a little all too real. Out of laughs. Yeah. So well, that I, it's a thing that Dan and I, I think I don't know if you would agree with this, Dan, but we've experienced this I think a couple times. Like another one I could think of is Damsel, where you and I sometimes are immediately too. in on the joke of a movie. Yeah. That I don't think the rest of the audience gets in on until a little yeah. further into the movie. And I don't. 100%, I, yeah. I think that we might have been the only people in the in the whole theater that were in on it. It, it was a very interesting theater experience because I I recall enjoying it greatly. And you and I usually freely enjoy whatever we're enjoying yeah. w- without worrying about whether the rest of the crowd is with us. And uh, I-, I think a couple of times in this movie, as as well as Damsel, like the crowd kind of caught up with us because yeah, yeah, we yeah. were enjoying it so much, you know. But it's you knew what was happening humor. from the very beginning. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
And yeah. that's one thing. You know, it's nice. I have just such a, a stab in the dark. The main character is like a weird bitch, right? Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just to make honestly, sure that's he's, the he's best an incel, way to put it. basically. Sure, that sure. is he's like a low key incel. Yeah, it, it, this movie, this is kind of the birth of an incel. It, it, this in movie like annihilates like four, five, six, seven, eight different definitions of masculinity. Cool. Like I'm it sure. just, it, but in a way that does not feel like it's. A preachy, it's not post woke, yeah. like you yeah. know what I mean. It, like it's it, definitely like a, it's sort of like Yorgos Lanthimos's Fight Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, kind of that's good. Instead of my review, yeah. I think the, the David Ehrlich definitely, you know, like <laughs> the, here's a director in this other movie to describe this movie. <laughs> the it, fact that it's coming from a dude who's clearly like, listen, guys, we all shots know we fired do at this. David Ehrlich, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. yeah. Well, hey, that's fine. I mean, whatever. Just being like, you know, guys, we all know what this is like. We all know what we're capable of. Yeah, let's make some jokes about it and yeah, think about yeah. it. It has that angle and like as an identitarian kind of conceit that appeals to me. Yeah, it, it worked great. I, I loved it. We'll we'll talk about it more. It's so funny. Yeah. So my number four is uh, I think I'm the only one here who's seen this. The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, I yeah, want to see it. One two. Yeah, it, it really comes out to. today actually in uh, at the Ritz in Philadelphia. So everyone should go see yeah, it. Cool. Um, it's just a very good, very lived in, very like spiritual, like very. I, I would say uplifting, not in terms of like it's a feel good movie, but it uplifts me in terms of like it kind of it, it makes my soul sort of float above the ground for a little while when I watch it. Um, definitely reminded. <laughs> sorry, I tried to point that away God. from the mic, but it, it snuck up damn. on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm very sorry. That's no, that's totally cool. It um, took a vape hit and then I I'll never get old enough that just like bodily functions aren't funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think it was the time, like you said, sure. timing I, I wins every it. time. Yeah. Oh, the material was no. weak. <laughs> <laughs> it was all timing and it wasn't even purposeful. That was just fate. It just didn't happen. I'm sorry. No, but but it's a really good movie. Um, like two best friends in San Francisco, one of whom is trying to basically regain the house that he grew up in, which is now he's a, he's a black man, um, two two black people, two best friends, and they they live in San Francisco and they're trying to regain one of their houses from a kind of rich white couple who now own the house. So it's it's a movie about gentrification. It's a movie about you know how tech basically took over the city and nobody can afford to live there anymore. Fascinating topic. Um, yeah. Definitely always always a fascinating topic. Um, it's a movie about like about you know, family about the stories that we tell ourselves about who our families are. It's about like mass male friendships. It's about race and class and everything. It actually kind of makes a really interesting double feature with us. I've decided because they're both sort of, uh, Home invasion thrill, not thrillers, but home invasion <laughs> yeah, yeah. stories oh, that's very about race and class, and they take place in Central California. And also the the singer of. Uh, Looney's uh, Michael Marshall. I got five on it. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. He's the guy who sings that. Uh, if you're going to San Francisco, cover that's, that's really in, cool. That's in I the like trailer. That a lot. That's yeah, awesome, man. and I didn't realize that until I was like, wait, that guy sounds familiar. And then I saw it in the credits, I was like, that's the guy. Man, all this time um, I thought the last black man in San Francisco was a remake of I Am Legend. Okay, guys, I'll <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Dan literally ejects that's, out of his seat and fires into the sky. <laughs> you, you, how long have you been sitting on that one? Perfect. As soon as you brought it up. Oh my god. <laughs> as soon as you brought it up, that was in my brain. That's I, really fucking it's good. It's the combination oh of Evan god. Williams and. Yeah, yeah, my Dan, unique genetic makeup. Yeah, and so I would say too, <laughs> Dan's went on um, a rocket ship to the moon for like the last two minutes, and then he like finally got to share it with us. Like, yeah, 10, exactly. Nine, yeah. eight. Uh, sorry, it, it, it was too good. It's definitely not timing it, and material. 
it's not exactly like tonally. It's very different from Blind Spotting, but I think you will love Blind Spotting. Ooh, you'll probably, blind spotting is you'll probably like excellent. this movie. Okay. I, I think it's everybody here yeah. would be pretty into it. Honestly, I, I really want to see it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to this movie. Interesting from a filmmaking perspective. Oh, it's be- it's it's beautiful. I know I've never really seen a movie quite like that. Before, Sweet. in terms of the, film. I really do want to That's see great. it. Maybe I'll yeah. see it this at weekend. the end, are we? Can we t- briefly talk about what else we're looking forward to? In the sure, end? of course. Yeah. So much. Yeah. You're, so, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, you're the one so who wants to get home. home. But my friend, <laughs> sure. you're right. Yeah. You're the one. Red Dead Redemption. Whatever you want to do. Urgent appointment Cowboys with Red Dead Redemption. I know Red Dead is a column. My girlfriend sent me a text. You're the cowboy. Who do you love more, me or Cowboy Land? Like if you're talking about West, don't ask me that, babe. Talking about Red Dead, I was basically like, this is my descent into this is Westworld season three. The art of self-defense. Uh, my number four is us. Yeah. Like I was oh, saying great. with Avengers, like I remember the day uh, I used to remember all the details of getting up and going to see it. Yeah. Same thing with us. My, my I got rid of my car recently. It fucking sucked, and I miss. Uh, I don't miss driving in Philadelphia. I do miss having a car. Yeah, because I could drive my girlfriend and I to the AMC in Cherry yep. Hill yep. or the theater on Columbus Boulevard. You can make decisions. Yeah, yeah, well, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great way to sum yeah. it up. You got so, autonomy. <laughs> for for us, we uh, we went to West Philly to see it. We got like uh, we went to Terracotta Ramen after. Fucking great. Just very memorable. The crowd we saw us with was super polite and wonderful. Everybody jumped and made noises at the right time. Yeah. During the, the sequence with Elizabeth Moss and Tim Heidecker in their houses, people were going fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Just, just cracking the fuck up. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, that movie's, All the performances in that movie are so, so good. good. I love Winston Duke, Duke in that yeah. movie so, he's, so much. So good. He's, doing, he's doing like a Jordan Peele, yes. nerdy white guy impression. Yes. He's doing Jordan Peele's voice in the impression and a nerdy white guy as the dad. And then his doppelganger is like a fucking hulking terror yeah, yeah. of a man. Like it a blue huge, Jetta's a huge Sasquatch guy. She was like, who was that guy? And I was like, he was like the scary yeah. dude on Wakanda in uh, he's, he's Black Panther. Really, she was yeah. like, she didn't believe me until it, I looked yeah. it up because he did such a transformative performance yes. despite being a very uniquely recognizable yeah. person. Yes. He's yes. so fucking funny in us. Yeah. And then obviously Lupita Nyong'o should get she's a Best amazing. Actress nomination. Yeah. I, I, think she I almost think win. he's there, she's so good that she almost overshadows how good everybody is in the movie. Yeah, agreed. Well, yeah. The kids are fucking great. Yep. The scene where the daughter just fucking bolts out of there. Oh, <laughs> it's so, so cool. Good. Yes. The scene where the son tricks the, the this doppelganger and locks him in the closet at the first mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Everybody's doing amazing no, work the in scene movie. when the girl doppelganger kills the random bystander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> fucking terrifying. Yeah. That is um, terrifying. The last shot is hilarious. I think yeah. everybody's seen us. It's yes. okay to do spoilers, yes. right? Yeah. The movie's about how the rich, the ultra rich should be afraid of everybody else being tired of having so little. The last shot is just all the, all the, the what are they called? The, the hands across the, America. The oh, yeah. the, the, they're yes, all yes. lined up and it's just like, we're fucking they're here. Yes. We're yeah. human. Death and if you keep ring. holding us down, we'll stab you to the death with scissors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. It's an excellent follow up to get out. Jordan Peele is one of our best filmmakers. I can't wait to see what he does next. I love great, it. Great movie. That's a, you More said it better than later. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and like great. I said, I just, my girlfriend, I'll remember that day forever. We yeah. both had a great time at the movies. We I got understand. a good meal after. Okay, listen, guys. So my list has been, you know, there's been a lot of just like I feel like I feel a little strange about my list. A lot of kind of just blockbustery stuff where I'm just like I'm just impressed by this. I don't know why I like <laughs> yeah. it so much. I just I enjoy it. It's so enjoyable. I like it. I like when they spend lots of money on these dumb things. Detective Pikachu is oh, my number awesome. four. Oh, it's so one cool. of my honorable mentions, and I I left it off because it was like it, I, I don't know why I left it off. It's fucking great. Jacob, it's a wonderful. Film. I can't tell you how many times Tori and I have looked at each other. Totally randomly, with no other preceding conversation, and gone. I really want to see Detective Pikachu again. <laughs> like, I really want to watch Detective Pikachu again. I think it might again. be some of my favorite special effects of the year. Because uh, yeah, yes. I wasn't as moved by For everybody. Sure, I think it's very good. Yeah. Um, I wasn't as moved by everybody because 
I don't think I'm I'm as into Pokemon as I get everybody. it. Yeah, uh, and I, I think I went in expecting it to be a little bit edgier, which fucked sure. me for even thinking yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I get it. It was hard to know beautiful. what to expect. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. beautiful, and it is very good. It's gorgeous. It's like shot on film, and then yeah. has like CGI effects that honestly remind me a lot of like Spielberg's Jurassic Park, like the way they that they real. incorporate. It's like where I just yeah. want a million movies yes. in this world. I don't care what's in yeah, it. Sure. it just, I hope it's the start of more Pokemon movies. I agree. It feels like it actually it does feel like a very good sort of jumping off point to go like, and now here is a Pokemon movie that's more like the game you played mm. when you were 10. And here's a Pokemon movie that's more like the game you played when you were 15. What's the like Pokemon movie where you have to take pictures of? I, that's Pokemon what I Snap. referenced when I was 15. Great. That is Pokemon Snap. Yeah, that great is, video yes. game. Let's get a Pokemon Snap I movie like starring Keith Stanfield versus <laughs> versus what's the guy's name who played Murray on Flight of the Concords? Oh, um, the two of them competing with each other Brett, to take Brett pictures McKenzie, of Pokemon. No, no, Reese, 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 that's a the two of them. So good. The two of them competing to take pictures. Of it yep. and nerding out about people that seems so great. Weird. It's a great I pitch. Need it. Great pitch. It's like people on Pokemon Safari trying to yep. get, and then they meet poachers or something. Yep. Yeah, I love it. It's yeah. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you just do the wild thornberries yeah. in yeah. fucking Pokemon Snap. Yeah, it, it it felt like a great jumping off point I'm to so like do. This is so high. I happy it's on your I list. literally yeah. I loved it so much because and it's because it's a kaiju movie. God, kind <laughs> of, kind <laughs> of. I I mean that's a lot of this year has been about monster movies. You know, I really like monster movies this year. That's been a big thing for me, and I think this is a good monster movie. I also think this is legitimately a very good fun B movie. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. you when they reveal what the villain's plot is at the end of this movie, it's, I was like, yeah, this is fucking silly. bananas. <laughs> this is so dumb. It's legit so complex that in the moment I had trouble following it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's it is bananas. <laughs> I, was I was like, like am I having trouble following uh, a Pokemon movie? It's <laughs> it's cool. It's the most like psychedelic movie for children I've seen yeah. this year. You know, it's oh, like yeah. it's bizarre and I weird. Kids fucking loved it. I know. It's oh, like yeah. and that's people the, who grew up on Pokemon. My, uh, Shat that's my nephew, like, my seven-year-old nephew, went to go see it, and he loved it. Yeah, nice. and that's another thing. That's I, it. That's the, that's and the he pitch. spent like fifteen. The last time I saw him, he spent like fifteen minutes showing me all of his Pokemon cards. I was that's like, I, I have no idea fun. what you're talking about. <laughs> and look, this so is, happy. This you. is my. Thank you. Thank this you. is also one of my dumb soapboxes, but I'm happy to stand on it. I think things like like I am actually. Oh not, no, I love that. I love this soapbox. I, of yours, I, I am not looking forward to like Toy Story Four because uh, literally every review of Toy Story Four has been like. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Give me an existential crisis. So Shattered my soul. Sad. It gave you an existential crisis. They're children's movies. They're mo- yeah. they're ostensibly movies, movies for children. Right. Like yeah. what? Pokemon. You leaned too far into the I've got to entertain the yeah. adults too. Well, yeah. not only that, it just feels like Oscar bait to me. It feels like an animation studio has yeah. become like Miramax. They're they're right. like you know what I mean. They're they're just like where Detective Pikachu to me feels very much like Back to the Future. Uh, 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 Home Alone, like it feels like these movies that I grew up with that are just like crazy, yeah, genuine, fun movie. kid. I romp like it better movies. now that you're describing it like this because it, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, it just is a crazy, fun, weird kid romp movie that is just so that if I'm ten. I could have the best fucking time for ninety minutes. And also, you know what your I mean? Dad's also gonna have a good yes. time because it's like Blade Runner. I, yes, it is. It's like it's got <laughs> stuff really for me too. Yeah. As a, as a Pop Tart lover, you know what I mean? It's oh, like it's, it's got Pop-Tarty. stuff for me too. It's and, and the score but it also is amazing. Has sprinkles. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The score is amazing. It's <laughs> one of the best really scores good. of the year. Yeah. I love the music in this yeah. movie. Rhyme City is a fucking jam. Get on it. It's. I really like this movie. I just want to say because I I know some. I think because they shot it on film, it helps the CGI look. I agree. Without a doubt. I barely know how that works. 
But the Pokemon looks so cool and real yes. in the world. And the fucking Bulbasaur scene is amazing. Oh, that was it's so, so crazy. beautiful. The scenes where people are just walking through Rhyme City and yep. you see like a fucking Snorlax asleep on the corner. I like when I yeah. rewatched it, I'm like pausing it to be like, ooh, look at yes, that. I know. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I love the weed actor's performance. What's his name? Uh, Justin. Talk, talk into the mic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> is it just, Justice? Justice. Justice Smith. Justice Smith. Smith. Justice yeah. Smith. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's excellent in it. Sookie he's Waterhouse so is in it. Yeah. Psyduck should be nominated for Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, the, the depiction of Psyduck. Yes. It was just like, look, we're all stressed out. Please calm down. I know. I love, like, I love him so much. It's, it's great. <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds is great in yeah, that role. He, I, I, I him, actually do great. think he's very good yeah. in the role. I would have preferred like Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have too. I'm in. A- and I also get, I actually do totally get the, the the sort of disappointment in this movie where it's like you see it advertised as a Ryan Reynolds movie yeah, and yeah. think it's a thing that it's not. Well, fuck me for you know? expecting Deadpool. But, <laughs> yeah, like, I know. But I do think for what it ultimately is, he's actually great at it. Like he, I think he's actually a little underrated in it because people expected something that it that it was not. Yeah. Um, and one last thing, well with it. it sounded like a fucking disaster, right? Like yeah, yes. a year ago, if you were like, you're going to, if a genie comes oh, to me, I had no interest in this movie. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I won't. I had no interest in this movie. It's so sweet and nice. I can't believe how good it is. I couldn't Sweet believe how much I Sweet nice. That's like your barbecue it. sauce. I, right? yeah. <laughs> I couldn't Sweet believe how nice. much I liked it. I love imagining that somewhere in the history of Japan there was a meeting where they were like, listen, we love big monsters. We're going to take over the world. What about a whole bunch of, stay with me, little monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pocket monsters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> They're like, yeah. oh my god, you've created a a multi-decade, yeah. decade, billion-dollar yeah. idea. <laughs> yep. Made, uh, so and good. since uh, since it's been out on digital, I've just been like, uh, right before bed, like an hour before bed, I'll watch some fucking. Pokemon I can't wait to buy YouTube. this movie. That's because a really good idea. It's reinvigorated my interest. It just in Pokemon. Feel, <laughs> this feels like the perfect fucking in the background movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? Delightful. I think yeah. that's how I'm going to revisit it. Yeah. It is yeah. a perfect in the background movie. It's one of my honorable mentions. I loved it. I really loved it. So number threes, let's do it. Yeah. All right, my number three, I mean, we mostly got through it. My number three is The Beach Bum. Ah, This is a movie that, like... At a time, and we talk about this a lot on the yeah. show, where we, you know, especially loving things in like grindhouse stuff, or even things like Alita, yeah. where it's like it's it's very important to remember that having a complicated relationship with a piece of art is not just important; it's essential. Yes, and the Beach Bum really teaches totally. you how to do that. It's I like agree. a lesson in how to get that done because it's very, very broadly funny. Find me someone who doesn't laugh once in the Beach Bum, and you have found me an asshole. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like. It's really digging through this idea of him being an awful guy. I think you cracked yeah. it wide open, Andy. Yeah. Like he is perfectly indicative of of <laughs> the idea of in order to enjoy being poor, you have to be rich. Yeah, it's, yeah. And you know, it's a derelict. Sure. You know, yeah, and yes. it's um, but man, Zoolander, what the hell? <laughs> and, um, it's coming up. A lot I know it's just it's just a very very well made, beautiful to look at, funny movie that is thematically rich without being punishing. Yeah, it's purely enjoyable. It is a just a a breadth of performances of like roles that people were designed in a lab yeah. to play. Moon yeah. is who Matthew McConaughey yeah. has to play. What was Snoop's name in it? Lingerie. Lingerie. <laughs> Need I Hilarious. say more? Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. It ends Ray. Let's rapper name there. is Lingerie. One of the be- one of the best moments really. of the year is Snoop Dogg making out with Isla Fisher <laughs> while there's fireworks happening. Over like you know in Miami and just like having by the Curious playing, it's like yeah. Yeah, this it's is true. what movies were made yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah, this oh. moment. But I actually, uh, since we are talking about that, I Beach Bum might be the most gorgeous movie of the like. Beautiful. It is oh, yeah. a beautiful the, the, the movie. Montages it's like a big bag of fruit snacks. Are like Terrence Malick. They're yeah. Yeah. gorgeous. It's like, like a really, Harmony really well, at the, well, at the yeah. end when McConaughey is saying like his when he's talking to like the the Pulitzer guy and he's like laying out why he's 
the way he is, it's beautiful. Yeah. I don't remember what he's saying. The one line I do remember is, uh, I'm a reverse paranoia. The world is conspiring to make me yes. happy. It's yes. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, it's, beautiful. And, and we've watched it in action. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker breaks out of yeah. rehab and, and is showing, fine with yeah, it. While that <laughs> monologue's happening, it's showing him after finally writing his fucking book and like yep. smoking weed. It's it's just like triumphant. Like He overcomes and everything. Yeah. It is <laughs> but I, very I, like, I like that it sets you up to think that he's going to like it sets you up to think of it as a redemption story. Like he's going to go to rehab and turn his life around. No, but throws that out the window. But the first thing he does when he breaks out of rehab is mug a homeless man by literally smashing a bottle over his head. That's a great uh, reasoning that Jesus died for their sins or whatever they do is already paid for. (laughs) So fucking funny. It's like, he's got a a sin credit card. (laughs) That's actually incredible. If you tie it to what Andy's saying, the movie's all about a sin credit card. That is like America in a nutshell. He's saying he's in rehab because he can't huff and paint and then breaking into houses and burning them down. And then it cuts while they're playing basketball. Like two seconds later, he says like there were children upstairs that I saved and they wouldn't have been saved if I hadn't been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, That's such a good reason. so fucking funny. What I like though is that somehow this movie the stakes are equally low and high. Yes. Yeah, Where yeah, I, yeah. I feel relaxed Very watching it but I feel like they're not letting the, the bad behavior off the hook, even though they are. It, it's very weird. Yeah. I don't know how he nailed it. But it's it, also kind of like, you know how you feel when you're scrolling through Twitter and you're like, Oh, another horrible thing? Yeah, well, I know about that. Oh, yeah, another yeah. horrible thing? Yeah, well, that's 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 the world we live in. It, it has a sort of resigned yes. feeling to it, but also, but it doesn't dismiss it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, I think I forget how I phrase it in my review, but it, it was something like it, it's it's this very appealing worldview. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Where it's like, you know what? There's all kinds of shit happening. Yeah, but if like, you could, wouldn't you? Yeah, like why <sighs> is that probably. my responsibility? You know, blah blah blah. It's like this very appealing, relaxed worldview, but then. Would I want Moondog's life? Absolutely fucking not. Yeah, yeah. It's a horrible life. Like I would never want to live that kind of It's tied to the so to the money thing. The reason he's able to do what he does and overcome yes. and get away with everything is because he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't buys his way out of every single yeah, problem. It doesn't matter. Yes. There are no consequences for him. I mean, it doesn't like, matter. The funniest part of the movie is that he's, he's on the run from the law wearing women's clothes and it works and yes. no one yeah, yeah. questions yeah. it at all. It works <laughs> despite the fact that his regular garb is not it's really almost, that so far removed. Like, you wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I just, it's, and when I, he finally, like, when he finally encounters, like, the like authority and the law like towards the end of the movie it's based they just don't really care anymore like yeah. they're like we've decided that we don't give a yeah. fuck yeah. we're not gonna actually home. arrest when, you um, you when the police come to take away to lock him out of his house when he's leaving he says to the pool guy like I left you some good sticky icky but I can't tell you where these guys might try to smoke it <laughs> <laughs> when he shows the cops in his closet the one cop, it's like a one-second shot, but you see the guy, he's like dead-faced, and then he breaks the tiniest smile when Moondog is saying, like, there's probably some bad guys out there, and you're standing in my closet. The guy laughs for like a half a second. That's incredible. It's so funny. It's the nihilistic feel-good movie of the year. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just want to say before we leave it, yes. that segment with Martin Lawrence is the Dolphin it's- Tour thing. That is it's the hardest blast. I have laughed in as, as far it's back so as I can funny. remember. That is so brilliantly yeah. paced. It is so brilliantly executed, and it is purely absurd. Yeah. And it's just like punishingly joyful. Yeah. I can't even believe it. Yeah. That's like the best thing I've seen on screen all year. Later, that later he says, that Killed can't him. have been a dolphin that had sharp teeth. And <laughs> Moondog is like, yeah, I don't think it was a dolphin, man. <laughs> but what I love is it has not shaken his love for dolphins yeah, yeah. one yeah. iota. Yeah. He loves dolphins, but, but he, he doesn't love them enough to recognize them. And he doesn't seem <laughs> to know what sharks are. There's, there's a part where he's like, I got to feed my cocaine addicted parrot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a blast.
It's so funny. Oh, I love he doesn't that. know what a dolphin is, but his love for it is deeper than any any love <laughs> I've ever felt for anything. It's but yeah, that sounds about shark. right, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, beautiful. My, my number three is another Spring Fest movie, Loose or Luce. Oh man, I really I thought about this. I think I need to see it yeah. again. So um, it, it, it does hasn't come out yet. So it's this good. is one of those picks. Yeah. I guess like Art of Self Defense. Another like pretty intense Octavia Spencer yes. performance. Well, yeah, absolutely. Oh, she's in so, this movie. So the plot that. is this: a married couple is forced to reckon with their idealized image of their son, adopted from the war-torn Eritrea after an alarming discovery by a devoted high school teacher threatens his status as an all-star student. And Eritrea is like a neighbor to like Ethiopia and East Africa. And it's just such a, it's just such a, it's based on a play, uh, which you can definitely tell when you watch it. And also directed by a Nigerian director named Julius Ona, who did the Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to say that this, uh, this seemed, I had never I'm even glad bothered. glad he got a good movie after that. I, I never <laughs> even bothered watching the Cloverfield Paradox, but from what I understand, this is much better. Um, it's got Naomi Watts and Tim Roth doing a funny games reunion. Ooh, oh, interesting. Cool. But yeah. it's just, it's a really good How movie. How do you spell the name of this movie? L-U-C-E. Okay. So it's coming out in August, yeah. um, and everybody should definitely go see it. It's, it is a really powerful movie about like race, expectations, Privilege. Do you uh, remember which is the one line that you, me, and Anne all just did a? Which one? Oh, he's the next Obama. Like no, no. When the guy was like, "Oh man, I'm proud of him. He's my thoroughbred." <laughs> we were oh like, yes, oh. yes. There's all <laughs> kinds of like loaded, like low key, like cringe. There's a lot of cringe worthy stuff in yeah, the movie all the way through. It actually but, kind of takes like similar stabs at at like woke white liberalism that Get Out did. Okay, but not Absolutely. as in a pointed way. Like yeah. it's, it's kind of trying to work through it. It's yeah, it's really fucking good. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, Octavia Spencer is also in it. She's yeah. the only. So the idea is like this kid, Luce. He he's like the an all star student. He's like a he's a true like rags to riches kind of story, like a feel good story to basically make white people feel good about themselves. Yeah. Like, oh, we raised this kid and he's doing great, and he's he a lot was adopted of, from the worst. He was literally like a child best. soldier, mm-hmm. like, and they literally and. They adopted him, and look where he is now. He's a senior in high school, basically has any any college of his choice. But his teacher, Octavia Spencer, as well, as, I don't even know if she finds it, but they find fireworks in his in his locker, mm-hmm. and they think that he's like about to do something with them. There's other really mitigating know. factors yeah. too mm-hmm. as to why so, they. But it but really yeah. keeps you kind of in the dark as to what's. It's like another great movie that really keeps and you it lands in, in the dark like for what's going on. Ambiguous. It's extremely ambiguous. Uh, that Absolutely. that ending is like a real punch in the chest. Like uh, that's loose is good, man. And, I'd like um, to see this as a play. Actually, a, a, it's also like as far earlier we we're talking about like you know director. So this is like really reminded me of uh, kind of like we need to talk about Kevin. It has a bit of. A oh bit. yeah, I've not seen that, but um, she made uh, one of my favorite movies really last heard. year. Yeah, she's yeah. an incredible she, filmmaker. So it definitely has like a Lynn Ramsey vibe that. to it. It does. Yeah. Definitely, but but nuts, man. but yeah. I would say it's a lot less like, but it's a lot more uh, accessible. It's like a little bit less weird than that movie. And um, I think it kind of has because it's a play. It kind of has that fun like bippa bappa bippa bappa banter. Yeah, there's a real cool. rhythm I like to that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's and cool. Like it's a movie that's made where like, oh well, we already have the script. Like yeah. this is this yeah. is meant to be put on stage. Yeah, so that's it cool. has What's a the very other, tangible the thing. Name? Um, because when I brought it up to Jenna, she was like, oh, he's like a very well-respected playwright in like the indie theater kind hmm. of thing. And so I like, believe it's a that. big blow up. It's a, uh, I got it. J.C. Lee. Lee. Yeah, okay. I've never heard of him before. But it's just a really good movie. Um, I was so riveted the entire time. And just like Ma, it sort of, made it, I, I leave the movie thinking, 
you know, wow, like I've really been on a journey through like privilege and yeah. class and yeah. race and all kinds of horrible shit about America. And I'm like, and it's like and st- just stirring that pot, yes, like stirring just, it, just yeah, stirring yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But it's I really, also like deliciously yeah. salacious, though. yeah. Like the way yeah. that it has that rhythm to it. There's revelations where you're like, ooh, oh, yeah. like it sounds yeah. great. It's a really good movie. But I would say though, it does land a little bit more firmly. Like it's kind of this idea that like basically the idea is like no matter what you think about this kid, by the end of the movie, he's still a black man in America, mm. and he will always be like on the run basically mm-hmm. you know what i mean no matter what no no matter no matter what he's done mm-hmm. he'll, he'll always he'll never right, right, right. he'll yeah, always yeah, yeah, be yeah. Yeah. sort of a innocent or guilty in this situation sure. yes. that the, uh, regardless always, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. will always be uh an out he will always be on the run that's it yeah. basically that's a, I, I like that that's interesting and yo what's her name naomi watts is like like exceptional, oh, it's a great cast, she's man. always love fantastic. Her. But like, I'm yeah. so we always forget that yeah. she's, she's like, great. She Twin Peaks season three, baby. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a child, oh if you're in a movie, she's like the hero that yeah. her if, and Dougie. Uh, oh if, my goodness! Absolutely. If you're a child of Naomi Watts and Tim Roth in a movie, you should run. Yeah, funny game. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. 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 What about you, Jacob? What's your um, uh, this is one I hope that's going to come up some more. I can't believe it hasn't yet. John Wick three. What a fucking Jacob. We're matching. I'm matching again. Number three. That's my number three. Let's fucking. My first thing about this movie is like 90 minutes in when I should have to pee, and I'm like, how much longer does this have left? I'm sitting up in my seat. I I feel fucking great. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, The whole it's it's my favorite one of the trilogy. I think that all of it fucking really your first. favorite. It's my favorite. I love. See, I one. think it's my least favorite, I, I which all, puts it at a nine point sure. nine eight out awesome. of ten. Yeah. Yeah. I really do think it's my favorite. I feel like the world building and acting and script and action all yeah. fucking light on fire yeah. on this one. Like Lawrence and Fishburne, them dogs. Lauren, yeah, the dog. <laughs> the scene with Halle Berry, the big dog set piece, yep. fucking rocks. A- amazing. Like she, she, her, like she. Some people said like she doesn't do the stunts as well as Keanu. She looks fucking the, the, awesome. She does a fantastic. I don't know job. what the fuck amazing. people are talking about. That She's amazing. Ran up a wall. I, okay, I'll, I'll be. <laughs> you know I'll risk video? being a bit of a dick, and maybe maybe it was my own like male conditioning. But when I was watching that movie, there was part of me that was like, "Oh, these guys are kind of like waiting for her to like kick their ass a little bit." Dude, but the I think it looks great. You whereas in like that about John Wick's yeah. fighting, sure. too. yeah, it, it it's true. It but it, like whereas in Atomic Blonde, I'm like, oh. She's fighting a bunch of men, and this is probably what it would be like if a woman with like a smaller build, who was yeah, still incredibly enough, strong, was fighting these like big fucking guys. I was kind of like, and John Wick three, I was, I feel like these guys are kind of waiting around for Halle Berry to kick their this ass. This is a I very like John Wick three's. I, I might be that might be my that, sexist. That everybody said the yeah. same thing about Atomic Blonde that she's okay. moving too slow. This and is it looks like they're, they're this waiting. is a very dickheaded response. It's all to that, very but, yeah. Please <laughs> tell me, Halle Berry is very clearly doing all of the things that you're watching her do in that movie. I could never do any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could. Like, spinning no, around. She, like, but Halle Berry would absolutely fit, kick my fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Halle Berry is always going to be in better shape than me for the rest of my life yeah. and the rest of her No matter what forever. you do, yeah. she'll this be better. This actually means the scene be, where they well, beat up Braun from, break, from uh, Game of Thrones. That was Breaking so awesome. Man, and then she's Who has like, a horrible like, French accent. Like, there's one long tracking shot of her and the dogs fucking yeah. shit up. Yeah. And it rocks. But I'll be quick because I want you, I want to hear what you guys say. A lot, a lot of dicks. A lot of dick fighting. This is the movie of 2019. Just just annihilating genitals. I want to yeah, say like all of it. That's what needs to happen. Asia Taylor yeah. Dillon. Yes. Yeah. No. Asia Kate Dillon. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yes. on. All right. They are on Billions. They're an <laughs> they incredible actor. Bobby Billions. Yes. I would watch a show of them as like the adjudicator. They are so. Fuck. Do you watch Billions? No, I don't. But I'd I like thought to. you did. Yeah, you should. It's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, Who does Billions? Damien Lewis. Paul, Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. No, who's the creator? I don't Some know. Brian. Brian Sorkin's son and Brian Koppelman. 
I think. Some dude. Okay. It's really good. Okay. They they play okay, like they, okay. they play the mentor of the main character who becomes yeah, their yeah. adversary on Billions. Right. And week by week, like like I I've said this with uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. When we did that episode, uh, I was watching Hall Catch Fire. No no no. But oh. an actor from a TV show I was watching at the time is in Blade Runner twenty forty five. Mackenzie oh. Davis. So I was I'm like, I just love when an actor from a TV show I love is in a movie. I also oh, love. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm familiar with all. What the a cool character tricks. too. Yeah, what a cool total badass. Cold, clinical, does not give a she fuck. She holds her. Or they, I'm so sorry. They hold their own with Ian it's McShane. They fucking do it. It's all their scenes are incredible. The fight scenes are unbelievable. This fight yeah. scene with the raid guys and all yeah. everybody getting kicked through glass. Dude, knife incredible. fight in the knife store. Yeah. Unreal. Go home. Unreal. Go home. Motorcycle fight with swords. Yep. Uh, the whole final set piece in the yep. punching a horse ass. so it kicks a person yep. to yep. death. Yeah. yeah. And Lance Reddick and Lawrence Fishburne are having a fucking blast yep. in that movie. Yeah. So I, I feel like the first yeah, twenty, the first twenty five minutes of this movie. Unreal might be the best yes. twenty five minutes of the entire trilogy. Yes, and, agreed. And so that's agreed. that's the only thing it does wrong. And then the rest of the movie, I think just it can't blows really its compare. load early. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, well so I also think like it's still like just the best movie ever made. You know, it's so fucking good. I personally have a heart for the second one. That's that's my favorite of the trilogy. I but think that's probably the most rewatchable. I think one's like the the, the fist that yeah. I want to be punched by most. Well, one is like very funny, actually. Like one is like a really funny, fun movie. Two, it's pop tarty though. It, it hasn't become its own thing. Yet. Right. Two is just, I think, beautiful, but like also like still has a lot of the sort of like dramatic heart of the series oh, yeah. in it. And, and like, the Ibiza geography of that scene in Ibiza, the shooting through the yeah, catacombs, yeah. that's just masterful. It's, it's awesome. yeah. masterful. I really, and I love the finale of Amifa. that movie in the, the, the art installation, which is like very cool. But anyway, this movie though is like just one of the most seamless, perfectly executed on every conceivable level okay. action movies I've ever seen. It's the the only thing yeah. I can think of that it compares to is like Fury Road. Yeah, it I it is such a well executed the colors, the light, the sound, the performances, the choreography Everything is like so incredibly precise. Fury Road's a great comparison. Yeah. It's just like nonstop action. How do we one up what we've done before? Yes. How do we make you care? It's it all fucking just takes. incredible. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I there there are a few movies this year that I want to rewatch, and I've already seen this twice. Yeah. Like, th- this is one of the few movies I saw twice this year, and I want to watch it two, three, four more times. Like, um, it just is such a pure. Per- to me, this is like when Dan and I talk about movie movies and like the idea, the, the dumb phrase of something like pure cinema or whatever. <laughs> John Wick 3 is that to me, though. It's no, like, it, it is, it is, it is right. just... The scene where he assembles the pistol, the yes. anti-pistol is a reference to some Eli Wallace. And then I just think, to uh, shoot one guy yeah. and then have a whole fucking other action scene. I think scene. it's, it's like Once rule. Upon a Time in the West. or It's some Sergio Leone movie that yeah. that happens in. Oh, without a and doubt. And then near the end, he, when that. he takes off his belt to start whipping ass yeah. with his belt and yeah. like yeah. A, a spaghetti western... Well, also, by the way... I do want to say this. Like, I the second one is my favorite of this trilogy. This one is somewhere in there, whatever. Mark Dacascus, his whole sequence might be strong, baby. Might be the best thing in the whole trilogy. He's amazing. He's so good. John Wick fanboy that gets and has to kill him. His line reading after the big fight, pretty good fight, Uh, huh, John? (laughs) He's amazing amazing in this. It might be the best thing in the trilogy. Is the entire just Mark Dacascus like storyline in this fanboy out? It's so good. I think a rule as to what is a movie movie is that a wealth of it is made in pre-production. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that you can 
deny that most of John Wick is about how well prepared they are to execute. This I, movie. I, I heard an interview with with uh, Stahelski, the the director, and he said something to the effect of like. Uh, uh, most movies are content to go like six weeks of of choreography and training, and Halle Berry was there for nine months every single day, like a, awesome. like yeah. not raising her children to make sure that. She what do you could, think like, of that, do, Andy? You know, like, huh? Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what did I? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good for man. I yeah. once again, it's I so never good. Do that. The, I yeah. love the like. I think it is referencing a bunch of older movies that have come before it. Like, yes. With the Sergio, there's some Sergio Leone it, Western it, guitar it's moments. It's definitely oh, uh, actually owes a yeah, lot. It references to, like, the Matrix. It references yeah. the Matrix. But it, but it owes uh, a lot to Western. We need called guns. The Matrix. Yeah. For, for, and, um, for such an Eastern influence movie, it like owes a lot to Western. For sure, so, I agree. you know, it's some. I think it was uh, Priscilla Page on, twi- on Twitter, who's like a really good. Yeah, film she rocks. Group. She said the part, like the star, he's told to go find in the desert is like the dog star. That's oh, of course, fucking yeah. awesome. What <laughs> the fuck? Someone no says way. like, go to the end of the desert and look for the star, and then someone's gonna find you. And the star she's referencing is part of like Canis Majoris. It's really like the tip of the dog constellation's head. In in what movie? In John, John Wick Three. three. Oh wait, but oh wait, so that's just a constellation. That's looking for. Well, dogs is that a reference are... to another movie? No, it's a no, reference no, no. to dogs. Him he loves dogs. Dogs. Oh, oh, dogs. dogs. Wait, you guys okay. are missing. <laughs> Andy. Hey, hold on, Andy. Have you seen? No, you guys are missing. You guys are missing the actual Wick? pun. Wait, wait, what is it? Keanu Reeves' band is called Dogstar. Oh, oh really? Yeah, he's the bassist for a band called oh, Dogstar. No. I, I thought they were going for it. Oh, yeah. For real, Brilliant. 100%. No, I had no idea. It's called Dogstar. That's yeah. hilarious. That, that I didn't know. I was, But it just yeah. like made sense to me. It's like dogs. That's the I whole fucking series about Pris- dogs. I was quoting Priscilla. It wasn't just a puppy. That's why she phrased it that way, because it's the name of his band. But it's that kind of movie that's just rife with tons of little stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it oh, fucking rocks. I'm gonna watch it's it a great. thousand times. And I think any time that we get to watch Ian McShane do anything at oh, all yeah. for any yeah. reason, we should treat it as a gift, I, as I a just, treasure. I want to say real quick, he gives one of the best performances of the year in the Deadwood movie. He's a fucking nice. awesome okay. actor. Oh, that's good. He's oh, one exactly. of the best performances Non-stop. of all time in, in Hot John Wick Three too. In <laughs> <Yeah>. Hot Rod, <laughs> yes, he's, he's great. He is incredible. Number two. Number two. Number two. Wait, is it me? Am I number two? Number two. All right. Caveat. This is what I said on the way in today. My number two and my number one, I have gone back and forth forever, and the answer to which one is my number one is whichever one I listened to the music to more recently. And I think that holds true here. So with that said, my number two is Rocket Man. Oh, man, I haven't nice. seen this yet. I haven't seen Rocket it, I Man is like absolutely it. fucking stellar yeah. Yeah. on every level. Taron Edgerton gives I really want to see it for of him. a lifetime. I love Taron Edgerton. So good in it. I didn't realize I would, but, but whereas like something like... Uh, I want to see his Robin Hood movie. <laughs> No, uh, you don't. I said it. You <laughs> okay, don't say it. It's good. Okay. It's not uh, Taron, though. Yeah, but um, but the Kingsman movies a lot of fun. Yes, but, and a lot of that coasts on his charisma. Agreed. But yep. as it turns out, he's very. He can get pathos. He can. He can sing. He is Elton John. Whereas I watched him perform an Elton John song. It's like, unreal. There was like a live video, he has and a it was new like original song with Elton John that oh, they really? did just for yeah. the soundtrack. It. Rules. It, I, he's like very. It, it's like impressive how good he it's is. It's incredible. Yeah. And what's cool about this movie is that we live in the shadow of Dewey Cox. It, yes, he absolutely yes. cannot do that formula anymore. Yeah. Case in point, Bohemian Rhapsody, a movie that I didn't hate as much as everyone right. else did, but I, I don't think I can go so far as to say that it's like, not good. That it's the like you know particularly well put together. Although Dexter Fletcher probably added some color to it, as evidenced by what he's we've the seen director here, right? He's the director here. Uh, you will remember Dexter Fletcher. I believe he played Soap in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. He is of he's the, also uh, a guy na- Richie. He was in an actor. Yeah, dude, he's the he was in the show Band of Brothers. Yes, he was in Band of Brothers, which I just recently rewatched. I was like, is that Dex? Is that the same Dexter Fletcher? But whereas, bless you, whereas every 
music biopic I've ever seen feels as if it was written and directed by a fanboy or fangirl who loves this artist. Rocket Man feels as if it was ripped from Elton John's soul. And I cannot believe it. Uh, That's really cool. It's a mix of diegetic music, of musical numbers a la West Side Story, of moments where the music ties into where him and Bernie Taupin are, which Jamie Bell, killer performance is Bernie Taupin. Interesting. Um, where they're writing together and a song comes out of it. Like the way that they use the music is every way that you can use music in a movie. But at the same time, it has all of the pageantry of what we love about Elton John. Um, and there's not that angle of, well, he had some rough times. Uh, but he really is a genius. Instead, it feels like Elton John being like, I fucked up. Everybody fucks up. I fucked up bad. I fucked up hard. But I can forgive myself if you can forgive me. Like, it has that angle to it, yeah. which is unreal. I'm telling you, it is just a masterpiece. I really want to see it. I cried my fucking eyes out. I was bopping the whole time. It, it's just... Yeah. I mean, everything you. about it rules. I can't wait to say it. I fucking love Elton John. David Ehrlich said it really well. It's crazy that Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man are both considered movies when yeah. one is so much better. It's than really wild. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made sure this joke right. in my review. Uh, ever since Dewey Cox, it's like you know the They're he's got to do. think about his whole mo- his whole li- his whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to think as about his whole born. life before he goes on stage. That's dead. But Elton John has to think about his whole life. Because he's in therapy, and that's what you do in therapy. It's a really cool read on life. It's very cool. cool. The costuming is great. The arrangement of the musical number is great. Just everything about it absolutely works. It is a five-star movie through and through. And I love Elton John. I love him more now. I listen to the soundtrack so goddamn much. It's and kudos, and it's actually Taron Egerton like sings the songs. He sings the Now that automatically, I. Why would I watch? So the thing that was so stupid about watching Bohemian Rhapsody yeah, is no one will ever watch, be able to do Freddie You're just watching Freddie people Mercury. fucking lip sync to yeah. what is it, diegetic music or what, whatever? Well, diegetic whatever happens is happening over. in the scene. Okay, yes. so yeah. so you're listening to non-diegetic music then, which is what's yeah, happening. Pre-recorded tracks. Yeah. yeah. So you're just watching like Rami Malek basically fucking. You know, lip sync to this stuff, and it's just so. And it's a shame. Why too. would I do that? I'm yeah. watching people play dress up. And do like a karaoke performance. Yeah. This is actual trash. So, so you show me a movie I need to watch. So, like the fact that he's actually singing these songs, I'm like, well, maybe it's not as satisfying as is like listening to Elton John. But I'm not here to listen yeah, to Elton right. John. I'm here to watch this movie. I'm here to see this character. You know, it's funny that you say that because. When he's wrong in the movie, he says that people don't pay to see Reginald Dwight. People pay to see Elton John. Well, that's so. And you're so, saying it's actually the opposite, and you're right. So he, so in a way, he's playing Reginald Dwight in this movie. Yeah, it's not it, Elton John. It's phenomenal, and with with Rami Malek, you know, nobody has ever or will ever be able to sing like Freddie Mercury. Not, not possible. It'll never happen in a he, million. He had a he had years. a rough. It's never gonna happen. He had his work cut out for him, and I appreciate that. However, nevertheless. Taron Edgerton actually singing, though, he doesn't do an impression of Elton John. He just sings the songs to the best of his ability which in an Elton Which is exactly style. how it should be. Nails yeah. it. A big, yeah. thing, so uh, a big TV controversy. I'm so sorry. I oh, don't no. Really... no, I'm okay. done. I'm just, I, I couldn't stop fawning over this movie. It is a brilliant masterpiece of the highest order. It's the I'm best it's musical good, biopic we're gonna I've get, ever seen. We're going to get so much more musical Terrible. biopics now. Yeah. Like a fucking Led Zeppelin biopic. You know, you know we're going to no, get a fucking Nirvana biopic. Yeah, probably. It's going to be yeah, bad. Walk Hard broke the genre and then somehow Someone who is currently 10 years old will play. 
play Kurt Cobain. <laughs> or maybe like maybe they're 14, but they're yeah. going to play Kurt I, yeah. Cobain. What you were saying about the best of his abilities. In Chernobyl, everybody has British accents. And a criticism of the show is like, well, why don't they have Ukrainian accents? Because they would sound fucking because stupid. Because British just sounds closer to American than... Like, honestly, it's if there was there a circus of accents, it would be... Yeah, it's ugh. because London's in between Ukraine and Hollywood. But the other reason is like... <laughs> I don't want to hear... I don't, yeah, well that's the reason. You have to transfer I don't want to hear a bunch of non-Ukrainian accent uh, people will fake that accent, right? It'd right. be unbearable. Yeah. So yeah, like, British exactly. is a good... Mid- like, Star like, Wars. Hello, governor. Yeah. Chernobyl's <laughs> radioactive, in it. Did you guys see those fucking? The, well, the, good. The, well, you, you know what I'm talking There's yeah, this the comedian guy, Hampton yeah. Yount on uh, Twitter who was making fun of this and doing like my Chernobyl tryouts. Yeah. He's basically like, "Oh, I'm from Chernobyl," and it's just so good. But for like fuck's sake, it's great in Chernobyl. That is literally to the best what it of is. Their abilities, uh, it's a ripe cunt. The radioactive. <laughs> We will get some really fuck like I'm, the trend's gonna continue. We're gonna get more musical biopics. Yeah. If they're fucking good, that rules. Like like I'm I'm just relieved to hear that Rocket Man is legitimately yeah. good. It gets so much horrible. mileage off of the concept of based on a true fantasy. Sure. Because and what's weird is whether it's whether it's factually accurate, it feels so emotionally honest that yeah. that's irrelevant. That's I never what, once that's what you want question. and need out of a biopic, I think. Well, with Bohemian Rhapsody, which was like whatever, yeah. I came out of that going, well, that's not what really happened. That's not, with Rocket Man, I didn't even have that inclination. Right, this is a matter. I was like, this yeah. is the truth. The storytelling yeah. is strong enough. It's, yeah. it's the ecstatic truth. Yeah. 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 I can't wait to see it. I needed it's yeah. uh, you should, and if it's on the big screen, you should absolutely go see it on the big screen. Uh, and we'll call see. me, I will go see it with you. Yeah. It's, it's very cool, also, that it came out in the year where Ellen John's doing his final tour. Mm-hmm. He's retiring. Yeah. I am buying a ticket, I don't give a I wish fuck I could. how much it costs. Ellen John fucking slaps, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, Ellen John's every really song ever was a banger. I'm sorry, did I eat all 10? No, now? you're fine. No, you're good. I, I don't know if Rocket Man is anymore. like no, no. so fucking. I can't even begin to tell you how much it means to me. It's so good, it's fine. I'm letting it's people so stretch, baby. But okay, we're good. We're doing I, good. I we're think, good. yeah, it's not four yeah. hours yet. We're no, doing no, good. We're we still have good. plenty of Red Dead Redemption. Let's get to yes, four hours. Let's do it. <laughs> My number two is, I'll make it quick, is Us as well. Oh, right nice. Um, yes. Which did you guys know that it also means U.S.? Oh, my God. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> There you go. What if I um, threw my headphones on the ground and just like walked <laughs> out of the house and You're never like, hey, got back. any more dead mice <laughs> to kill? Anyone dead else want to co-host the show? Garrett just walked to Maine. <laughs> never heard anything but, uh, so incredible. But this is just such a rich movie. Um, this is endlessly interpretable and and kind of like the Beach Bum. I, I at first when I left the theater, I was like, oh, that was really good. And then you know, a couple of days later, I'm like, I love that movie. Yeah, very much. And. I this is the movie I where I just keep on thinking about it and uh, I have I just walk around with it in my head kind of. Um, I've like I've yeah. told people this a couple times and pretty much everybody is like once they've seen it agreed with me. It's a movie where like the moment you walk out of the theater, it's a three star movie that you're like, yeah, that was really interesting. That was like that was good. That was cool. And then like a day later, you're like. Oh, that was like actually that was good. Like I that was very and then like a week or two later, you're like, that was a five star masterpiece. And what the fuck was I thinking two weeks ago yeah. when I walked out of it and didn't know it was? Yeah, how exactly. much entertainment value out of what hundred minutes? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten at least seventy two hours yeah. of entertainment yeah. value yeah. collectively. Yeah. And, and I would say too that like at with Get Out, I would say Get Out was like I mean, uh, there's not even really a need to compare them, but I mean Jordan Peele is an incredible director at just two movies, so we can compare them. Yeah. But Get Out was like pretty much a perfect movie. I would yeah. say like there's nothing to, that anyone should change about that movie. Yeah. But us definitely connected to me on like a deeper and more emotional level. Yeah. Uh, perhaps because like Get Out maybe wasn't really too. Get, Get Out wasn't really made to connect with me, but made for me to maybe like bear witness to and like be in awe of Get Out. Like a, I kept calling it like a sniper, right? A sniper. Right, right, exactly. It's like a, it's like a very precise.
race machine but that, exactly. that is built for one specific purpose and yes. nails it. And and us like just there's so many us just unfolds and unfolds and unfolds. It's unfold. this big shambling yeah. like uh, unorganized monster, you know, but 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 deceptively shambling, but knows exactly yeah, what tight. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very. Tight. There's so many ambiguous threads dangling that are purposefully put there for our interpretation. Yeah, yeah. it defies you to make a sequel, but no one would dare. It's yeah. uh, it, it, it's like the thing where it just like leaves all these things on the table for you to kind there's of. There's no like, sequel that you could make from. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. says everything it had to say. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I would also say, like, you know, I like to come up with theories of, oh, this movie is about this. Well, I, I mean, you could come up with any theory about this. It's, like, endlessly yes, interminable, I, I like agree. I said. But I really connected with the idea that, like, the underground world looks a lot like a uh, the hallway of a public school. Mm. Yes, it does. And, like, mm-hmm. and, like yeah, when, you, yeah. when you go into mm-hmm. their, quote-unquote, classrooms, like, mm-hmm. all the desk chairs and the chalkboards, it's, like, it's basically, like, this is what happens when you basically leave an entire, like, half of the country, if not more, to kind of just rot and like feed on themselves so it's about like how we've basically completely left so many people behind in this country for sure man and they're like just living on you know like just living literally underneath us more or less it's well, a movie and, about our time yeah we'll get better as time goes exactly on. Yeah. and yep, and yep. to just think about you know and that's why that's what makes the hands across america thing so I just so keep thinking good. about that. And, Me too. And that's like, I feel like that's kind of something that Jordan Peele does um, in his movies or in his sketch comedy too. He takes like things that have names and concepts in our culture and then like kind of unpacks them and like oh, makes Gremlins fun of too. them. Like Gremlins yeah. too. But yeah. also remember like uh, the Continental Breakfast skit. <laughs> He's like, oh, Continental Breakfast. So this is I like. I literally had a conversation right. about Continental Breakfast with Jenna last night. Right, exactly. And we, we landed on Continental Breakfast means greasy eggs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, but the way it sounds like is Continental. Oh, it's Continental. Oh, I wish John Wick had a joke about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Continental. Oh, my God. Yeah, Hopefully, number four will. there is bullets. But, yeah. but in this case, like, th- this is kind of what he does with Hands Across America. He's like, oh, Hands Across America. Well, what is that mean like let's kind of yeah the let's use of hands across america bit. is like a cultural thing is fucking awesome yeah, yeah it's and, really and interesting it's one of those little things that like i sort of remembered from childhood but like clearly jordan peele really he remembered really, yeah, it had an influence on <laughs> it. Yeah. i, ha- I have, made a movie about it i de- it's like one of those things that i definitely i didn't remember remembering until this movie came out right, and then jordan right. peele was talking about it and i was like oh i do remember these commercials and then he was talking about how they scared him and I started thinking about like, oh, I do remember being little and hearing this concept of hands across America of people standing in a line holding hands and like not being able to understand like how that like it was scary in the sense that like it was such a big idea. I didn't understand how it would work. Right. Yeah, it's I, so I, huge. I, I couldn't figure it, out how that would function. It's or, too it, monumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. did cover all the ground, but there were enough people in certain areas that if they were all stretched out, they would have. Right, right, right. And that's yeah, kind of yeah. the way that horror works on like a young mind. Yes. Like, clearly, he's yeah. like a horror nerd yeah. who's been loved, who's loved horror movies since he was a kid. Yes. Probably like a lot of us. He and, taps like, into like a very. It's like, oh, what would it. Wait, are they really. Are they really gonna stand all the way across right. America? And that's like ter- yeah. it's morphing yes, in his yes, mind yes, into this. Exactly. Like he doesn't understand because you don't get what a metaphor is yeah, when you're a yes. kid. You literally think that their people are right. are holding their hands across America, and that's what it's yeah, supposed to mean. Yeah, good right. point, man. So it gets to be like old, and it's like, oh well, let's unpack that a little bit. Y- yeah. Why yeah. is that so weird? And he's what? tapping into like these very, you know, we we talk about horror has always been this sort of like, oh, it taps into our base kind of nature and our and and when you think about it, it's like. 
we all grew up in the 80s with these commercials and it's like well part of our base nature is this weird shit like there's all this weird like advertising indoctrination type stuff which leads to these like hallways that look like yep. the schools and stuff like it's about our indoctrination yes. into thinking and oh, being yeah. the we, way that we, pump we are out a people yeah. machine yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and so then you look at something like hands across america actually becomes like a weird base fear right like it, not not in a very specific sense but you could see how you could extrapolate like yeah, like literally anything that we were sort of given as the sort of American propaganda machine would be something that anybody could relate to. If I do Hands Across America as a horror concept, everyone will know what yes. I mean. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If you're alive right now, you'll know what I mean. Well, I'll attach to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, we get the, the last, like, yeah. uh, 40 minutes or so where the dad, the mot ward, Lapita's off doing the underground tunnel stuff, yeah. and the dad and the daughter, like, see the chain forming. Yeah. <laughs> They're basically like, we should get the fuck away from this. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's horrifying yeah. to see. As it's soon really as you really conceive scary, of what yeah. it actually looks like, it's like, this is terrifying. And, yeah. uh, That's the, too like, many people. Like yeah. I said, the, the scene with with um, with Tim Heidecker and Elizabeth Moss where you realize for the first time in the movie that this is not specific to this family. This is happening all over. They get killed over the course of like thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the entire yeah. family yeah. gets. Yeah. And it's the, like, there's a part where um, where the the do you know what the character what the family's name is the man family uh, the, the main oh, I, I know the white family the, the Tyler's yeah, yeah. Uh, the they're main all, family is oh fuck the, the, my point is they're sitting around talking about what they're gonna do next and Tim Heidecker's daughter's dead body is just like oh yeah sitting yeah. in the glass table in front of them and the dad's like got his feet up it's so fucking funny and yeah. horrifying at the yeah. same yeah. time it I rules. think it's also worth mentioning that between us glass and under the silver lake that is three times that cinematographer Mike Jalakis has been represented today. Really? Really? Yes. Good for He's the MVP um, of this right. thing. He did Split. <laughs> uh, like, he started... Yeah, and, and honestly, why would you oh, not that's, hire him? That's yeah. right. When it comes to making a lens that oh, is wow. densely crisp it, and yeah. shows a larger, ha- a larger horror through a thin, wide frame, yeah. there's nobody better. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. him, and Octavia Spencer, and Elizabeth Moss are all the MVPs. They're the key. Yeah, yeah. honestly, yeah. yeah. The yeah. of the year. Yeah. That's really. Players. I didn't know he had shot those other two. That, yeah. He's doing and good he work. He shot us, and it looks beautiful. Yeah, it's and gorgeous. there's so many moments though at us, like that first shot. You know the this one tapping the face. Oh, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. That looks like right out of it follows. Yeah, and, and yeah. I uh, there must that, be that something very too. Much imposing widescreen that's. <laughs> thin top to bottom <laughs> and uh, I, I've broken this mic a hundred yeah. times over oh. the course of the show there, there so. must be something too like I'm obviously I'm a white guy but there, there's definitely something too about like lighting black skin too like, I mean that's what um, the yes. the yeah, title yeah. of Moonlight that's the exactly. thing about Moonlight yeah, yeah. So Barry Jenkins is talking so. about have you seen Moonlight Garrett? not yet oh uh, man you gotta I've, see it I've so only seen it twice so I wanna rewatch it with my girlfriend but I know I'm gonna fucking cry my ass Netflix that, what about I, you, Jacob? Jenna and I saw that. That was one of those <laughs> movies where I was like, I don't know if she's digging it. And then I looked over and it's like, oh, we're both sobbing. <laughs> this is uh, perfect. <laughs> just one more thing about us, and I'll keep my number two really short. The, the, the son is the only one that realizes that the doppelgangers mimic what they do, which is how he defeats his. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Do- backs into the fire. There's a lot means, of interesting cool. things about the way that they well, are tethered to one another. Yeah. I have yeah. so many theories. You can listen to our yeah. episode. Yeah, we did, where we yeah. also, also, real quick, too, a lot of like big old monster movies and horror movies are called like them or they came yes. or oh, invasion yeah, yeah, yeah. of them. It's all about yeah. the other. Yeah. This they, is a movie called us. us. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's interesting. Yeah, that's make cool. us realize about yeah, ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, what, if, what if the catch line for us was what does this make us realize about yeah. ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was literally like we are our own worst enemies. Yeah. Like, right, or like you're, watch yourself. Yeah. I, I think don't that need was one that, of them. But I thought cool. the tagline was us. It's like you, but bad. Like that. 
I thought uh, it, I could swear it was something. Like I, I, I think it was Wash Yourself, which yeah. is which is the yeah, best oh, one. Yeah, yeah. very funny. Yeah. Uh, my number two is The Beach Bum. Like I said, nihilistic feel oh, good nice. movie of the year. I, I I legit. I'll keep it really short. We already talked about it. Yeah. It's fucking funny. It's like the funniest movie since Pop Star is super bad to me. <laughs> oh, I love that. Nonstop jokes on top of pretty pretty human drama. Yes. If my if, I agree. if my fucking girlfriend died and I suddenly had no money, that'd be a hard spot to get out of. It's man. a weirdly <laughs> relatable movie. Yeah. But then he still has all this money. <laughs> yes, like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's yeah. rich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he has stuff to fall back on. His performance is fucking great. All the people he meets, Snoop Dogg, Zach Efron, Martin Lawrence. There's one more I think I'm forgetting. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> they're all phenomenal. The partner, like the last twenty minutes, are fuck. Like I said, I almost think they're comparable to Terrence. Mann. Oh, it, it, yeah. it's just like he's at least riffing poem. on that whole yeah, thing. It's like yeah. a tone yeah. poem, and I don't know what that term means, but I think it's very applicable. <laughs> the yeah. part where Snoop Dogg realizes the cops are coming from him. Yeah. I mean, the the funniest line in the movie is when Snoop Dogg is showing him his private weeds stash, and he's like, "This is the Nassau Command Center. <laughs> this shit only grows in an isolated pond in Jamaica." <laughs> um, the part at the where everybody's fleeing, like Snoop Dogg sends him to, to the keys on his seaplane. Snoop Dogg is just like gas up the seaplane. Someone scrape up Moon Dog, get all the money in the place, and then when they say goodbye to each other, all of his goodbyes with all those previously mentioned bit actors are very tender and nice. Yes, like Jonah yeah. Hill says, working with you has made me feel better about myself. Oh yeah, yeah. I know I accomplished something because I have you on my resume, basically. And then when he says goodbye to Snoop Dogg, he says, like, I'll see you again on some distant shore. Mm-hmm. Made me fucking cry my eyes out. That's well, so funny. I saw it opening day at 4.20 p.m. I was the only person in my theater in Center City, Philadelphia. 4.20 p.m. Yeah. Perfect, right? This movie got fucking ran out of theaters. It totally bombed. Yeah. I think it's a, yeah. just a joyful, dramatic, I really beautiful masterpiece. I, I'll just randomly crack up. The other, like, a few weeks ago, I was just at work, and I just started thinking about how they described about how Harmony Corrine's and this intention for Zach Efron's hair was a panini <laughs> and I just I'll just start I just started laughing my fucking ass off I never heard um, that that's amazing that's his hair looks like a fucking I told you guys panini. this I, I heard this on Holy another shit. podcast McConaughey referred to Harmony Corinne as harmonics the entire time they were shooting McConaughey harmonics is a fucking funny nickname especially for harmonics is the yes. company that makes guitar here yeah yes. yeah uh, McConaughey wrote like two pages worth of backstory and notes for the character Moondog that Harmony Corinne did not read yeah he wiped his ass <laughs> And then um, <laughs> Ma- Ma- Harmony Corinne was like, this movie is about an unhealthy guy who gets healthy. He doesn't actually get healthy, but he mentally gets healthy and finds a way to be carefree and clarity. He learns how to not care. But yeah. McConaughey was like, no, it's about a healthy guy <laughs> who gets healthier. And Harmony Corinne was just like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, all right, all right. So I wonder right. which, which <laughs> of those two guys is crazier. But uh, yeah, yeah, what a beautiful, it's beautiful a perfect movie. Mix. It, is yep. a, it is a joyful movie I'll put on many times in years just to come. Just two, two crazy weirdos being like, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah. and and, uh, but, but privately, they're both like, he's not on my wavelength. <laughs> exactly. you know? They're both like, so much better, though. They're like, both like, you ever think about space, right? Yeah. But they're completely coming out of I think more movies way. would be better if like a lot of people were on different pages while they were making it. <laughs> yeah. 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 A, lot of, a lot of people are, man. Yeah. 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 But, Can uh, anyone... Yeah, I, I think there's a legit Terrence Malick-worthy sequence of montage. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Harmony Green is a great transcends, visual like, yeah. like the language of film, and it's like the words I'm hearing are beautiful, and the images <laughs> I'm hearing are beautiful. He should totally win a second Oscar for it. That's yeah. all I got. Yeah. Does anyone know what baseball game is happening tonight because I just got a very funny text about it. Is there a Phillies game? Probably no idea. Apparently Chase Utley just threw out the first pitch 
to Mac from It's Always Sunny oh, in wow. Philadelphia. <laughs> no. And that makes me so happy. That's fucking cool, yeah. That's, dope. That's weird. Uh, all right, my number two is uh, should surprise no one because I'm wearing it on my head. Godzilla, king oh. of the monsters. You're, 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 you mean one? your best big boy? Not my number one. No I'm in, I'm he's enthused. my best big boy. Godzilla, he's, your he's best big boy. I'm very enthused by how much you love this movie. I, I really love this yet. movie. It's, it's a great movie. It's mostly because I've watched like 17 or 18 other Godzilla movies You've been in on a journey. Yeah, yeah. I've been on a real kaiju journey over the last like few months. A kaiju journey, if you will. Journey, if you <laughs> will. Made a lot of big friends. <laughs> I've made a lot of big <laughs> friends in a lot of big places. Uh, and they should have called it Monsters Inc. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's I really loved this <laughs> movie. No, I, bro, this movie kind of feels amazing. this movie feels like a love letter to the Toho Godzilla movies to me. I uh, like. I have seen many of them now. I've seen a lot of the two thousands era. The it's called the Millennium Era. Uh, and this movie feels like it's like very steeped in the Millennium Era's kind of like lore uh, and the the kind of the way it decides to use the monsters as these sort of godlike creatures uh, that don't necessarily care for us or even know anything about <laughs> us, but then uses the human characters as these like, well, we assume because we're human, we're important, so... When Godzilla's looking at me, I matter. And it's like, actually, that's <laughs> I love not, that. But that's Godzilla, like not the case really at all. I feel that yeah. way about I, Kyle I Chandler. Love, yes, I love, your I love his face. Kyle Chandler's like, if you carved a perfect person out of a, a bar of soap, I love Kyle Chandler. I think Kyle Chandler's amazing in this movie. A lot, of, a lot of people criticize this movie because of his performance. but No, they're, he gets it. He, he, really, he is the only good one. I think he opinion, really gets it. And I also, uh, I really think this movie is definitely owes a lot to and is referencing Final Wars, which is a very crazy Godzilla movie that's directed by the guy that made Versus and if you've seen Versus Versus is a Dude, fucking that gif you tweeted uh, is fucking bonkers it's insane <laughs> I gotta see Th that there are aliens and mutants in Godzilla Final Wars well yeah that's in, a, that's <laughs> in addition to kaiju monsters I love it's, it it's an insane movie and there is one American character in that movie he is a uh, submarine captain <laughs> of course that is clearly played by the only American man the Japanese filmmaker knew uh <laughs> And he is just His do Clark. He's doing <laughs> this impression of an American action hero. Yeah, yeah, he like moved to Japan to teach English. And like, it's like, yeah, and just never left. It's, it's very clear that like Kyle Chandler's character is like kind of based on that character. Yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. this like totally crazy machismo American hero that is clueless to like the actual kind of like nature of what's really happening around him. He thinks he's capable of just controlling every and anything because he's like. An American white, you know, like it's yeah. it's great because he has a suburb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's so good. The f I loved this movie. Dude, it's I went up and down on this movie, yeah, and especially because I double featured it with Ma, which is a great night. <laughs> that sounds great. But uh, it was one of those where I came out of it hot because those yeah. battles were great. Yeah, and then like a fucking asshole, I was reading like people's criticisms of it, and I yeah. was like, oh, that's right, that's right, and yeah. it sank, and I was like, wait a minute. I only had these problems now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie is a carnival of fun. It's so fun. It's so much fun. It's, it's a festival of yes. I saw it, it, so I saw it twice. I really loved it. I totally get people's complaints about it. But I also, for me, it's like, because the thing is, so I, I get it. It's like, I'm not coming from this history of like, I've grown with this series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched it go up and down and, and good to but, bad. But no, very few people, I don't know. Nobody's grown well, with the series. Right, so here... But oh, that's, I would beg to differ. I know uh, that the uh, the Exhumed guys love yes, Godzilla. Yes, yes, I'd, yes, I'd, okay. I'd be very yeah. curious to a hear A very small slice of, yes. of and, and, Andy, Andy's yeah. point is is the internet culture yeah, yeah. That, that, that surrounds something the like this. The like, masses have not grown with this pr series. Probably have not yeah. grown with this series. If it, so my experience with it is just like the good, the and bad, the ups it. and the downs are all part of it for me. I watched I watched almost 20 of these within the course of like a month. So like... 
all of it is what Godzilla is to me. And this movie feels like a love letter to all of that. It seems to totally get what is cool about Godzilla, what's interesting about Godzilla, but also like what is culty about Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what is like, what is the weird sort of like, when these uh, movies are when bad. When whipped out the Mothra music. Yes. That was when I knew I was like, okay. That was so good. Yeah. That was for someone who knows what that is. Yes. Like, that's yeah, like yeah, real yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. In fact, they, the Mothra has this weird deep lore about twins protecting her. That was and a there crazy are reveal. twin uh, characters in this movie that they don't entirely allude to being like the protectors of Mothra, but they kind of do. It's like awesome. they really get into like some deep Godzilla That's how you lore. Fan service. That's exactly. Yeah. They get into some deep Godzilla lore without really having to go like, and they are the protectors of the larva yeah, yeah, that because you know what I mean. They live yeah, in a exactly. seashell. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. how child's play feels, man. I, I can't Those, wait. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. Anyway, I just I have grown to love Godzilla over the course of the last few months, and I truly thought this was like. For for me, and having seen about twenty of these, this is like top five Godzilla movies for me. Hell like yeah. I, I really, really like this movie. Right, question for yes. you: Godzilla's your best big boy. Uh huh. Jason's your best boy. Uh huh. But if it comes down to it, uh huh, who's the better boy? I've okay. <laughs> so I've been thinking about this a lot, and, the, and what I can't get out of my head is Jason riding on Godzilla's oh! back into battle <laughs> the with a machete. The, we, biggest, we, the biggest, bestest boy. Somebody uh, needs I almost to make that shirt for you. Yes. You don't have to kidding. answer my question yeah. anymore. Right? Because you're right. It's the most amazing. <laughs> I can't get that image out of my head. <laughs> with a machete in hand. That, and I'm going to jack off to that yeah. later tonight. Yeah. And Godzilla, if they went into battle together, like neither of them would win. Right. Like, like, they, like Jason would survive yes. no matter what. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's true. And Jason could never kill Jason Godzilla. would just wrap him in a giant sleeping bag and battle him against the ground a bunch of times. I like, like knowing that it means that. Jason steps into a gianting machine <laughs> yes, and yes. gets big. Yeah. I will say this Gotta about Godzilla, and this is something that I realized and that I learned by watching this Godzilla, having that strange experience with yeah. it, and also watching you turn into <laughs> yes. the, the 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 essence of Godzilla. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so that together, <laughs> there are three types of Godzilla movies: yeah. Godzilla versus city, yeah. Godzilla versus people, yep. Godzilla versus monsters. Yep. And whichever one you like best, that's where they line up. I'm a Godzilla versus City guy. Y- yes. So that first Godzilla yes. movie fucking works totally makes for sense. Me. Yeah. Um, I second. I like Godzilla versus people. Yeah. So Shin Godzilla yes. works for yes. me. Yes. Yes. Godzilla, Godzilla versus awesome. monsters also love my least favorite out of the three. Yeah. This is a Godzilla yeah. versus yeah. monsters yeah. movie. Yeah. It totally is. And, and for me, like I think what I why it's like top five for me is I do think it services the other two versions of Godzilla yeah, enough. Without a doubt. You know what I and mean? And it like looks it, great. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like it services the other two enough for me that I really, really dig what this is doing. Absolutely. Do you, you know what I mean? I, I would yeah, say 100%. Yeah, it yeah. completely... Yeah. There is Godzilla versus people. Yeah. There is Godzilla Which, versus By the way, city, like, but, yeah. Shin Godzilla, I probably like more than this. Like, like some... The, yeah, yeah. The, like, I kind of agree with you about, like, the different versions of Godzilla, but I, I think as far as... This version goes. This is like top tier for me. This is they like, nailed it. Yeah. I think anyone who hated this movie went in not with, with the absolute wrong idea of what to expect. Uh, yeah, for and, you to ex- who to have expected anything different yeah. than what that delivered is unfair. And I get it. Like I yeah, totally yeah, I get, get it. it. I'm very steeped in this stuff right now, and it just feels right to me. This movie feels exactly like. Are what you I gonna want. hit a point where you're just like, "Fuck Godzilla"? Yeah, man, I probably, but <laughs> I do. I also, I really, this is another one of my weird soapboxes. But I also think, like, if you put a cape on Godzilla in this movie, this would be 100 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I don't understand <laughs> yeah. the qualitative well, difference between this yeah. 
and a superhero movie. Like it's better than a lot of Marvel. Yeah, movies. I just yeah. I, I, I definitely I, think it's one critics yeah. were too harsh on. I haven't seen. Yeah, it. I, yeah, think yeah. I, I think oh, Ryan dude, you gotta said get on it while it's still I'm in sure the theater. It, you need yeah. to see it big. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, it I, I big. agree. It's, it's kind of like see it big. I mean, see it small if you want, but in It'll my mind, it was kind of like see it big. Guys, guys, guys. One of the best things about Godzilla. Is that he's so big? Yeah, yeah he's exactly. fucking huge. And you know how big he is in this movie? Yeah, he's really big. He's, he's so big in this movie. Dude, he's so big. At, was it IMAX or RPX that we saw? It we in? saw it on IMAX. IMAX no, and he was IMAX too. he was he's pretty big. big. Boy. Yeah, Jared, he was huge. Really I mean, that's watch, the biggest um, you could get. I know you don't really watch TV shows. I yeah. love that instead you're fucking going on a goddamn. Godzilla I know, I know. I literally stay busy, like you know. That's my version of like I gotta watch all Deadwood. Hey, I'm not into Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. I hate TV, but I will binge all 35 Godzilla movies. I think there's a way. We, in that yeah. time, you watched like eight seasons of an know, hour long TV know, show. I yeah. Jacob, I think there's a way you could spin Chernobyl to tie into Godzilla <laughs> oh, enough Godzilla canonically. Okay, so in, this, I in, to watch one, this in one week, I that was the great thing about it. In in within one oh, week, I watched time? Godzilla. I watched the 2014 Godzilla. I rewatched yeah. that, and then Good I finished movie. Chernobyl. No, no, and then I watched King of the Monsters, and then I watched, and then I finished Chernobyl. Oh, like, Chernobyl. All in one week, so it was like a week of like. Environmental nuclear destruction and nuclear consequences. And it put me in a yeah. weird headspace that I think I'm still kind of in, which yes. is basically yeah. uh, combined <laughs> with the fact that it's been raining like cats and dogs every day and that we have tornadoes all the time. The environment is fucked. Uh, Dan, what's your number fucked. one? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Dan. I think by process of elimination, we all know that my number one is us. Okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. think about us. that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be John away. Wick 3. Well, I also I'm know surprised. all of your well, other You know what? I love John Wick 3, now, so. but like, it's my least favorite of the series. Fair and enough. So I just figured, why give space to am, that? Am I the only one that had it on their list? Yes. No, wow. you, and, you and Garrett, number oh, okay. three. Never mind, never mind. Us is a, an, an entirely original horror concept. Uh, it's evidence of a filmmaker that came out explosively, both refining his craft and I think sharpening his thematic message by broadening it. Um, I think Get Out is just, like, essential. It, it's so phenomenal. But there's always that argument of, oh, is it a horror movie? Is it just a threat? Like, I, whatever. There's no denying that Us is a horror movie. Yeah. And whereas the commentary in Get Out was segmented that said, like, hey, we should think about, you know, this type of relation and that type of relation. And you have a different experience with it depending on what race you are, what gender you are. Things play differently. Us was a finger pointed at everybody. Yep. Basically just saying like there is a and fundamental at the themselves. and at the filmmakers Us. themselves, there's a fundamental flaw that needs to be coaxed out of our existence before we can ever even fix these symptomatic things that we fight. I think that's so brilliant. It's so apocalyptic in this crazy way. And it's all in this just like kind of silly, super funny, you know, hyper stylized horror movie. That is legit fucking scary. It's a it's a house for just a, a bevy of incredible performances. It is a denial of this idea that horror can't be classy. It is a movie movie in that the score that bum bum yep. that is as iconic and brilliant as the Michael Myers theme, as the invocation of Mike Oldfield's tubular bells for Exorcist. Yep. Uh, everything about it is this building of completely new iconography. Uh, all in service of a pertinent message that we can all do, and I don't, there's just something so. The idea of a of a doppelganger is terrifying, and something that I brush up against in social discourse is everybody's so very big on trying to fix all of the things in the world, and so ignorant of the fundamental flaws within ourselves that we refuse to correct, and and I do it too, and 
it's such a beautiful thing of growth when you can correct one of those things. And I think us is speaking to that while right. also having stabby, stabby good times and the dude getting also, caught up in an outboard motor. It, it's a brilliant yeah, stabby, movie. Stabby it's an absolute time. masterpiece and it's funny. It looks good just by the sheer fact of the main family being black. That's radical in and of itself just because it is a yeah. family home invasion movie where the mm. home is colored. From it what is, I understand, it, it, though, they don't. Everything like, about it is a masterpiece. Jordan Peele is like, is like I want. I mean, I always wanted. He's you know his thing is like he's always gonna have black main characters, but I know he didn't want to really make this movie so much about race this time. He just wanted to like have it be. It's but it's still. It. I mean, it can't not be about race, but also because well, it's same about time, class. It is about race, yeah. But exactly. it, but it, what it, and I think what what his point is like it, that is radical. The yeah. fact that to have just a normal family unit appear black is radical is what makes it, it totally so is. fucking radical. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's crazy is they're like. I watch that. I have absolutely no problem relating to this family. No, I have absolutely no problem yeah. making sympathies with them, characterizing them. Sure, there will be that racial distance from it, but you know, whatever. I, I can get that from every other that, movie. That they have something going on that you don't have too. Like so, so yeah, you absolutely empathize with them too. Yeah. Like, remember the scene where they get to the cabin and Winston Duke thinks they're gonna have sex. He's like getting into bed and getting ready. Yeah, and then oh, Lupita yeah. is just like a ghost that's been following me my entire life is about to come into our <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he shifts out of trying to be sexy so fast. It's it's fucking great acting. It's yeah. so and it's good. such a good like sitcom yeah. family dynamic yes. between them. Yep. Everything about wonderful. them. There's a dynamic between their tethered versions that yes. works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's also great throwaway references to other horror properties oh, yeah. and other things, but it's all just in the texture of the movie. It, I couldn't speak its praises enough, but yeah. When I saw <laughs> it a second time in preparation for our episode yeah. on it, I was so impressed by how, like I said earlier, literally every line of the script is something about just the idea of the gambling for a step up in class, mm-hmm. right. taking that gamble. He plays there. They start off the, they start off the whole movie literally playing like arcade games to see if they can yes. get more money. Yeah, and the, like I said earlier, the the prize guys like you yeah. can take this now or you can throw again and get a bigger one. She literally says like they're filming a movie over there. Maybe go get a real good job, mm-hmm. and it's clear it's just a stab at like and that's the lost class boys, up with this, you know, and it's a Lost mm-hmm, Boys reference. Mm-hmm, yeah. How lucky are we that it's like insane. also Lost Boy? Like I mean, there's some you know the the, the people underground are Lost Boys and yes. girls. Everything about it works, and it has I'm trying so to send many... a text. Stop looking at me. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not getting a signal. There's no, I'm trying to okay. signal to you. What are you doing? Are you just gesturing at us for this? Yeah, I'm uh, possessed. I'm payment at the end of the right <laughs> yeah. It's a movie that just. It's so wholly unique. It has so much to say. It can be laser focused. It can be broad. Everything about it absolutely works. Yeah. Just us is just that. That is why we have movies, and yeah. it, it's and, and devoid of everything. Purely enjoyable. Terrifying as shit. Yeah. I yeah. saw yeah. real. I saw someone say it's one of the first like socialist class movies, but it uses class in the situation America is in, class and economy wise, as a horror element, and it's f- it's true. I yeah. can't think of anything yep. else that's really addressed like wealth inequality in such a scale as this, which yeah. is a scare- one of the scariest things I can think of. Yeah. It's, scary yeah. it's, it's like a title thing that yeah. like has to be ebbed or else it's going to crash. And, you know, yeah, yeah it's, it's like a coming point. tsunami. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's but, like the Dark Knight Rises, but better. The, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the ending is very... <laughs> Much better, yeah. to, to me, like, the ending of this movie is meant to, like... One of the things that I think is interesting about this movie is the, is the very ending, that final image. It, I, I've, I've been thinking about that image, like, all year. It's a nightmare image... If you are of a certain class, yeah, 
it's kind of like, inspiring. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like it's it's a, it, it is an image that like upon watching it the first time I was like, "Oh, interesting." And then I thought about it more and more and more and I was like, "Oh, you know what? If I had a lot of money, that would be the scariest fucking thing I had ever seen in my life." Yeah. Like the, you it's know what huge. I mean? Like it's a, yeah. that is a and I kind of like that it's idea. It's literally that a he, line dividing the entire country. He straight up tried to make a nightmare for the 1%. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like he he and like what a beautiful thing though. Yeah. Everything from the imagery yeah. to the feeling to the themes to yes. just the literal plot itself speak to that thematic framework. Yeah. It, it it's so dense. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's cool. I, I feel like it's like shining yeah. level masterful. Yeah. Just everything about it works. I, the shining is a great I really comparison. Yeah, is, movie, I think. It's similar to I think Stanley Kubrick would have that, made a movie just like this, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. Like like to think about all the stuff that he puts in yep. here. Yep. Just the yep. way that Kubrick would just like yep. fill. His he had to have been thinking about this yes. his yes. entire life to yeah. even come up with it. Yeah. The, the, just theme after theme after theme on image after image yeah. after image. Like it's and the whole thing wise, is that's yeah. Kubrick. Yeah. There's the so team. many yep. ambiguities, and with horror, I love that. It follows is my favorite recent example yeah. of yeah. like there are so many plot questions you can ask. Is like why did this happen? Why didn't yeah. this happen? Yeah. Yeah. And you can explain it ten ways, and they all work, and they're all in the text of the movie. Yeah, us is like that. We don't know the full source. Of the tethered. Right. We don't know the who. We only it kind of matter. know the why. But it works out. But when you start to question it, it becomes fun. And as we did on our episode, Very, as we start to pull it apart, yep. you realize these ambiguities are actually also part of this thematic framework. Yes. Yeah. It's it's utterly mind blowing. They're what forcing I, what us to have this conversation, us. and this conversation is what this movie is about. Yep. Can like, I say it's real that kind quick? of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end, when Lupita is talking to her doppelganger in the underground public school tunnels, she briefly says, "Like humans created the system." So it's just an, another deeper le- level of the yep. metaphor for class and, and yeah. capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's basically saying like humans made it so that we there would be a whole group of them underground living like this. Yeah. And that's so what we did. It's like chickens <laughs> coming home to roost. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Uh, so one interesting thing that I keep thinking about this is that, too, um, I don't know if this happened to you guys, but this movie actually lost me for a little bit. I would say after about like the first, like when shit kind of starts kicking into high gear, like honestly, like the home invasion stuff, I thought it was kind of cool, but I was kind of like, ooh, like this is this is really introducing a lot of changes into a world that I was already pretty invested in. So I hope that this like works out, if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. then real but then where it went, it did work out. But I would say there was like probably from the moment that they first get into the house to I, honestly, maybe around the time they make it to like the beach. Mm-hmm. I was sort of like a little on the fence about the movie, but the oh, way that's the, when it clicks, man, that, that see that to me, I was kind of like, okay, you're doing like some kind of home invasion. I mean, aside for the Elizabeth Moss, Tim Heidecker stuff, I thought was phenomenal, but like all, all the other stuff, I was like, eh, this is kind of just, this is, this sort of feels like a random horror, mo- horror movie to me yeah. and that's fine. But I was into something much deeper. And now this seems a little bit more surfacey. But but like I mean I think that the themes come that's back. That's fine. Though, sure. Exactly. Because that so part is the it, family being like we're done. All pretenses are dropped. Like daughter, right. get in the car, it, run people it's over. When it's all the okay crazy now. shit. Mm, is happening. terrible. But then, <laughs> but then people the last. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the daughter taking people. control of the car is fucking well, cool. I love when she gambles for it. Just like <laughs> yeah. nope, I'm the only yeah, one yeah. who can actually drive. Yeah. She's handcuffed. You're, you know. Yeah, yeah. She breaks it down. Why she has to drive? And it was like oh shit, you're the logical choice. it pulls it all back together though. It really does. So my number one is her smell, which I think oh, is, one is also her smell. I kind of thought yes. this was happening. Oh, I love so it. And I know your great. number one is Garrett, but I'm oh, not going to say okay, it. Okay, all, right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Um, I'll let you go for a while. Can so, I have PBR? 
Yeah, please, please. <laughs> I gotta say, too, my friend is for a while. If I could drink one of your beers, my friend is a Galaxy's Edge right now. That's what I was doing. But I'm gonna pee. My friend is in Disney World at Galaxy's Edge. She was like, "Do you want any merchandise?" And that's why I had to go over there and send a bunch of text messages. Okay. All right. All right. So her smell. Um, I would just once again. I would actually be surprised. Like any movie, any other movie I see this year has a pretty hard, a pretty hard, pretty high bar to yeah. to beat. Uphill battle. If it's going to be better than this movie, yeah. I was really just kind of in love with it from like the whole way through watching it till the. I instantly knew it was my favorite movie of the year, and nothing's even come close to it. So I feel like, I mean, I'd be. I'm sure that another movie could be it this year, but it's just gonna have to work really hard. It's just. Uh, just a deep bench of acting talent, like a lot of people whom I wouldn't think would be particularly good in these roles because they're basically playing like kind of cheap. De- basically, they're playing all the people that I grew up with, or mm-hmm. which is basically like cheapo, sketchy, sort of shitty, uh, you know, DIY punk rockers who are like super ego driven, really fun to hang out with, have like good hearts, but are just sort of like all pretty emotionally fucked up basically mm-hmm. which is like it just captures like a small like a it captures a music scene extremely well like maybe better than than a lot of movies i've ever seen um and the music is great the performances are off the wall um it and i was able to click into something kind of halfway through about where i sort of noticed that it was a lot like john cassavetti's films um if anyone's ever seen like a woman under the influence or opening night, it's it's basically like Alex Ross Perry kind of riffing on that hmm. genre of film, and like Elizabeth Moss is definitely doing like a Gina Rollins kind of like tribute performance in a way, but still you know doing it for like updating it for this era, this scene, this person, and I just I to me it was like I I wrote this in my letterbox review. It's like a movie about sort of like the the sort of the death of the music world as we once knew it, mm. I would say. Does mm. that make sense? Mm. It's like, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. Perfect sense. It, it's kind of like, it, it just right. doesn't, you know, it's like music's never, is not really like this anymore and it's never really going to be quite like this again. I don't and, think about it in terms yeah. of like passing CDs around in mixtapes and this yeah. sort of has that. But yeah, yeah, I guess in the world of Spotify, that's, that's really that's interesting. A, that's it also and she's starts. aging and it's like, what's her, what's her, what's the point of her anymore? What role yeah. does she yeah. play? Is she's what relevance does she serve if like in her aging, uh, like you know what value? Yeah, she she's not have? revolutionary yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and when her like it's like kind of like what happens to someone when the fire that's been burning all along is finally goes out, yeah. basically. Yeah. And what what role can she play? And it huh. really, it's just it gets you to think about all kinds of stuff and uh, and it, and it does not have a bummer ending. It doesn't have like a super upbeat ending. Uh, it just has yeah, the yeah. perfect ending. It, it yeah. has uh, a very, yeah. very it, like. It, I think it is upbeat, but like in a in a whole different way. Like it is, yeah. it is the most satisfying. And yeah. you really sold me on that. Ending. Literally, yeah. the, I don't think this is a spoiler. I wouldn't say it if it ruined the movie. Yeah, the ending is this character being like, I gotta, I gotta get, be- I'm gonna try to do better and be mm-hmm. a better person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, the ending gorgeous. is also someone saying like, I'm, I've done enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't need to do. I know anymore. my limits now. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't need to. Whereas in a lot of movies, we're like, I'm gonna go far. This yeah. movie's like, I, I I've gone way too far. I would just say, got. in a lot of ways, it it's similar to something like Wild Rose in that yeah. respect. It it, it is where really it similar, lands yeah. in like a really realist perspective, uh-huh. and for a movie that's not necessarily heightened, but is like like pretty aggro. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, there, there's definitely some points where where you're like, damn, like that's parts that of is it are very, very much aggressive. like a horror movie. Which I yes. oh yeah, yes. and there's the score that yeah, the score is one of the like best all scores lands real. Like drone sounds, like not like panic okay. attack music. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 The whole thing is where... tense as fuck. It really. Like what's another movie that there just are ratchets scenes up that are that? similar to the blood, three of us honestly. simultaneously yeah, trying to tell you what this movie is? <laughs> well said. That's that's what it feels like. <laughs> I would say maybe more like saw um, my face like I'm trying to absorb it all. <laughs> we're we're like curved around. Yeah. You. People at home can't see this, but the three of can us you are smell like it? can you smell her smell and closing in on Garrett, pointing and yelling about why this masterful movie is like absolutely perfect, and it is Garrett. I was like slowly <laughs> moving further and further into the back dark corner. Of my kitchen, her smell. <laughs> well, I would actually say uh, probably more like punch drunk love is yeah, what yeah, I think. Yeah. Like the tension, oh, oh, you're right, tension of all that yeah. where it just builds and builds, but it's an ensemble thing. Yeah. Um, in that's addition to not only is it like a character study, but it's also an ensemble piece, which is very hard to pull off, I yeah. imagine. So I, I, I want to like Cara Delevingne so much, and they haven't really ever used her for anything. And I she's love great this. Here. I she's love her singing voice and performance in the movie is excellent. Yeah. Can, I, can I do my thing about it? I'll be real quick. Yeah, I have real. a lot to say, but I'll keep it brief. Can I ask one question really yes, quick? Please. Is this the actress from um, Valerian? Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. She's the she's one like who has yeah. the controversial yeah. eyebrows. She's yeah. the dancing witch from Suicide Anytime I've ever brought her up in front of people, they're always like, her eyebrows are fucking crazy. She's a really pretty model, so she kind of gets some stuff from people. It's like, oh, she's in movies because she's hot, but She's a good actress. I yeah. actually yeah. like her in Valerian a lot. Like I she's, she's like the I do, of those two yeah exactly yeah. yeah 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 I like her. In a lot of a lot. a lot of the actresses and actors in this movie are. It's kind of funny because they're like they're definitely dressing down for the movie, but also kind of dressing up because now like you walk around and like supermodels are like full sleeves with tattoos and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but um, they're they're like putting yeah. on a runaways vibe. Right. But it exactly. Doesn't feel like they're putting on a runaways. But vibe. it's a but somehow everybody's incredible and very believable. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they pull it off. I. I think it must have I to think do it's with Alex Ross I think Alex Perry, Ross Perry is yeah. a beast. Like, I, think I think he wrote a good script and he runs a good set, and everybody really felt comfortable with the yeah. roles. Um, yeah, I'll try to keep. He wrote, it he wrote a good script and he runs <laughs> a good set. The script is unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. I mean, like it feels like Elizabeth yeah, Moss is ad libbing, but all that dialogue's written like the the hibbity hibbity hibbity. Yeah. That's all, folks. Smart, <laughs> fucking amazing. Ah, I'll try to keep so it brief. So so to good. me, this movie is about watching a person at the worst part of their life who has exhausted all their goodwill and all their extra chances from their friends who is just fucking digging down into the depths and, of and her personality. And that's what he makes and movies about. I think about. it's important yeah. to yeah, yeah, note like, is that she's undeniably brilliant in yeah, terms yeah, yeah, of yeah, her yeah. craft. The stuff when like, she's fucking around in the studio is heartbreaking. very good. Yeah, that, oh, man. Because, like, um, but yeah. she's doing a double dig down. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> There's Double dig part. down all diggity day. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of stuff in the beginning. Oh, one more thing. Okay, so let me let me get my thoughts straight. It's a five act movie. It's got oh, yeah, fi- it's, got, it's, it's five, five long Very scenes. Every scene and the characters are drastically like that, different honestly. than they were in the one before. Yeah. The characters change so much by oh, the ending of the movie. It's oh, a two and a half hour song? like uh uh <sighs> Fuck, it's Brian Adams. Oh, everything baby you're you're all that I want. Which is such a weird choice anyway it's beautiful uh, that, for the that movie scene beat the shit out um, of my, my her, soul <laughs> when i watched this movie i was very very uncomfortable for the first hour i did not know if i wanted to finish it yeah, yeah. i was like trying to unwind on a friday afternoon and then oh, it, it, no eventually, nope. it eventually it eventually the horror gripped me i was like i want to see how bad this gets but then the movie like it's the five-act structure works so well because like i said everybody changes the, the the structure of the movie is digging down the rock bottom of hell, and then they keep digging and come out on the other side. Yeah, like yeah. The ending is the the 
the final hour is gorgeous, and it, and it reminds me so much of Walk Hard, which is one of my fucking favorite movies of all it, time. It actually kind of uh, makes fun. It does a little Walk Hard reference. When at I one point. I saw it with uh, with Alex Ross Perry when he did a Q and A after, and I mentioned yeah, I mentioned Walk Hard. I was there. He said he kind of he wanted he thought about Walk Hard and that he wanted to avoid it. But I think a lot of this movie is very similar to Walk Hard. Well, like, there's literally about point. Boogie Nights. There's too, so much, so and, and it's very similar to Boogie Nights. Yeah. Yeah. So all the stuff of her performance of her trying to get better and cleaner and work through her issues is fucking beautiful. The, the musical sequences, like I said, the two songs. This, this Breathe. Is specific if you haven't I seen it. Breathe is such a good song. Yeah, yeah. The, the song about her, it's called like Control. control I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to quit. I want to get control of it. It's fucking yeah. beautiful. She plays it for her former bandmate, and she says like, "This sucks." It's not much. And then she plays a beautiful song yeah. and gives a beautiful performance. There's a scene where she plays a song for her daughter. On the final piano note of the song, her daughter pushes the last note and it cuts to Ugh. her former bandmate who is watching her. And real and like in that moment, her bandmate realizes this person can get better. They're trying mm-hmm. their best. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a masterpiece. Mm. Ten out of ten masterpiece. Yeah. Elizabeth yeah. Moss is my I don't see how anybody can top her for best actress of the year. She's best screenplay, best She's picture, best cinema. Yes, she won't get nominated. Just like Nothing's Ethan Hawke. It really is like yeah, the best movie ever. It's, it's so it's good. A, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I have seen it many times. I can't wait I'm to I'm in watch love it with again. the lore of it and the performances and the script. There's a bunch of lines where like um, her former bandmate says like, you're a person. And she says, I'm a persona. You're a you're a recovering addict, and she says I'm a junkie. Like she's so beat down, and the whole movie Ooh. she's afraid she's gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, the craziest oh, dude. element. In that, it, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the craziest element. Oh. I won't spoil anything. The most beautiful part of the ending to me is that she finally just asked for help. She asked her friends to help her. That's and that's, that's where the Boogie, Boogie Nights. Nights. That's yeah. the yeah. Boogie yeah. Nights. Is he exactly. finally asked for help? Exactly. It's it's a yeah. complete fucking masterpiece. Yeah. I, I can't get over it. It, it really it's blew so good, me the dude. fuck away. The script is a is if it was a book it'd be my favorite book. Like I love fake band movies. Yeah, and yeah. I keep saying like her her ex husband. Do, do you Stevens. love that thing you do? DJ Dirty Dan. <laughs> I, do. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I do like it. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> it's fucking great. I'm with you. Uh, D- yeah, Dan Stevens plays DJ Dirty Dan, who's like <laughs> who's like an indie rock DJ Dude, who ran a show for a long time. He's, He's like the a best. Matt Matt Garrett, you love guy. this movie so yeah. fucking much, man. It sounds so good to me. It's all right. You guys have bullied me into it. I'll see it. Honestly, I think that that it's a movie that merits an episode that we could all do. I would love to be on. That's what I will suggest about it. This is already been. On this show for episode. Walk Hard and <laughs> yeah. Her Smell, and, yeah. and obviously also the title is gross. The title is like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is a, a self-destructive, toxic person. Yeah. But like I said, that movie is just someone reaching their rock bottom and fucking finding a way out of it. And I love it so much. That's cool. Masterpiece. I, re- I, I like really want to see this now. I always oh, forget on, about Master. <laughs> <laughs> also, another. I'll, I'm gonna like I just cut the podcast. I'm gonna, be, <laughs> I'm gonna be shitty here, and I'll say the one of the. The women who wrote one of the songs, uh, my old band played a show with her. Oh, right on. I think oh, she's gonna nice. be on my podcast. You know what, Andy? What's oh, Anika Pyle. Anika something. Anika yeah. Pyle. Yeah, she was yeah. in a band called Chumped, and uh, I know someone who knows my, her. My old and band I think she's gonna uh, be on my show, show with her. What were they called? Uh, Chumped. That I love that. Oh, yeah. also the the original songs. Yeah. The original songs, in addition to the one I mentioned, Control, are fucking awesome. The one, oh, yeah. the one Nico Pyle wrote sounds like Waxahachie. Oh, I know. Honestly, it's a crutch impression. The score itself is is chaotic and yeah. Panicking Manic. and scary, yeah. yeah. There's there's a point where she's like kind of having a breakdown, and the music descends into like a, a sonic breakdown. Oh, the the middle, her big breakdown yeah. is a horror sequence. She looks like a possessed demon yeah. out of hell. Yeah, I actually, yeah, do, you, do you honestly think that uh, 
What are, what's the new band oh, called again? The, the yeah, Acre Girls. The Acre Girls. Do you think that they're kind of like? I feel like they're sort of like they're uh, like Waxahachie. Yeah, they're, or they're yeah, supposed sure. to be Waxahachie. Sure. Or and there's a there's a scene what's where they're uh, a local they're a band Philly, that's kind of like Philly, a, a actually I don't know if they're like local anymore. Yeah. Nice. I want to listen to them now. <laughs> there's a part where the younger, cooler band comes into their studio, and Elizabeth Moss is like, "Yeah, show me what you got. If we're gonna tour or work together, let me see." They play this two minute punk pop song it's super good the last minute of the song just shows elizabeth moss like zooming in on her and you can see the band's reflection in the background and you see her thinking like i'm old and i'm i'm a lost <laughs> i've lost what made me good in the first place mm-hmm. it's fucking stunning man and it's, it's great because really the song is like pretty different from what elizabeth it's not like a copy of what yeah, yeah they yeah. do but it's, it's better than what she's doing yeah. but it's in reference to mm-hmm. like yeah. she has the choice to see it as like i've inspired this but instead she feels like the competitive edge against it yeah she feels yeah. like she's been left yeah. behind i could yeah. talk it all day it's it's one of my favorite movies i've ever seen like if this if that's the best that comes out this year it's been a great year for movies yeah Definitely. oh hell yeah man i love it i really want to see it when I, I think about the piano scene i always forget what song it is and for some reason the song that i always hear is that chicago song the everybody <laughs> needs a little time away wow that would be really the, that, that weird. scene makes that me context of the scene would make it really fucked up that scene made me ugly cry my eyes out when i yeah, saw man. it with you i had seen it enough times to be prepared <laughs> but when i watched it with jill i was like i was like please don't look at me i, I feel like I'm, <laughs> i can't hey, control yeah. my emotions honestly right now. Yeah, that yeah. might be the best movie of the year us was just my favorite <laughs> I, though, uh, one more thing and then i want to get to garrett's but i the thing i like about their use of that song too because they're like why is this like punk movie using like a Brian Adams pop song is like in a pivotal moment? And, and you that kinda, song's a fucking banger. Well, so you realize too that like Alex Ross Perry clearly has like an appreciation for like the cheesy yeah, pop yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Cause mm-hmm. like remember at the end of Listen Up Philip, it's like about this guy who is like a super pretentious writer who alienates everybody around him. And he's trying to come up with something like powerful to say at the end of the movie and to like sum up the experience and his life. And he's like, well, all I have to say is nothing lasts forever, even cold November rain. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well, like you, you think you're so you think you're above that kind of shit. Well, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing I'll say is that, um, November rain because right. it fucking rules. Yeah. yeah. Alex Ross Perry said, like, I read a lot of interviews with him after the movie because I was into it. He was basically like, this is probably the biggest movie I'll, I'll ever get to make. It probably won't make its money back. So everybody fucking went for it. And it, when he was casting actors, he was like, Elizabeth Moss is going to be bigger than anything you've ever seen. Like, her performance is going to be fucking insane. It's and all the actors too. were like, yeah, oh, I'm down. So, <laughs> so I, I really think he made a masterpiece. And like I said, I've seen all of his other movies. Don't particularly love any of them. This is one of my all-time favorite movies. I want to see his other movies to see how they stack up. Because I agree with really you. This is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Plot twist Did he make like Queen of Earth? Earth? Yes. Is that very good. Yeah, very yeah. good movie. Yeah. It's very what, similar to that. Is that too. the one that has an insane plot twist? No. The one... I'm one has a lot of incest in it. And the I color wheel. Yeah, the color wheel. Color wheel? Queen okay. of Earth is very similar to her smell. And then it's I'm going like to watch a horror movie. movie. And it's, it's also Elizabeth Moss, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 They yeah, have a good, like uh, a good director-actor partnership. She was in Listen Up Philip, too. Man, she's oh, a God. fucking thundercloud in this movie. And Alex Ross from Bryn Mawr. So yeah, local yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, local cool. hometown hero. Yeah, cool. no. Him and in my Shyamalan. Well, <laughs> yeah, that is like... I know what your number one is, Garrett. Yeah, I'm waiting. I had the I ordered the vinyl of the soundtrack and the score, and it just hasn't been printed yet. I need it now. Garrett's number one is Avengers Endgame. No, no. I know what it is. What is it? Go ahead. The Art of Self-Defense. Yes, it is. That's my number one. Right on. Uh, yeah, I, man. I like really loved this movie. Yeah. I, it reminded me a lot of uh, Observer and Report, which I know you just watched oh, for the first time I, recently. I, I think that's a really good comparison. underrated gym. Yeah, yeah, it's a really. I rewatched Observer and Report recently and was like, oh, this is the movie for our time. 
Like yeah. no one knows it, but this, this this is the most accurate. This predicted our time. Yes, this, this was ahead of our time. This is a fucking apocalyptic like prediction. This uh, is the twenty year anniversary of Fight Club. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah we exactly. have to look back on <laughs> yeah, this and yeah. reckon with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I I feel like the art of self defense is kind of a worthy uh modern follow-up to things like Fight Club and things like Observe and Report, where we we are still 20 years later talking about masculinity and and its toxic nature and yep. and the way our society sort of breeds a certain kind of man but then leaves him behind and then forces him to it, it's it's a very interesting movie that I, that I think uh hits a lot of angles about masculinity that we yeah. have seen before but I also think this movie has both a there's a tenderness and sympathy in this movie that doesn't exist in some of the other movies we're talking about right and then there's also a cold dark heart to this movie that is almost colder and almost darker yeah. than the other movies we've mentioned well, the, too. in the other you kind of feel like in this movie when it ends you're like nothing's going to change for the better right. like right. like this is yes. this is yes. like observe yeah, you can and start report this movie over right here. Yeah. Like observe yeah. and report and fight club sort of end with, you know, there's there's like you kind of see the bigger picture, but art of self-defense just ends just so stuck in its the little world that there, it was already there's in. There's what you could call like a nihilistic yeah, hope exactly. to the end of those other two movies. Means, but it's very applicable to a lot of movies where it's shit shit's thinking. not gonna get better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's basically like a Pessimist. a slightly Pessimist. selfish yeah. so fuck it. Yeah, unfeeling, uncaring, sure, just sure. you know uh, things are gonna man. unfold, so what the fuck He's are we gonna under do? The silver leg are very nihilistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I feel like this movie uh does not have any sort of uh hope. It's it's about uh, cycles and uh it's similar to taxi driver which paul schrader said you could start the same story right over again yes exactly yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. yes do any of you guys know about paul schrader's insane facebook presence (laughs) yes no i don't we'll talk about it later but just the listener knows it's out there now (laughs) yes I'm uh, definitely gonna check it out because I love him, but I know he's probably just insane. Oh yeah, he oh, accepted nuts. my friend request, and he's he's out there, man. Yeah, he's nuts. <laughs> right he's totally nuts. Timir, uh, the guy that directed Gods of Egypt did not accept my friend request, but Paul Schrader did. No, no, no Alex Price. Yeah, fair enough. Alex Price. <laughs> no Alex Price. Alex Price has only got room for his boys. It's I Robot, <laughs> not We Robot. <laughs> was, just great. I know, so Thank I was, you so much, Gary. You're welcome. <laughs> I followed up Dan's joke earlier with that one. We, we got a nice one-two punch of dad jokes on this episode. Uh, yeah, I, I art of self-defense. So the other thing that I really like about art of self-defense is the... I really like the filmmaking in this movie. We kind of talked about it earlier. I just think that this movie, like... It really has a, a unique tone, not just, like, as a script and performance-wise and stuff, but even just, like, visually. There's, like... There's something very specific about Riley Stern's movies that... I've not really seen in other movies and it's like very funny to me, mm. but, but is also like, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe that. It's like he, he, it's like a, it's like a dark mirror that he's just like putting on people. Do you know what I mean? Like, like a mirror. Bl- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He should make, he should make a black mirror episode. That's the point Maybe of my has. top 10. Yeah. I think it's like, uh, shit. Lost my train of thought. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I love that movie. It, it's just like very, and I also I'm always like that's like uh, that is the kind of movie that I love every year. Is yeah. like I'm always looking for that sort of like 
uh, I don't know, like like fr- fresh, small, like like angry, yeah, like, like it, uh, it pops. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it's like Jody yeah. Hill uh, exists in a subversion of like certain pop culture sensibilities. Yeah, this is this is derivative of Jovi jo- Jovi. That's my <laughs> niece's name, <laughs> Jody Hello. Hill. Um, it's derivative of that. But I feel like it is. It doesn't have the pop sensibilities, right? 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 And that's what yeah. makes it its own thing. Yeah. 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 Kind of makes me feel like every. It's kind of sad. Like every maybe every decade or every generation has its like movie about toxic masculinity. Uh, yes. And it yeah. makes you kind of realize, man, there's always going to be, like, like in, there's in like Honey I Shrunk the patriarchy. Kids. <laughs> there's <laughs> always going to be toxic Toy masculinity. Story. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just gonna look a little different every yeah. year. So yeah. like. If last decade's version of that was Observe and Report, yeah. the decade before is Fight Club. Yeah, I don't really know what the '80s was, but, but like, also, the '70s was Taxi Driver. Oh no, but the it, '80s was uh, every movie. But yeah, that's <laughs> every movie. Point. Ever. But, but, but here's what. But here's what I'll say about this movie that I think is interesting uh, and makes it like very worthwhile is that uh, I don't think Observe and Report and I don't think Fight Club are even really investigating the psychology of uh, of a man that acts like this. I think you're probably right. And, and I think that this movie it's is... I think actions. Fight Club examines like the group psychology of it, but leaves the personal out. Yeah, yeah. But, but but my point is, I think that this movie, like, it it really gets into this idea of like how afraid Jesse Eisenberg is of mm-hmm. the world that he's living in. Right. And it gets into this idea of like a world that is designed to make him afraid of it. And also, kind of like try and try and tell him that he's worth something that he's not get. Like he feels worthy of something that he's not receiving, and that is not everybody's experience in the world. Like I, I, I think that's a pretty exclusively like white male thing to feel like yeah. you're deserving of something mm-hmm. that you're not really getting. Yeah. And, but the world is like designed to make him feel that way, and so then the world is on top of that, designed to make him afraid. That because he can't be that way, like he's going to be crushed and destroyed, like in some in some violent fashion. Yeah, right? and the that, only response is to like become that to monster. To become yeah. that monster. And what, he, there's a line where he says something like, I want to become the thing that I am afraid of. Exactly. Like like that, yeah. And I think that, so I think that this movie is like investigating the psychology that both Observe and Report and Fight Club are about, mm. but are not like they don't have much to sort of, they're not digging into like, what do we need to know about this to sort of like figure it out and figure out like why we continue to go through this cycle. I think you said it earlier when you were, when you first started talking about it, you said it talked about, uh, you know, in the many ways that, that he's left behind. Yeah. 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 And that's very interesting because that's one thing that, that, you know, just about this system that, 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 trains us to feel entitled and be the the dude who's in charge of everything also inspires that fear of not living up to it and that anger response and it is a form of being left behind and it's it's like 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 a reverse snowball it's crazy you deserve should and will receive these things by any means necessary. and then when you don't here's the only thing we offer you to respond with yeah I I would say the interesting thing too is when you watch the movie I mean there, it's like he's a white man, yeah. a white, I guess, straight man. I guess, yeah, yeah. What, what does he have to be afraid of? Right, right. And that's the thing is that, and then you do find that, and of course, in the beginning, you know, no, not a spoiler. Like it happens early on in the movie, yeah. he gets mugged, which yeah. is one of the reasons yeah. why he seeks this karate class. Yeah. And then you know, you find out later that, well, okay, let's put it this way: a lot of his fears in this movie are manufactured. Yes. What else? And so that's what it. And ironically, when you look at today's masculinity, like yes. what are 
what are white men in this country afraid of? They're afraid of being like quote unquote replaced. They're afraid yes. of yes. of of Mexicans running yes. across yes. the border and take their the jobs. Yeah, the Whatever like, variety of emasculation you want to like yeah. white male white masculine fears in our country today are almost entirely. Uh, manufactured and false, basically. Yes. yes. And based on fake things yes. that yes. aren't really yes. threatening. Yeah. I feel like this movie yeah. addresses a lot of what these other movies are about in in just a more specific way. Mm. Like like it, it, it I is I felt more receptive to its message just by nature of the way that it was like well, it, it, it was, was criticizing ironic. all of these things. Yeah, it was ironic. Yeah. It was criticizing all of these things and just being like, it's understandable how you got there. Now fix it. You know, yeah, like, yeah, and that's yeah. like a very fun thing. I, I feel like the other movies we're talking about are like reflective of this kind of masculinity. They it just, just contends with it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, this is like trying to wrestle with it. And like, what, what, how does it yeah. happen? What does it mean? Would you like, say it's trying to spar with it? Maybe <laughs> engage in some sort of a, a martial art punch competition it with, with it? With punch it, it with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see, when I wear this brown belt outside, uh, it reminds me that I that I am a brown belt. Yeah, and I can't it, wear my karate belt. This whole outside. movie is about power. It's about power. But man, that yeah. the but also it's also so funny. That's yeah. so, so funny. funny. It's so funny. For we everybody about that. to yeah. get that dry delivery yeah. is impossible. And look, the fact that uh, Nivola's character is He's so amazing in this movie. But it is like yeah. square and yep. dry oh. and fucking. Clean and, as shit, but and, man, oh man, he's terrifying. And though. you and I can both attest to the kind of realism of that character. He Fuck is a yeah. bizarre, heightened, totally like uh, uh, um, not fantastical, but but uh, uh, absurd character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that character is kind of it's real, real. Yeah. too. It's, it's well, part of the appeal of karate, and like hopefully we're post that now. But certainly part of the yeah. appeal of karate was just like you know ancient Chinese secret, you know, like, yeah, 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 and yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. dated and, and yeah. tasteless now. But that and was also part like, of it. and he embraces that of like there is an Eastern wisdom to what I do. It's like there is right. a capitalistic, violent, power grabbing <laughs> yep. thing about what you do. There's nothing Eastern mystic about yeah, it. Yeah, other guy from Face it, Off. I just this movie to me <laughs> feels like that's Pollock's Troy. It, yeah, no, yeah. Or is it is Castor. No, it's Pollux. Pollux, yeah. Castor is yeah. Nick yeah. Cage. Yeah. Uh, dude, that was a good. That was like a really impressive stretch there, dude. <laughs> you want to go around the chair to get the Gatorade? I use my Fantastic Four powers. <laughs> I, I loved this movie. It's it's the best thing I've seen so far this year. Yeah, I, man. It, or I should say, it's my favorite thing I've seen so far this year. Yeah. It just that was a fun time. In it's the theater, so though, too. funny. Like it really, really made me laugh. But I I love. A good comedy that like actually has something to say. And that's it's like new. My it feels thing. new. Yeah, it feels it fresh and yeah, hip. Like it does. He's I an exciting filmmaker. I, uh, Riley Sturgis is really very like exciting to, yeah. to me. I, 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 movies I, about I, very angry people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, I think you'll like it. Angry people. You're gonna yeah. laugh yourself silly yeah. because it's very goofy, but not like yeah. Pratfall goofy, but totally Pratfall goofy. It's crazy. Let's let's really quick as quickly as again honorable mentions. We've hit all of mine except for. I just want to give a shout out to. Climax is a movie that I yeah. I was very honorable mention, very three star on, but star, cannot yeah. stop thinking about. Yeah, Climax has images same, and sequences. Uh, same cinematographer as the Beach Bum. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, Lots of stuff I cannot stop thinking about. Like I just that movie that really really sequence sat with me. is just. I, I, I just I, wish the rest of the movie was on that level. I agree. The the yeah. choreography and the dancing is like so fucking incredible. But only in the first. Like, I know, and minutes, I kind of wish yeah. the rest of the movie tapped into that more. Yeah. yeah. And you know, then I feel like it could have. When I went to that John Waters book signing, he yeah. talked about how he really dug that movie. That makes sense. It was like, of course, it's totally abrasive. Makes You're trying to fuck with people. It's totally makes sense. Yeah. The other thing, Horror Noir is the other thing I wanted to, yeah. to put uh, my honorable yeah, mentions. Because cool I just. One of the best docs. Yeah, yeah, sure. What's it called? Horror Noir. Horror Noir. 
It's on uh, Shutter. It's it's on black, Shutter. It's, it's about a, the black uh, black, uh, black horror movies and actors. Cool. And okay. Yep. And, and it just is like it is. Shout more, out to Ashley Blackwell, local. Yes, Ashley and Blackwell, Phil local. Noble. Yep. Yep. And Phil Nobile. Uh, but but it it um the big thing about that movie to me is uh documentaries are I enjoy documentaries but it's not my yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you don't really stick them out too much. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people really like them. I, whatever. It's way more entertaining than it has any right to be, and way more informative than you would expect just a entertainment documentary to be. And, and it's it, also it, a great homework yeah. movie yeah. where all the clips you're like gonna watch that. Oh, yeah, yeah, watch yeah, that. yeah. And that's the, I think that's it's just it's, it's ridiculously it's awesome. entertaining and educational. I love when I watch a movie like uh, I've been watching a shit ton of Michael Mann movies because Blank Jack and because yeah, Michael yeah. Mann rules. Mm-hmm. I love whenever I watch one of his movies, I think of like three more movies I want to watch that are yeah. related to yes. him. You know, like oh, Ronan with Robert De Niro. Oh my out. god! Great. Wait, who directed that again? Was that Frankenheimer? Frank yeah. 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 yeah, I haven't Not seen that. Nearly I want as to. good as he. Yeah, it's got a car chase like that a, rips. A great a yeah. De Niro performance and a bunch of cool car chase cool. and action shit. Yeah. It's like the yeah. last like great De Niro performance. I think, <sighs> I think you're right. Well, I would say too. Um, did that predate Jackie Brown? Just like the year afterwards. Yeah. Okay, because Jackie Brown, I think he's like. Next level, I want to go on a tangent, but I also want to go home. Yeah, yeah fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Red Dead. All right, all right, so here we go. Uh, my honorable mentions were Glass, Shazam, Greta. Oh, uh, I have Ooh, Greta. Greta's fun. Greta. Uh, the Farewell, Luce, Alita, The Intruder, and Destroyer, because Destroyer got lost between years. The Trash themes movie. that really showed up in mine were movies ass. about identity, and I really was attracted to like singular performances this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of iconic performances. Dude, that's actually, why Velvet Buzzsaw made it. Jake Gyllenhaal pushed it over the edge. I'm very so much, I, that's where I was at with that. I've been noticing my writing. I've been writing a lot more about performances lately. That's, that's, a yeah. that has, that's a big <laughs> thing. I was reading cool. about how... Do we the, even know what acting is? Maybe <laughs> not, but we still like, we'll yeah. talk about it. Garrett, have you seen Phantom Thread yet? Not yet. Oh, okay, so. fuck you. See that yeah, movie tonight? Yeah, honestly, I, I despise <laughs> like, what you. I'm being so bullied. <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> Our friendship is over. All I want to say, and I'll keep it real quick, there's a scene involving, it's been out for 18 months, so you did this to yourself. Yeah. A scene involving a ghost that is hallucinated because of outside circumstances. Actually, you already sold me a movie harder thread. than anybody else has. But there's, I heard this on Blank Jack. Daniel Day-Lewis has stopped retiring. He's retired completely from stage acting because he was doing Hamlet one time. And during the scenes where he sees his father as a ghost, Daniel Day-Lewis was overcome emotionally. He was like, I'm sorry, I cannot perform the rest of this play. So that scene in what Phantom Thread fuck? is like autobiographical. Like that is wow. that is very Dude, personal to him. Phantom Thread, best picture 2017. Paul Thomas Anderson <laughs> is the best filmmaker who came about in my life. Agreed, yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. He's, he's Phantom Thread is the fucking movie sexiest movie ever made. Ever made. Perfect for me. There are no so sex scenes in Phantom Thread. It doesn't need him. It's sexy as I'll get out with it's Adam. It's so good. What's the line? Were you were you sent? Uh, oh, what were you sent say? here to destroy? Were my you sent here to sabotage my evening and possibly my entire life? Yeah. <laughs> secret, that yeah. was a secret agent sent it's here. Like to you destroy. rode a horse across the room. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. It's a yeah, you gotta watch really him. It's Imagine laugh out loud, it. hilarious, yeah. and yeah. it'll also just like make your balls hurt. It is so <laughs> fucking good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so, um, my honorable mentions uh, were dragged across concrete, Shovel frontier. Um, the farewell as well, um, and Captain Marvel. Oh, I actually right had on my top ten for a while, and then um, I just loved it. I don't know. Mm. I just it really worked for me. Um, I thought it was very another once again very character driven, very funny movie. Mm. Ben Mendelsohn. Mm. He was one of my Mendelsohn's very, very. I'm in with Ben Mendelsohn. Not, not I love how they use his. I know you guys movie. really didn't like it. I, know I didn't love it. Like no, you know what it was that I didn't like about it. 
I, I'm on board for everything it's about and trying to do. Yeah. It felt lazy to me. Agreed. It was the laziest I, one I've I seen. No, it worked and I'm just really still well for not me. Sold the, on the Brie part Larson in Endgame. Brie Larson's so engaging and yeah. such a wonderful actress. Yeah, something weird is going brick on. In those movies. Yeah, something weird is with I, her. I feel like she's acting. She's like, she's running it like a 20 when like a 10 will do or something like it's, that. Like, it's weird. You like, know? she's trying to posture as tough, and I'm like, I buy that you're tough. You don't yeah, need yeah, to yeah, like yeah. do this thing. Yeah, I agree. Because it's, it, there's I, that I'm scowl in. In. she has yeah. that she could probably, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, God, now I'm At just telling you, open to smile more. <laughs> great. I rule. I'll I'm tell you great. what, though. No. Captain Marvel like, 2. Yeah. Captain Marvel 2 is going to fucking great. rule. Is, Why is that? Because all the groundwork's out of the way. And so now it's just going to be something where we can actually dig into. That was such a, like, homework movie to get us ready for her to show up and have some fun in, in I, th- I thought uh, the story was great. I thought it was Hey man, I'm glad. Immigrants I think by the trying time to find they do their way. you think that the you think that the like the people who are trying to you think they're invaders at first and then turns out they're actually just yeah, like immigrants like that, that, yeah. home. that was neat how they switched me. like who was good who and was bad. bad. Yeah. That definitely had me. I'm totally into it. And, There's and, a lot yeah. that I liked about it. I think I was disappointed because I thought it was gonna be like I thought we were going to get the Black Panther where it was like, man, this is actually like kind of transcendent to the brand. And then yeah, it was very much. No. It was, the most it, it was it's a pretty, yeah. sm- but it's a pretty small movie, which I liked. It was very yeah. like, it was more standalone than most other Marvel movies. Um, one other one real quick, Knife and Heart, which Garrett needs oh, to see. Really oh, need yeah, to see man. Uh, really the man with the golden it. mouth is yeah, the, yeah. the man with the golden the mouth year. is, is the great. I really want to see that. It's an, it's a great movie. And, yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. To see it. What about you, Jacob? My honorable mention: so Deadwood the movie. <laughs> Deadwood the movie is for sure a TV series finale. Jacob, I, about it's it. hard to argue with a movie that is literally called the movie. Deadwood the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, movie. If it, if the thing about yeah. it's just so wait. What about Simpsons like, the movie? Like I said, yeah. Jill, my girlfriend, Came watched out in the movie it. Yeah. Um, Jill watched it without ever seeing an episode of Deadwood. I gave her like a previously on breakdown ten minutes before it came on. She enjoyed it. It's a <laughs> fucking great movie. Every scene is very emotional. And very well acted and written, but um, it all depends on the context of yeah. the previous three seasons of TV you watch. Timothy Oliphant <laughs> is like, one of my favorite actors. Yeah, can so I watch I the movie? Yes, and then you could. see if it makes me want to watch the series. Yeah, I actually could. do want you to can. watch the series. It, it is but what my whole point. But would with you this recommend is, I do it the other way? Because no, like, watch this show first and then the movie. Okay, it's so I'm, much. I'm better. going to do but that. But the movie as a movie is perfect. It does yeah. work. Two. It's a. It's That's a cool. Perfect one hour and fifty minute movie. That's really cool. It has like a whole you. It, it, it like my best case is Jill being like, "Tell me what I need to know to enjoy this." Right, and she yeah. loved it. Yeah. But if oh, you yeah, watch the TV show and you're familiar with the it whole saga of yeah. David Mills trying to yeah. make this movie, I for 10 see years, that's why it's I'm, amazing. That's yeah. why I'm like saving it for a special. Like night. as a TV yeah. series finale, 13 years in the making. Yeah, it, I've never seen a TV show conclude that's cool. on a better note. But again, as a movie, it's very good. It is good. Okay. As, a, as an ending cool. to a TV show, yeah. it's one of the greatest fucking miracles in entertainment. And that's the kind of show where like. It's when you start it off, you're like, okay, I'm kind of doing my homework. Like, this is like, this is cultural homework. I want to like be, I want to like see this thing that everybody loves. But like, I would say halfway through the first season, you're like, Man, I am just in. Oh, it's I am one of the greatest shows. I have the wire work so done. Me, yeah, yeah. I should watch it now so that it in. has the, now that the yeah. show has a definitive ending. It can be compared to the wire and the Sopranos is one of the best. Like, that's TV that's why I'm ready to watch could, it. Because it was already up there good. before the movie. Yeah, highly recommend Timothy Oliphant. Actually, no, you know what? He I actually love says him. it. It's Timothy Oliphant. 
He's, um, a, he's an amazing he, actor. He corrects yeah. Mark Maron, and what uh, I'm recommending that was is, a good episode. There's an episode of WTF with Timothy Oliphant, and he's he's a very engaging, interesting guy, and he's like very regular and nice <laughs> and normal. Cool. I like but him he's in like, everything. I love him. Justified. He's like a, a Paul Newman. Show. Where it's like Justified. I fell into it, and it turns out I'm fucking brilliant. You know, like, <laughs> he's kind of uh, he's like the male version of Elizabeth Moss to me, where yeah, it's man. like you're you're you've been a major character in like two so incredible yeah. shows that where I've seen you act for hundreds of hours now at this point. Dude, and then also two, anytime man. you show up in a movie, <laughs> for real. Yeah. I also love you. Yeah. So you're I, I won't me. spoil What's uh, a girl next door. Is he the, the yeah, neighbor the and the brother? Guy, yeah. yeah. He's so funny in that him. And uh, was it Marsden? Is he in that? Oh yeah. He's he the, is. That movie's not great, but they're great. Yeah. I, I won't spoil Deadwood, but like better endings than Mad Men and Breaking Bad Oof. and Lost. Like it fucking nailed it. Perfect cool. ending. Nice. If only Game of Thrones had been happy. Better than Lost, you said. Yeah, better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I actually really like it. My other honorable I mean, mentions yeah. are The Bash Brothers Experience, which is technically a short film, but is a magnificent piece of comedy. Detective Pikachu, Inspector Pikachu, How to Train Your Dragon 3, not as good as the first two, still very good. I love those movies. They have some of the best scores in modern filmmaking. I got to see um, the third the one. The flying theme is up there with like the, the Star Wars theme yeah. for me. I fucking love that shit. And uh, Kid Who Would Be King. Great movie. Oh, oh fuck, I need to man. see that. I really need I really to see really, really that. Really yeah. Ryan and yeah. I agree. That that's Attack like the Block of, yep. is an yeah. all-time. In 10 years, people are going to get He's a great filmmaker. Like, I really want to see that movie. I felt bad that he didn't see He helped write Ant-Man and he helped write He's a very talented filmmaker. I believe so, It's a shame that movie bombed. Do you remember the nickname? that came out of our episode of Attack the Block with Pete. Oh, uh, Egghead? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Pete called a character in Attack the Block an Egghead, and we had not heard the phrase Egghead maybe egghead. ever actually in our lives. <laughs> but it was it was one of those where he was like, oh, it, you know the one kid, uh, the Egghead, and he did the yeah, yeah. He was immediately like, oh, I know that kid. Yeah, we know him, he was yeah. the, the nerdy kid yeah. who ultimately gets his his egg of a head ripped off he in said the it motorcycle so helmet. He said it so nonchalantly yeah. as if he was born in 1941. But it was we, crazy. <laughs> but we egghead, were like, yeah, Egghead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did anybody egg? notice yeah, any other egghead. themes? Well, guys, I regret to inform you, we're approaching four-hour runtime, yeah. regardless of however we tried. But uh, here's what we got away from us. I want to do. Here's though. what we did: we sped through the the early movies yeah. and actually got to talk about the later movies, as opposed to what, what we, we said normally we to do. do, which is spend yeah. too much time on the early movies and then speed through the late ones. So it was good. Wait, right, I, I propose we do one thing. Yes, let's go around and each name. Only one movie that we're looking yeah. for. The the one movie we're most excited about for the rest of the year. Okay. Only one, not like more than one. You got it. 100% the other day this trailer came on and I legit started to tear up when Leonardo DiCaprio was like, well, <laughs> I'm a has-been. I was like, this movie's going to be incredible. It's going to be Quentin Tarantino's thesis statement on his entire career and the state of Hollywood as an entity entirely. I'm confident of it. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood, there's nothing I am more pumped for. Yeah. yeah. I, I know what happens in it. It's going to be good. No, yeah. no. Oh, <laughs> right oh of wow. Course you do. <laughs> I actually I have a theory on what I happens. I have one I very funny theory. I think I don't even want to hear your theory, so don't yeah, tell same. me. Tell you, come on, no, don't don't fucking true. tell me. But it's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be real good. good. Well, I believe you. But I think I'm going to love it. Um, I think if you've seen his work, like I think it's I think it's pretty easy to guess what's going to happen. But that's all I'm going to say. Yep. Don't yeah, even talk to me about it. Don't yep. even talk I'm to totally me about it. I'm totally with you. Uh, the theory that I heard someone pitch to me, and yeah. I was like, fuck you for telling me that. You're right, and I'm so excited to see it. Yeah, I think we know so what's going to happen. I'm taking off but work that day to go see it. They didn't say it was based on anything. They just said that it was... Uh, very an idea very that they had. I, I, I'm sus- no, no, it was my buddy <laughs> okay. Kevin. And I, I suspect that he was lying when he said he came up with it. I think he might have heard Buzz, but I don't care. <laughs> but that and Midsummer are probably the two big ones for me. Oh, I 
also oh, yeah. the script for um, Midsummer. Good movie. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie script. script. Don't tell me. Don't tell me anything. How do you? I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> easy to find. It's really easy to find. Say, we'll be watching. He wants him. to be the cultural Galactus. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> absorbing yeah. everything, and you're like the closest. Time to fit it all in, man. I, I did. I I won't even go back. But Too Old to Die Young is like there's like five movies in that show. Yeah. Oh yeah, I want to watch that. The fucking insane. I do want to watch. Um, I actually mine is. You know, randomly, weirdly, I'm really excited. I don't, there's no way it's going to be very good, but I really want to see Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I I liked the last one. It's not great, but it's a really cool movie. Now, the last last couple have been terrible, in my opinion. (laughs) Fair enough. I mean, they've been fine because it's Terminator, but like, that's where I'm at. They're fine because it's Terminator. But they're trash movies, kind of like, they're forgettable. (laughs) So forgettable. Um, but I, I mean, the fact that James Cameron is producing and he already did well with what Alita, if James Corden was um, producing? Would you <laughs> the, same way? the whole movie is carpool karaoke with Linda Hamilton and Ronald Schwarzenegger, where they're just going. Do you guys know everybody Philadelphia freedom? Shine on me. The scoop is that James Corden kind of sucks and isn't a great guy. That's what he's singing. I've never seen that show. He's not a bad guy, but everybody, yeah, apparently he's a huge jerk to work with. Carpool karaoke is about the worst. He's also a talentless. Yeah. I hate he's, not, him. he's not funny. I want to yeah. trip him every time. I, I just want him to pass by me once so I can trip him and then like jam the finger in his face. <laughs> to just, be fair, I've and also, I don't know why. To be fair, I've also heard the same things about James Cameron. Yeah, yeah but James Cameron. I mean, we've seen what did James Corden make Into the Woods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat a dick. Yeah. James Cameron made uh, unless eating addiction yeah. thing. Then eat an ass or I just eat something you don't want to eat. <laughs> and James Cameron made Terminator. So yeah. yeah, well, I so I grew up with the Terminator movies. Like I loved them pretty deeply. Um, the fact you know this is kind of trying to do a direct sequel to T two thing, yeah. which mm. is pretty. You know, I, I I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. I I, I realize like. I'm kind of sold. Like, what that if, if you want to make, back. if you want to like retcon some sequels, like I'm down. Like, go for it. Like, that's like a I'll, I'll watch designed it. Designed for retcon, and, and that's fine. And, and I heard and a I like rumor that. that Furlong might come back for it. What? No, that'd be awesome. That would I be heard a rumor. I mean, no, no, he won't. You know why? Because he's a rapist. Yeah, he's that a bad might guy. be true too. I saw yeah. him at Allegedly. a Comic Con this past weekend. So I you, think you saw him where at a Comic Con this. Oh, I saw I saw George went oh, at the shit. same Comic Con. Yeah, so like he's out and like doing. Okay, stuff. all right. Well, so, I mean, I don't know. I, like know. I, I've, he's I, signing he's, copies. He's not yeah. such Pecker. a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I unless the, basically the reason why I'm saying is because the movie studio probably doesn't want to have that headache on their on their hands. So I would say that like I'm just excited about it. I. That black I, I love the series. Cool shit. It seems like it's going to be sort of about like the border, um, yeah. which I'm really, you know, yeah. I, who knows if they'll handle that well. But I yeah, mean, it could be the I next Sicario really too. <laughs> <laughs> Day of the Soldado. <laughs> Donald Trump will get on Twitter and be like, "Can you believe yeah. that there's literal Terminators trying to cross our borders? <laughs> we have the best Terminators. <laughs> I saw Terminator Termi- number one. I saw Terminario three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rise of the Termicarios. <laughs> you want to talk about so. robot movies? Pacific Rim. <laughs> That's where it's at for me. And you know who's going to be in Terminator is your gal, Mackenzie Davis. Mackenzie Davis. Yeah. Who looks like she's about actress. to kick some serious fucking ass. Uh, what is her yeah. Mackenzie Davis from? She's Hulk in Blade Runner 2049. She's like who the, she she's the prostitute who later yeah. turns out to be part of the resistance. She oh. joins. She, okay, I like she's her. the one who merges with uh, yes, Joy. The, the yeah, digital. 
yeah. on Halt yeah. and Catch Fire, the two Man. male leads are the main characters for the first two seasons. Or for the first season, I'm sorry. A massive course correction takes place in season two, where basically Mackenzie Davis becomes the main character. Right she's kind of like the uh, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very she, similar. Yeah, she, right she has the same kind of Peggy. She's uh, one of my favorite journey. actresses. Like, she's well, like I said, when I spend a lot she's of time, she's great with in 2049. Actress, yeah, she's phenomenal. And a moment to just recognize that we are all 100% the luckiest people who have ever existed in the history of humanity because we existed at the same time as Blade Runner 2049. Agreed. That's insane what they pulled off with that movie. I just bought it on Blu-ray so I can watch it again. I did too. I have it on Blu-ray too, my man. It's a fucking masterpiece, man. Because I just want to watch it. And it was one that was actually impossible. Yes. That was literally and factually impossible to pull off. When I was on this episode, the stuff about the implanted memories didn't make sense to me. Now it makes complete sense. That's one of my favorite episodes of our show, by the way. I'm very glad to hear it. It's one of the best movies that's ever been made. So good. Yeah. So yeah. good. Uh, uh, it's what, better what than the original, and it makes the original better. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, it's it's an obvious fucking cheat. Star Wars episode. I, yes. Nine, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I was hoping yeah. you would bring it up, so I didn't yeah, have to. I just want to say I was in the ER that day that the trailer came out. Yeah. And that shit made that made my horrible mm-hmm. ER experience so much better. Yes. So I right it over and over again. Even if that gr- movie isn't as good as The Last Jedi, like if The Last Jedi is the best fine. thing we got out of that trilogy, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. It's still going to well, be Well, The good. Empire Strikes Back was the best. I was going to say, yeah, also, exactly. normal for Star Wars. We're still going to get to see New old Muppets? Billy D. Williams pilot the yeah. Falcon and yep. be a fucking yep. badass. We're going to get to see I the last I assume it's going to be a very good celebratory. Like, I think it'll be an appropriate Also, I think I know what's going to happen, and I won't say anything, but it's going to be good. Yeah, because you already read the script. I haven't, but I'm trying to... No, no, no. Our Star Wars leaks is a hive mind of knowledge. But I'm trying to stay out of it. I I think I have my own ideas that play into it. scum and villainy. I don't think they... The thing that really makes me optimistic is I don't think they can fuck it up that bad. I don't think so either. I've liked all of the new ones. I think Solo is fantastic. I, I think Rogue One ranks amongst Rogue the best they've ever done. Rogue One rips, man. I, yeah. think, I think, like the original trilogy, the cast is so strong, you can, can give them whatever off. fucking script you want to give them, and it's going to be pretty fucking entertaining and exactly. like fun. And, and if yeah. uh, if it yeah. isn't that good, the Knives Out, Ryan Johnson's right. next movie yeah. is going to yes, exactly. make up for it. Yeah. Yes. I can't wait for that yeah. shit. Is too. that this year? Yeah. Thanksgiving. November. I can't wait, man. Awesome. I'm very excited for that. That almost makes my answer. Wait, I had an answer, and now it's gone. Oh, uh, uh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, uh, baby. Yeah, Thank you. Baby. I'm very excited for this movie. <laughs> Let's go to old I think school. it looks crazy and ridiculous <laughs> and fun. It does. I'm gonna it have a blast. Like a blast, dude. They're running down the side of a building and like holding people and shooting guns. What the fuck? Tori is excited for this movie. Yeah, yeah. She saw these movies a month ago when yeah. I showed them to her, and she's like hyped for it. Like I, no one can resist the yeah, spell of just, the family. It just looks it's like so Garden. fun and crazy. Also, it gives me a good opportunity to recite something. We were at a text chain with a uh, friend and former guest on the show, Alex Perlman. Uh, he was at uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, <laughs> sitting down to watch Godzilla <laughs> King of the Monsters. Oh, no. And the trailer for Fast and Furious Presents, Hobbs and Shaw came on, incredible. and a woman behind him said, oh, well, this looks fucking stupid and, <laughs> and, like, and ridiculous and not real. And, and he was like, bitch, you are at a Godzilla movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where do we lose you? The giant <laughs> yeah, lizard, yeah. but you can't buy yeah. the rock? I mean, he's yeah. improbable, but he exists. That, he was like, this woman behind be me awesome. laughed and was like, this looks ridiculous. He was like, I turned around, I was like, bitch, you are at a Godzilla movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that movie makes like a fucking billion dollars. I, yeah. It's like why late summer release. I, why wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. I have it in my... That yeah. there, are, it there are literal yeah. superpowers being entered into the canon of Fast and Furious. We cannot let that not happen. Yes, Unless it sucks, it's going to be like one of the highest grossing movies of the year. Of course. It won't suck. I mean, it's going to be great. And I actually have a feeling 
something, they're going to contend with justice. I hope they do. And even if they don't, whatever. But like, I bet they do because I think it has its finger on the pulse to that degree. Like, it seems to get it. And also, these movies are fan. I I actually, I don't. I think that really, I think that the next Fast and Furious is going to do that because it's pretty clear at this point that. Hobbs and Shaw probably won't really be making any main appearances. It'll be like a breaking point for yeah, them to shoot like off, and then the Fast and Furious. They might yeah, make you might be right. You know who's not excited yeah. for Hobbs and Shaw? Pretty much, they're pretty much Vin done. Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, like, I agree. I, 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 He's I like, I got an idea. We're gonna make Riddick four, and everyone's yeah. like, Ah, we liked the I Riddick. Think you but may we're be good. right, Andy, but I also think that like there is a part of me that's like, Yo, The Rock. Is a wrestler, was a wrestler. He like all he knows of the heel turn. All of this is heel turn beef, and oh, they're gonna and they're gonna do the Han thing in their movie. Yeah, oh, and that'll God. be the big celebratory like. And so now for Fast and Furious Nine, Han's back. Han's back. We're all in. Like everybody's Wait, here. Why would Han be back? Okay, I've actually got this figured out. Because we never see his body. That's why. Well, we but, never see his body exactly. We go. And now and he comes up. He gets to confront Jason Statham face to face, and then they go listen. It was fucked up. It was weird. Things were going on. You saw the movies. And they're going to like smile at each family, other. Family. Family. And then it's like, but watch pilot. your back. Yeah. Watch your back. And then yeah. that's all we need. One uh, they, movie of watch your back, incredible. then your family. I would do it. And like, simple. In a seri- I, would, I would buy that. In a series. And, and The Rock didn't even look at each other until yeah. seven. Yeah. But like, but it took two movies to get eight, The Rock They're to not family. in the same room together. Yeah, they're never yeah. again. <laughs> in a series that's literally, that, that the only explanation for what's happening is superpowers. That they then actually introduce superpowers, thus yeah. not being able to explain any of the previous movies. Fuck all yeah, your qualms. Like yeah. you have to then go yeah. like, okay. Also, that means we, this we guy could be alive. Bring people like, back. Yeah, from yeah, the dead. I am yeah. so enchanted with the idea of like in this reality, what does superpowers <laughs> exactly. mean? Exactly. Like, what does it mean it compared really like black everyone has superpowers exactly. apparently? So what's super? That's what I mean. It's got to be like just but, and laser that's also, eyes. That's exactly what Fast and Furious has to do and continue to do for the rest of the series because that's what it's been doing for every movie for the last like three movies, which is just like, what do superpowers mean in this universe? We have to figure it out because it unexplains everything that already happened. Yeah. Every movie needs <laughs> to be about unexplaining <laughs> everything that already previously happened. And then we figure that out. Stupid, like there's an asteroid flying over Earth, and everyone's stripped of superpowers yeah. except Idrisel. Exactly. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. By the way, we are now five minutes from an actual four-hour episode. Okay, we've bye, managed, bye, bye. We've managed to make this a normal Incredible. episode. I want to so, go home but, so bad. I know, me too. But I want to say one thing. Uh-huh. You all have to listen to me, um, <laughs> which is that I, um, I actually do hope. So my hope is that this movie will be good. Yep, That'll make too. a lot of money. Yep. My hope is that Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> has a good connection with the re- director David Leitch. Yes, he needs or a Leech good director because he yeah, needs man. one. He's yes, actually a pretty. I mean, I I really enjoyed Deadpool too. I loved Atomic Blonde. Obviously, Atomic I love John Wick. Fucking rules. And and I and feel like if The Rock they, is a director fucking adrift. Uh, sorry, The Rock yeah. is an actor adrift without, without a, good a good director. director. He, he has he yes. has. He's I mean, he's yeah. like legitimately he a somebody. very good, charismatic, great he, leading man. He needs the right stuff. That, and I'll that pop, needs the right that. director. And, and, and what, I, I what I've seen you. people say online is like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He had to James Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. he, he yeah. found his yeah. he found his his guy. That, yeah, that, the yeah. Rock found like, the guy. Who John made Central Wayne, intelligence and right. skyscraper. Yeah, John yeah. Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But come on, John Wayne had John Ford and Howard Hawks. You know, so Elizabeth yeah. Dwayne, Moss, Alex Ross, Perry. exactly. Like yeah. so, Dwayne the Rock yeah. Johnson. He needs to find yes. someone who knows how to bring that out. Who did, yeah. uh, and he's been Bruce Wayne is the Joker, but. 
I really hope that David Leitch can bring something out of him. <laughs> that would be awesome. I, yeah. that, and that, I hope that if it works, then I hope that they continue to work together. I didn't. I never I thought about that, yeah. and I think that's really exciting. Because like I, I haven't seen like I've never seen Skyscraper, San Andreas, or and know, they're all that director. They're, they're all, all that yeah, guy. Brad yeah. None of them are very good. Yeah, yeah, Brad. Nobody yeah, like, and he's from yeah. Philly, I think. But nobody likes those movies. My favorite thing to say about Skyscraper is imagine how good that movie would have been if it was good. <laughs> because like that it's it's, a great it's got premise. everything yeah. and like it's a movie that is just so aggressively okay. Yeah. I I mean I actually want to see it but like, I would like honestly, to too, you really but... you really don't need to. No, I remember I nothing about but it's it. Like it's like knowing like that. Just a, yeah, he a also part. made Rampage, right? Like it's the same guy. Yeah, yeah. which I highly It's not that I want to see those rules. movies. I want to I want those movies to be good. Yeah. Yeah. But and and so I won't really see them. All right, let's wrap this up before uh, we hit the four-hour mark. At I Like Two Movie, it's the Numeric Two on all of the platforms. Yes. I'm Dan Scully, at Dan Scully on everything, Letterboxd, Cinema76.com, Findy.com, uh, occasionally MovieJohn.com, whatever. Just, uh, yeah, bye. I'm at Philadelphia on Twitter, Letterboxd. That's F-I-L-M, Adelphia. Uh, I write for Cinema76.com. You can find me on farsightedblog.com. Uh, I have a bunch of Godzilla stuff on Cinema76.com <laughs> if you want to yes, look at do. it. It's been very good and very fun to read. It's been Yeah, I have been very much enjoying my Godzilla journey. You can find it all there. You can find uh, my, my partner Tori did a Mothra article. It's like a companion to some of my Godzilla and stuff. It's very good. Right? Yeah, she's doing a bunch of... She's doing a really good Cronenberg series, actually, uh, that I totally recommend. Uh, we just watched The Fly for it, so there should be something coming up about that soon, uh, which was great. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's all for me. Uh, Jacob. At A-I-L-I-T on all the Letterboxd and Twitter and Instagram. Based on nothing podcast. I'm going to keep doing it until I die. I hope you listen. <laughs> Finally. Oh, he's he's right decided up. to go back. Um, Andrew M. Elijah on Twitter and Andy Elijah on Letterboxd. I should probably streamline that. But if you find me on one, you can find the other. And um, yeah, Andy Elijah and also write for Cinema 76. And yeah, that's it. I also write for Cinema Seventy Six. Just less than these guys. Hold on, no, put the microphone down. We have we have we have a minute to go. Precisely a minute. My name is Garrett Smith, and I like to movie movie. My name is Dan Scully, and I like to movie movie. My name is Andy Elijah, and I like to movie movie. My name is Jacob Harrington, and I like to movie movie. And we all know that you like to movie movie because we we like to movie. movie. Press the button. Press the button. We fucking made it. We did it. We fucking. Can you imagine how long that would have been if we didn't do the timer?